You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, it's Michael and Sleepy Michael and yeah, Sleepy Jordan. Exactly. <laughs> I literally want to say that. <laughs> it's like Sleepy Gary from fucking Rick and Morty right now. Yeah, just so you guys know, we are starting very, very late this time. Uh, funny story, me and Michael fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not together. Not together. Sounds weird. <laughs> Unfortunately. Just, wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> just coincidentally. Like uh, yeah, I had a long weekend because this weekend was a uh, Urban Action Showcase. And I was out drinking last night, so my sleeping schedule was all kinds of out of whack right now. And we're we're supposed to start late anyway. Yeah, for Juan. For Juan, but Juan, I'm telling you right now, but we bro, started even later because we fell asleep waiting. Yeah, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the fact that we made that promise last weekend or last week, <laughs> I would be like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in that mood right now for the podcast. So, <laughs> but that's not to say that we don't have a very Packed week of stuff to talk about. I mean, we've got Overlord, which yeah. was my if, suggestion. We didn't love you guys. I'd be like, let's just record tomorrow. Let's cancel the episode, <laughs> bruh. Tomorrow, I'm busy tomorrow. I can't even do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> well I'm working. I'm gonna be sleep. I record from my house. I don't know. <laughs> Skype, yeah, Skype, no. Skype the episode. If not for one, I'd be like, <laughs> next week, bro. <laughs> but we made a not promise, and I plan to not not keep it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, double, double, double negative. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got Overlord, the zombie Nazi movie. We've got Castlevania season two. Me and Michael both finished it. Uh, all eight episodes. I think we only talked about two to three last time, right? It was our first impressions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, DC talk about. We've got only half of CW shows. Arrow and Supergirl were new, but I don't think Black Lightning and Flash came out. No, because of the election. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think there was Legends too. But. Did you watch? Did, did you at least watch the first two episodes? I, like I, 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 no, I watched the first episode. Okay, and then I couldn't watch anymore. <laughs> Maybe if I didn't fall asleep, I could have watched the second episode. But I, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Virgin Gary or whatever. Yeah, I told you it was so stupid. It was so terrible. <laughs> and yes, they they literally reference ratings in the show in the very beginning. It's yeah. like. Right off the bat, it's like guys, we know that we're not that popular. But. And I just watched, I just watched this week's episode. I'm like, it's not, it's no better. And then, oh man, that's that's unfortunate. Remember, remember how I mentioned that Amaya comes back, but she yeah. does, but she's not playing the Amaya. She's not playing a vixen character. She's not playing the character. She's playing you somebody want. completely different. <laughs> yeah, okay. They just introduced her new character, and I'm like, really, really? What does that mean? What the fuck? <laughs> Are you going to talk about it this week? I mean, if you want to. I mean, if you ain't watching it. I, I mean, I could just tell you right now. I'm not going to do a review on this episode. Basically, <laughs> because, spoilers if you didn't watch Legends, but it's going to be real quick. But basically, because this season is about magical creatures, yeah. one of the magical creatures in the most recent episode was a shapeshifter. Okay. So, they shapeshifted into a Maya, 
and Constantine. Oh, con- seriously? And Constantine conveniently stole her powers of shape shifting. So now she's stuck in the Amaya form. What? And now they and they locked her up on the Wave Rider. So they have like an evil Amaya that's not really. But Maya. she's not evil, quote unquote. She's just misunderstood. Ray is the one that basically is fighting for her. Uh, saying that she's not evil guy because they because the rest of the team just want to send send her to hell and ray is like she's not evil guy she's not like the rest of these creatures because she looks like amaya no before before she was in her like a punk rocker form okay and they connected over music and stuff like that and disco and all the other crap and so ray's like she's not evil and so they they locked her up for observation or whatever but now she's stuck in the amaya form so now that's how the actress is back on the show Playing a completely different character, but because she's English, the character or the the shape shifting creature was English. She gets to use her real accent. Okay, so that so was... Amaya's on the show. Yeah, there but, we go. But not Amaya. But not Amaya, <laughs> the actress. <laughs> what the fuck? That seems so overly. It seems like more overly convoluted and and unnecessary than the Black Siren stuff. It's stupid. Like just a, a roundabout way to keep the same actress or you know, the same actor or whatever. But then, yeah, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna do like a descendant of her. Like, but it just it just wipes away all of the like the character development that you kind of built into the character before. Why, why bother? Exactly. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just saying that because I have the gripe about Arrow this week too, where they they they, they cut to Black Canary slash Laurel, the the not Laurel, and she's basically just now living the life. Of the other laurels. I was like, so why do you even bother killing her character? <laughs> yeah. Small nitpicks. But yeah, that was the Legends of Tomorrow mini review by Michael. Boom. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, we've also got Titans to talk about. And Goblin Slayer. And then Did you watch Sabrina? Ga- no, I didn't watch no fucking Sabrina. <laughs> was I supposed to watch Sabrina? Is that what you wanted me to do? Well, I, I don't know. I think Juan watched it. I think he wanted to talk about it. I think. Yeah, yeah I can talk about it. <laughs> Have you watched Sabrina? I, I finished it today. Uh, okay. Maybe y'all can have a discussion about Sabrina while I just go, hmm, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Magic. Is it as good as Chris said it was? No. Wow. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Long story short, I won't be watching it. Um, but before we He's get He's like, to- oh, yeah, it gets so good in the season for now. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. The show- I see the credits rolling, and I'm like, is this it? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Is there a post credit scene I'm like gonna flip out on? No, no. The menu popped up. Oh, I'm, I'm, what's what's going on? Yeah, wow. He was really big that <laughs> series up too. So I'm I'm curious to see what you thought about it then. Um, hey, I would like to hear your thoughts about that series since you finished it. Um, before we get into all that, before we get into that news and yada yada yada, we have iTunes reviews. Um, our first iTunes review comes from Ian V93. It's a five star review. Ian says, it's been a while. Look, I love you guys. And even though I highly, it's in all caps, highly disagree with a lot of your Arrowverse hate, I still, oh, we literally started the episode yeah, with we Arrowverse hate. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I mean, I saw some people say. Sorry, Ian, twisting that knife. <laughs> I saw some people said uh, for their, num- their number one show on the CW versus Legends of Tomorrow. How? Exactly. <laughs> look, look, okay. Opinions are subjective, bro. But you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I still think you guys absolutely deserve all five stars. I know I'll probably get hate for saying this, but I don't care. I don't care. It honestly hurts my heart that you guys don't like Legends. Wow. This is exactly the person that you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, It's not for everyone. I understand. Most people want a more serious tone show. 
but not too serious. Legends is just a fun, goofy show uh, that's realized it's not meant to have the same feel as the others have tried to have. Yeah. By, by them realizing, I think you mean they tried to be a serious show, failed, <laughs> and then went, you know what, let's just be a comedy yeah, show. Yeah. It's fine. Because they definitely tried to be serious like the first two or three I would say the first. I would say two first seasons. two seasons. Yeah. yeah, season three is when they started. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck it, no one cares." Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be funny. Um, da, 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 da. it's hammy, it's strange, and yeah, it's cheesy. But that oh shit, but that's what a lot of fans of the show love about it. Not trying to change your guys' opinion. I know that's not gonna happen, lol. I just want to throw my two cents in there. All right, let the bashing begin. Let me have it. Wow, I can take it. <laughs> He's ready for us to jump on him. I'm not, not going to, bro. I mean, like I said, it's, it's not subjective. If you like Legends, I'm not going to take that away from you. I mean, I will say that you can't... I highly, not... highly, highly disagree with Yeah, I do highly disagree with that. But, you know, if you, there's no way you can you can tell me that unicorn stuff was, it was good. It was literally jizzing rainbows on people yeah, and making them high. Jizz. Like, just an excuse to have the characters high again. How many times in this show have people gotten high? That happens so frequently. A couple of, couple of, couple of, couple of times. I feel like it's the writers getting high in the writers' room. They're just like, "Fuck us." I mean, they script. might, they might be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was literally like a horse growling at people, and they would just like do like a with super fa- impo- with fangs, with fangs. <laughs> like it looked like some Halloween store shit. It looks so ridiculous. Um, he goes on to say, "I mean, I agree with most of your opinions. You guys are still amazing, hilarious, and I've missed listening to your podcast." I've had to take a break when you start talking about my academia since a friend and I are catching up and I don't want to spoil lol. Anyway, over lengthy message, overly lengthy message over. Take care, guys, and keep up the fantastic work. Oh, thanks, Ian. Yeah, I'm not going to jump on you about the legend stuff, bro. It's, it's all you. Love what you love. Even though what you love isn't that good. Anyway. <laughs> uh, next review comes from Hubs. And it's a five-star review. The subject is still love the podcast. This podcast is still up in my top two. Uh, that I list- oh, this, this podcast is still in my top two that I listen to every week. Keep up the amazing work. P.S. I wonder what the other one is. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> you just put a whole mystery in this review that I wasn't even thinking about. <laughs> uh, P.S. Jordan, I saw the BJ's, the, the store, waiting for Michael to make this weird law. Uh, oh, he saw that BJ's is selling PS4 Slim with one terabyte for only $200 starting uh, November 18th. Well, thank you, Hubs. See, that's, that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for those well, Walmart, Friday deals. Wa- yeah, Walmart, I saw. Uh, P- PS4 and Xbox One are going to go on sale for, I think, 200 Oh, yeah. I'm about to jump on this video game bandwagon. About to be playing me some Red Dead. How's that game, by the way? You liking it? You're late. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I do, I do, I do like it. It's a little slow in the beginning, but it picks up. Okay. And our last review comes from Deku the Almighty, our pal Jacob. It's a five-star review, and Deku says, One's Justice of oh, the video game. Have you played that? No. No? I'm not really a big fighter. A fighting game guy? Yeah. Hmm. I like a good fighting game with a story I, mode. And then I saw the IGN review, and I was like, yeah, I'm not getting this. Oh, they get reviewed it's well. Not, it's not that, yeah. Most times, anime games don't get reviewed that well. No, the like the Dragon Ball games get. Are you okay? Re- yeah. Really? Yeah. Like like what? Like eighties? Uh, like like uh, Bodukai, 
the one that recently came out, Dragon DBZ Fighter. Haters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Deku says, hey, everyone. Awesome podcast as always. I can't believe you didn't get any reviews last week. I was going to send one, but didn't have anything to say. I completely forgot to talk about My Hero 1's Justice. <clears throat> it's pretty much a generic fighting game with how you play, but the way quirks are, ta- quirks are tied in and the story is very compelling. I already completed the hero side of the story. The villain side uh, is yet to be played. It's still very fun, and I highly recommend it. Or at least to Michael, because Jordan doesn't have a console yet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> nope. Uh, also, a special review is coming up sometime this month for the one-year anniversary of a very special day. Uh, I hope you enjoy it when I send it. I think he, maybe he means when we started talking to him on the podcast. Like, when he sent a review, maybe. Right? Maybe. I don't know. Because it hasn't been a year, like, for us. Anything, right? It's already been a year for us. Yeah. But I know he's been listening to old episodes of the podcast. So I think that's what he's talking about. Like episode like 80 or something. I think he left the review. For the first time? Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah, I too. <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> so if I don't sound super enthusiastic, I'm sorry, Jacob. Uh, also, a special review is coming uh, one year. And lastly, I'm not sure if I said this or not, but here goes. I'm like, where's your coffee? Drink some coffee. Bruh. Get an espresso shot. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Uh, lastly, I'm not sure. But I'm going to try and find a way to audition to play Deku in the live action film. Oh wow! Even if no one believes in me, even if there's better candidates, I'm going to strive and be the best Deku possible. Go for it, bro. Live your dreams. Do do you, bro? Yeah. Even though everything is telling me that it would never happen, in my heart, I know maybe I have what it takes to make a dream come true. I'm going to find a way and try out because even just trying would be a dream come true. All Deku was planning on doing was trying to apply for UA, not knowing if he was going to make it. He felt like a failure. But he got into the school of his dreams, so maybe, just maybe, if I give a shot, my dreams will come true too. Sorry for the little small rant, just something I wanted to say. Sorry. And as always, go beyond plus ultra. Love you guys a bunch. Can't wait to hear the topics. Never let anybody, and that includes yourself, tell you you can't or shouldn't do something. Yeah. Are you an American or an American? Yeah. <laughs> Words, wise words from all might. I go out there and do it, bro. We'll take that, but then it was like, what if my? I was like, what if he like? I'm not American. <laughs> he is American. <laughs> like I'm Irish. He's Irish American. I'm an Ira can. An Ira can. Okay, and that's all we got for iTunes reviews. Um, I guess before we call Juan, we should read emails too, right? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh no. What, the guy is leaving a four-hour review? No, there's so <laughs> many. There's a lot of reviews, man. Because he said, he said he was like, oh, I'm going to leave a, a lot of emails. I'm going I'm I'm to make an email tonight. What time do you guys record? I promise it won't be four pages. I'm like, you say that all the time, bro. And yeah, then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like four, five essay, like a five-paragraph essay. And you become a novelist, dude. <laughs> now he's got a lot of emails. Uh... Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail Alright, first email comes from You sound excited, I sound Alright, first email comes from Super excited It's so late, you guys And we're just starting, I'm tired I think, I think you're the race ahead of this podcast today Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah very much so I'm, I'm, Now that I got my little nap, I'm awake now <laughs> You see my face? <laughs> uh, first email comes from John Rainey, Red Dead 2. Uh, Michael, how are you liking the new... I just said this. <laughs> how are you liking the new Red Dead? I fucks with it, but I find myself getting bored of it really fast. 
I'm a fan of realism, but with no fast travel and it taking 10 to 15 minutes to ride everywhere on your horse, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, that's that's a big thing too. Like, there's no fast travel option. My not, thumbs. I mean, not. Up. I mean, there is like you can pay to get on the train or whatever, or you could like press the X button and then like if hold hold the D pad on the PlayStation controller. And uh, it makes the game go into cinematic mode. So you see him riding and you don't have to actually hold the controller, but you still have to th- sit through it. That's stupid. Why? I, I didn't create the game. <laughs> <laughs> like at that point, if you're literally just like sitting there waiting for your character to get someplace, why not have the fast travel option? Did the first one did have that? I've, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think, I think so. I don't think it did. I, don't, I just I don't remember using it. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, it goes on to say, also, you can't even mess around in the towns without the cops getting called on you. Just like real life. <laughs> I was driving a wagon in St. Dennis when my wheel knocked over a chair on the sidewalk. Then the entire town's police were shooting at me for vandalism. At that uh, point, uh, it's uh, really dumb. I take out the disc to throw Spider-Man back in. <laughs> also, I don't like how easy it is to fall off your horse. What do you? What was that Like... Mean? I could be walking at a pretty slow pace and then I like accidentally uh, hit a tree. The, ho- the horse and, uh, and Arthur Morgan, they, they tumble on the ground. And I'm like, I barely touched the fucking tree. Why am I tumbling on like falling off the horse? <laughs> I don't like that. They're getting real happy with that horse falling off physics, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't noticed the, the balls. Oh really? Well, I, well, well that was I the guess, most important feature. Well, I guess also, Bullshit. well, my my horse is a woman, a, fe- a female horse. I'm not. A, it's not a woman. <laughs> it's a female. <laughs> they 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 distinguish them. They're female horses yeah, and male horses. Yeah, he's like, yeah, good girl, or or hey, boy, yeah. There's male. Yo, who, just who like did just this? like just like real life, Jordan. Yeah, but like, male why horses. have that much detail for a thing you're just gonna ride in the game? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who was like, no, we have to have sexes for the horses, and I gotta see that horse's balls. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who? <laughs> just a weird minutia of a, detail. A, a pervert, a bestiality. Yeah, for yeah. I was, I was, there's some <laughs> horse fetishes in that fucking staff. <laughs> I mean, they're all bronies. Like, there is no truth in this art unless this horse has a vagina or balls. <laughs> weird. Um, and John finishes off by asking, will y'all review Overlord? Yes, we shall. Um, next email comes from, oh, you know what I didn't watch? What? The Rick episode of The Walking Dead. Oh, fuck me either. I was real, I really told myself I was going to watch it this week too. I forgot. But I heard it wasn't shit. I know, I know he didn't die. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, I saw... And I didn't know that until I saw the headlines. I was like, well, thank you for that. But I'm I, like, I didn't know but, until they, I saw all the times they were talking about like um, the spinoffs. They announced there's going to be spinoffs. So I was like, so did he not die? And I look back at all the phrasing of every single time they announced like, oh, the Rick's leaving. But they didn't say dies. So I was like, what the fuck, Yeah, man? I was like, that's trash. Like, why even hype it up then? What a like, milk in it's the... for ratings because... The rate the Rick uh, death episode was the highest ratings. <laughs> death in quotes. Yeah, or leaving episode. Essentially, he's dead to me. I don't care. He's but, dead to me. <laughs> but the Rick leaving episode was like one of the highest rated episodes in a while of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, you know why I didn't watch it? Now I think about it, it's because I started watching this season and I watched the first yeah, I episode. I watched the first episode and then I was just gonna watch the Rick episode and that was it. I'm not gonna go back and watch the other to see how it got to that. Uh, well, that was my initial thought. I'm but like, then girl, when I watched the first girl, episode. Girl, please. Well, the first episode was boring as fuck. It was. <laughs> like, I was watching it thinking, like, all right, maybe this season's going to be better. 
So I watched all the episodes leading up to Rick's leaving. Ah, son. That first episode was so dull. It's like, I don't... How how is that show like 90% just like no talking? You know what I mean? Oh, no. It's 90% all talking and no action. Or not even action. It's just them sitting in like one location having conversations. But not really. Like, the amount of character development or like character conversations that happen in The Walking Dead... It's less than the episode of like Arrow. They talk more in the Arrow and the Arrow and stuff. There's a lot of like moments of Walking Dead where like nothing's happening. They're just walking somewhere, or like they're walking into somewhere, or they're looking around, or you know what I mean. There's a lot of like just empty space in a Walking Dead episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, I used to love this show. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Love the show hard. <laughs> uh, next email comes from Ty Ghost. Thanos versus Apocalypse. Hey guys, I love this podcast and I never want it to end. I'll join Patreon as soon as I get paid. But anyways, what do you guys think? Who would win in a comic book? Wait, what? Who do you guys think would comic? What? Who do you guys think who would win comic book Thanos? Oh, okay. All right. Now I see what you're trying to say. Who would win comic book Thanos versus comic book apocalypse? We all know it was the movie counterparts. Thanks. Oh, if it was the movie counterparts, Thanos would win. I always thought Apocalypse in the comics is not much of a threat. I don't even think the Avengers take him serious, because as far as I know, they have never fought him. Jordan, I've noticed... Oh, wait, okay. I'll stop there. Um, Who would win? Comic book Thanos or comic book Apocalypse? I think Thanos was Stomp. It's all Marvel Universe, right? So if he, especially with the Infinity Gauntlet, like it's not even funny. Well, no, obviously with the Infinity Gauntlet, I'm take that out the equation. Oh, just raw strength. Just yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanos. It's definitely got to be Thanos. Thanos. Thanos beats up the Hulk. Not even that, but he took a full blast, face first from Black Bolt. That alone, like. I don't think Apocalypse could do that. Like, fucking X-Men defeat <laughs> Apocalypse. <laughs> All dismissive. Not, fucking not, X-Men. <laughs> not, not easily, of course, but I'm just like... Yeah. Apocalypse is just a... And plus, uh, uh, Thanos has fought Galactus. Yeah. Apocalypse is just weaker Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan, I've noticed through Instagram you have a tattoo. What is it? Um, this yep. is a tribal design. tattoo? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. On my The whole right side of my body. <laughs> It's a, it's a tribal design. It's nothing specific. It's cherry blossoms, a Japanese tribal. Um, I've never seen, I, I, oh, wait. Actually, no, I do know. Yeah, you do have a tattoo. Yeah. I was like, wait. What? I, I, I posted shirtless, shirtless pictures on my Instagram before. I was saying, no, I was like, I've never seen you shirt. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that observant. Well, uh, you and Michael should get matching blurred tattoos. What? <laughs> but oh, you should have I'm Tyrone. Not, I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> You should have Tyro Magnus as a guest. Uh, the energy from all three of you would be amazing. That actually would be a cool idea if I actually got Tyro Magnus to be on the podcast. Who is that? Uh, he's a big YouTuber. He does commentary reactions and stuff. You collabed with him with Kamarama Studios. We did. He was in the video we did for uh, the Dragon Ball Super video, the parody. Who was he? The the black guy. Oh, Jiren. I don't know. Did you, did you watch it? <laughs> I did, but uh, I don't know who he. I don't know who he is. Oh, yeah, so you're no. just saying he's a big YouTuber. He's got over like like over a million followers or subscribers. Apparently, I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah, like, apparently. <laughs> uh, next email comes from Oh, Jake the Snake. This is our Goblin Slayer porn guy. Remember that guy? Uh huh. <laughs> Watching Goblin he's Slayer. Like, on... I've seen and heard worse. Yeah, like bro. <laughs> 
uh, hey, 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 I do not watch goblin porn. <laughs> do you, though? <laughs> Thou doth protest too much. <laughs> Uh, I was on the site and so happened to see it. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. A likely, I just a likely happened story. To, yeah. It just happened to be on the site, you guys. All right. Were you on the site looking up? Because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't just show stuff randomly <laughs> unless you put it in, unless you either click a, a subcategory or a specifically searching for something. <laughs> I know how Pornhub works. <laughs> for science. Yeah, for science. <laughs> And what I meant by I've seen and heard worse. Oh, he's explained everything. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I will not have my good name Sully on this podcast. Uh, and what I meant by I've seen and heard worse is by watching and reading the news about how women are raped and killed. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, what I'm what like, comparison wait. is that? <laughs> yeah, you know what else? I'm, I also know about the Holocaust. I'm so, like, real, real life. Yeah, I'm never surprised about when people get murdered. I'm like, who cares? The Holocaust happened, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm like, I didn't even go that far. I at least compared it to entertainment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but anyway, do you have any theories or any ways on how the MCU could bring back the villains they killed? Uh, I don't think they will, to be honest. Like, the farther we get into the MCU timeline... I remember back before Infinity where people were speculating, like, how can Kill Killmonger come back? How can we bring back some of the villains? Yeah, I doubt they're going to bring back Iron Ironmonger. Yeah, they're not going to... I don't think they will. I think at, at the most, they're going to roll back to right before Infinity War happened if they fuck with timelines. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and how weird would that be? Just all of a sudden, in Black Panther, like, Killmonger's like, I'm still alive! <laughs> <laughs> They'll just be like, what the fuck? I mean... They won't even bring back Coulson. You know what I'm saying? No, not for not for the movies at yeah, least. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. They don't want to confuse the audiences. Uh, Captain Marvel, t- t- kinda. Even but not really. It's a flashback. Yeah, it's a flashback. Yeah. Um, and also well, that's all. That's all you get. So maybe if they do flashbacks, you got Killmonger flashback. Yeah, like with uh, what's his face? Uh, Ronan, Ronan the Accuser. Mm. So, see, I wish they didn't kill off Killmonger just because if they kept him around, he would have been a cool anti-hero. Or anti-villain. I don't know what we call that. But you know what I mean? Like a, a, a slight redemption arc. He teams up with Black Panther in the second movie. And they fight like Namor or something. Oh, maybe, in a thir- maybe in a third. I would say the third movie. Whatever. Like keep him in, keep him in prison in the second movie and have a scene with a scene with him. Yeah. Yeah. Post-credit scene. And then in the third movie. I think it's th- they got to team up. <laughs> they could probably still do that. Because they never really like showed a scene of like burying Killmonger's body. It was just that he felt like his body just fell over. So you, if you wanted to, I think you could like retcon that and be like, nah, 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 he was bleeding out, but we saved him. You know what I mean? I mean, you could, but that'd be kind of cheap. It'd be really <laughs> cheap. But I'm saying uh, they have a backdoor option if they really wanted to do it. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Like, oh shit, he didn't die. But yeah, considering Black Panther doesn't have like that many memorable rogues gallery of villains. I don't know any of them. They probably sh- they shouldn't have killed like Killmonger. Claw was like the only Kill- one. Yeah, <laughs> Killmonger and Claw like the the two major ones and uh Namor. Yeah. They're like the three major ones and he they basically basically killed two out of three. Yeah, basically. Um and also it's weird to think that Daredevil or Luke Cage or Punisher take place in the MCU cuz people will get decapitated with car doors when a bulletproof man is walking around and Tony Stark didn't try to come to him. <laughs> or the fact that Tony or Shield hasn't tried hunting Kingpin, or that Daredevil has run to Spider-Man. 
I mean, yeah, but that's just the issue with the Netflix Marvel series in general. They all just feel super disconnected from the yeah, MCU. Yeah, I mentioned point. that before. I was like, why has no Agent of Shield ever come to a Netflix? And I don't necessarily mean the characters from. It doesn't have to be the characters from the show. Just the just, organization. Yeah, just the organization. Yeah, and it wouldn't be that hard to do. You just have it for one scene. And same thing with like even the movie. I know like the real reason is they're run by two different like two different branches of Marvel. Yeah, that's the real reason. But like, you would think they would try to have synergy in some ways. Like, Infinity War would have been so easy just in one quick news article or news clip or whatever, just to be like, uh, heroes defend the streets. And you see, like, Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones just in, like, a clip in the background. You know what I mean? Just, just throw throw the fans a, b- a bone even that small and we would, like, go, like, oh, it's amazing. But they don't even do that. Nope. So it's so, I don't know. I, I've lost any kind of faith that we'll see any of the Netflix Marvel characters in the movies or vice versa. Um, yeah. Fucking Daredevil. Like there, was a, there wasn't even any references to anything in Daredevil really this, this season. Because supposedly all the Netflix shows take place before Infinity War. Yeah, I know. But I mean like, you know, even like the first season of Daredevil, like they don't even do the thing where it's like, oh, the green guy or like the, the god in the sky. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's no more references anymore. No. They're just like, fuck. Or the incident. Remember, that was a big thing. I mean, well, there are references in the set. Like, I think uh, Jessica Jones mentioned they, the little boy. He was like, do you know Captain America? Oh, I'm talking about Daredevil, though. Oh, Daredevil. Like, as we go along, we're getting that less and less and less. So it's like, it feels even more disconnected. Yeah, there, 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 yeah, there were no references. Yeah, they're like, fuck it, we give up. <laughs> uh, next email comes from Joshua Atkinson. Atkinson. Avengers Infinity War. I was really listening to your Avengers Infinity War review and how you guys were saying you don't think Doctor Strange could use his magic to have money in that scene where him and Wong were talking about the sandwich. In the comics, he says if he wants, he could have more money than Tony and Black Panther, but he said he has no use for money. But then again, Doctor Strange in the comics is really weird compared to the MCU kind of part. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the comics, though. Like, Doctor Strange in the comics is way more powerful than anything they showed in, in the show. Yeah. Like, in the show, all he really does is make magic weapons. Yeah. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure he could, well, like... Aside from that one, that one scene that we had in Infinity War, where I was like, this is what I wanted for his solo movie. <laughs> Makes you wonder, I'm like, why does he have more magic than the ancient one kind of showed? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like, the ancient one just had fans. Like, <laughs> uh, And he's not even the Sorcerer Supreme yet, so I'm like... Isn't he, though? I'm, well, they haven't, it, like, officially said it. Yeah, they haven't said it yet. I know at least by at least by the end of Doctor Strange one he wasn't the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, but I have to assume there was. I mean, there was a, a yeah, there was a time. There was a time skip, yeah. so it was like two years. So maybe I guess maybe he is now. Yeah. Also, it'd be amazing if Namor would be in Black Panther two. Oh, we were just talking about that. They have so much history and storyline in the comics. Yes, that would be cool. Kings versus Kings, Wakanda versus Atlantis. I think that's weird, and especially if you have if Aquaman's successful. Then it'd be like Marvel taking a jab at DC, like, yeah, you're fucking water Atlantis, dude. Our our character's better. <laughs> Part of me is like, would I want Namor for the second movie, or do I, would I want Doom for the second movie? I would rather you save Doom if we're gonna do Doom. And I'd rather Doom be introduced maybe, in a Fantastic maybe, Four movie. I was gonna say maybe introduce Doom. Well, no, that yeah. no, save Doom for Fantastic Four. Because I was a. Because part of me is like. But I don't know if it's been done all the, every time though having Doom As in the, the in the first Fantastic Four movie. It's true. 
Give me. I was like, mole man. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid like that. Oh, Doom got his powers just like he did with the Fantastic Four. It's like, no, we've been there, done that. Like, stop. Oh, I'm not that's, saying do that. I, I hope if Marvel, when they get the rights back, they're yeah, not going to do that. That's the thing I hate. Like and, and they even do that with certain Marvel movies. They they constantly connect the superhero to the villain, and they both get their powers or origins the same type of way. I'm like, I'm over that. It's because of Spider Man One. That kind of set that trend. Or Ant Man, or. Black Panther, or no, no, but I mean like Spider-Man One, the Tobey Maguire movie, because uh, yeah. they, they parallel Green Goblin, Peter Parker's origin. Uh huh. Not everybody does it. <laughs> That's how you do it in Hollywood. Our <laughs> uh, next email comes from Rashad German, Patreon for the win. Hey guys, Rashad, aka Meatball here. This is a five-star review. I'll leave my reviews here because iTunes hates me. Yeah, facts. Another great podcast. Just sign up for the Patreon, and I can't wait for you guys to get set up for YouTube. I need a new anime to watch, so I'm going to give Goblin Slayer a try. Hopefully, I'm not too traumatized. Uh, also, I want to say a big thank you to everyone in the podcast group chat for making me feel welcome. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thank you, Rashad. Hopefully, you enjoyed that BVS commentary episode that we did for Patreon. Quick question. What's up? For the Attack on Titan movie that's eventually coming, because mm. I just saw this picture. Chris Evans as Irwin. <laughs> think it'll work? Hell yeah. I'd be down for that. And it's, it's almost like he's just reprising his Captain America role, but for uh, the Titans universe. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Two more emails. First email comes from Kwesi Bonsu. I think that's an African name. I'm not sure. Uh, iTunes are shite. Hey, guys. I left an iTunes review ages ago, but as iTunes is the online equivalent of a potato, yeah, I didn't, it didn't show, so I'm resorting to emailing. Just want to let you guys know how much I love your show. The banter is top tier, and it's great to listen to a show where the hosts aren't scared to share their opinions, regardless of how controversial they may be. Haha. <laughs> Being an old blurred nearing 40 with a full-time job and four kids, I don't have time to listen to many podcasts, but when the time presents itself, you guys are my first, uh, first port of call. It's high praise. For real. Uh, thank you, Questy. Uh, big love to you both. Keep doing what you do, and if you ever find yourselves in the UK, then holla. And as always, go beyond plus ultra. Yours sincerely, Big Man KK from the United Kingdom. Yeah, we overseas up in here, Michael. Woo! <laughs> yeah, we got some, we got uh, don't we got some? Yeah, we, we got a few lend- yeah, listeners we got a overseas. Couple people from overseas. Yeah. Uh, PS National watch- Vision. Yeah. <laughs> PS Watch One Piece. No. <laughs> and our last email comes from Port Cartist. Uh, the Blurred Fam. Hey guys, been a while. Just writing in to commend you guys on a great job as always. I can feel the amount of love and also time that you guys on a weekly basis dump into the podcast. It shows. Simple things like reading emails and reviews on an air give such a personal touch to your podcast and allows the fans to feel like there's an open line of communication. It's such a great aspect that I hope you guys never change because a lot of other podcasts don't do that. The community that you've helped create through the podcast is amazing uh, and what we strive for as fellow nerds slash blurds. I personally got into the Instagram chat and the Discord chat maybe a month ago and was welcomed with open arms. It was great. I've enjoyed getting to know everyone through Discord and even when discussing usually tense topics, no one turns into keyboard warriors to put someone else down on their opinion. You guys helped create such a thing and I just wanted to make sure you knew that even the littlest things like having a podcast where you speak your opinions can sometimes blossom into a whole community following to support you guys and each other. Well, I don't want to go too long, but I wanted to share those thoughts with you guys. Keep up the great work and as always, continue going plus ultra. 
Oh, thanks, man. That's very sweet of you. And yeah, shout out to our, our little blurred community that we've created, our blurred vision community that we've created. Yeah, I'm actually going through the comment section right now. What, in the chat? In the chat. Wow. Thank, thank you for fucking just, you just told me you're, you're ignoring what I'm saying. I'm reading the email, and you're like, yeah, I'm just reading the fucking chat right now. I don't care what you're saying. I, did, I didn't say I was ignoring. I can multitask. No, you can't. <laughs> you I'm, I'm not you. Focus, Michael. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not you. Focus. <laughs> this is why you fucking fell asleep on me. My, my focus doesn't need focus. You fell asleep too, motherfucker. <laughs> you fell asleep longer. I woke you up. <laughs> so what? <laughs> but, like, if I didn't wake up to hit you up, you still be asleep. <laughs> Well, I'm Eraserhead, so... Okay. Uh, all right, but let's get Juan on the line here so we can jump into some topics this week. I want to start off talking about Overlord. Uh, this is Michael did he, watch, his... did he watch Overlord? That's a good question. Let me ask him right now. <laughs> yeah, Juan, I got you this week. I remembered my headphones. <laughs> Don't give me that look. <laughs> It was like the way you spin it to make it sound like somehow it was my fault. You didn't bring it, it up is, once it is. It's always it's always your fault. Oh, he's answering right now. Hold on. Nope. <laughs> no, he did not. So maybe we should talk about Overlord and then we'll call him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On that note, let's jump into this week's uh, movie review. Overlord. What's inside that church? What happens to those people? They have been given a purpose. How do you feel? I feel really good. Uh, holy Christ. What you doing me? Overlord. Or as I like to call it, Nazi Zombies the movie. But not many Nazi Zombies really like two or three Nazi zombies <laughs> and therein lies my issue with this movie. There were a couple. That's what I'm saying. Two or three. <laughs> there weren't many. It was like a handful of zombie, Nazi zombies but yeah, the trailer is kind of to me that's what kind of sold the trailer. The concept of the whole movie seemed to be Nazi zombies. Um, but for those that don't know the rating system here on Blurred Vision I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Ketchupon. Um, but yeah, Michael, this was. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to see this. I thought I originally I thought this was the um, the Cloverfield movie they were talking about. The they said I, I was this supposed I to think, be the Cloverfield I think it was, movie? I think it was going to be originally a Cloverfield movie, just like A Quiet Place was going to be Cloverfield, but then they decided. Eh. So the Cloverfield universe is really just like it's whatever we, they want it to be. <laughs> what, well, it's more like it's like a, the vulture of movies, or like or the vulture of franchises, where they'll they'll like they're they're what's the word I'm looking for? They're preying on like you know what's the phrase I'm looking for? I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, scavengers. They're like they're, they, they scavenge like other movies that like and just 
bring things into the franchise. Nothing's made to be a Cloverfield movie. Is that no. what I'm understanding about Cloverfield franchise? I guess except for Cloverfield Paradox. No, even no, that. No, I mean, not Clover, Cloverfield 1 and 2. <laughs> no! A freaking Tin Cloverfield Lane wasn't originally a Cloverfield movie either. Oh, what well, well, shit? What the fuck? What <laughs> is a Cloverfield movie? I think it's the first one. <laughs> and everything else is just like, eh, let's call it Cloverfield. <laughs> so fucking weird. All right. Yeah. Because if Cause they, I'm like, what is the what are the rules of this world? It's just, like I said, it's just whatever they wanted well, to be. Cloverfield Paradox literally made it to be anything. Like, because of the paradox effects, it can literally just be anything weird. You can call it a Cloverfield spinoff. So I guess, I guess it makes sense, but... It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> For what the rules they created, it makes sense, but the rules are, there are no rules. If it's weird, it's Cloverfield. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought this was that was this movie, and I don't know. I, what, what do you think about Cloverfield? Let's, let's give our non-spoilery <laughs> thoughts and then jump into spoilers, but I don't have much to say about this movie. Um... Other than the fact that I feel like I was disappointed by it, but that's just me. Yeah, I had a feeling based on your read when you was like, oh, I can't believe I watched Overlord this week. Yeah, and I just and, and, and this is before I saw it, so I was like, oh, it wasn't good? <laughs> I'm not going to say that it was a bad movie, but it, for me, I've seen so many zombie movies, it didn't live up to any of the expectations I had for uh, something with the premise of Nazi zombies. Like, it, it didn't feel enough like a war movie to me, and it didn't feel enough like a horror movie, aside from the fact that there were, like, this gore and, you know, horror elements. But, like, I wanted Nazi zombies. I wanted the survival horror aspects that I just didn't feel in this. But that's me. Wait, what, what did you think about it? <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie. Really? Yeah. Um, Going into the movie, like, I, I, I kind of feel like this is one of the rare movies that what you get from the trailer is pretty much exactly what the movie advertises. Bull fucking shit. The movie ever the, the trailer advertises Nazi zombies. You get well, I'm two talking about or three in terms zombies. of in terms of the tone of the movie and the tone and like cuz you know how some cer- certain trailers they advertise like one tone but then you watch the movie it's like it's nothing like I guess that's true. It's nothing like the trailer. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. And yeah, it was it was advertised as a as a zombie Nazi movie, and we didn't get a whole lot of zombies. But it was very no, I don't like it, very tropey. There's just so many tropes in it that I was just like I, I I predicted the ending of the movie as soon as they introduced a serum. I'm like yeah, it was like it was basically gonna... Resident Evil. Yeah, it really was. Yes, <laughs> for the most part. So no, there was nothing like groundbreaking in the movie, but. I I think I dialed into the characters, especially the main character, a lot, and that's what made me really like the movie. Generic nice black guy. I mean, he 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 was he was like the hero protagonist. Generic nice black guy. <laughs> if he was a white guy, I would say generic nice white guy because he just didn't have. Other than the character trait of him being like, oh, I don't like to kill things. Like other than that, what is he? He was just a guy. He was a guy that wanted to, you know, prove himself in the war, and no, he didn't. He didn't like to kill things, and he he, he just basically wanted to prove himself in a racist, racist yeah. time. I just like I like the actor, like the acting. I thought in the movie was pretty good. Yeah, and from all there was not for all the performances, there wasn't a weak performance. Really hardcore New York stereotype voice guy. <laughs> 
Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. I'm this. <laughs> yeah, like no, the ac- the accents, the accents weren't. weren't I'm, the, I'm the New York asshole over here. No, the accents weren't. The accents I'm weren't great. Like in. even even uh, what's his face? Uh, Ian DeCaster. Deca- De- uh, uh, why can't I think of his name? Fitz. When he's trying to do an American accent, I was like, okay, oh, I, poor hear, fits. <laughs> I hear I hear your accent slipping. But at, but overall, like this, the performances were still pretty good, even despite some of the accent problems. I still like the performances. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. In the very in the very beginning, though, like when they were just when they were just talking, like it, it was a little slow until the action really started to happen. Like there was a scene where he a parachute scene. That's all I'm really gonna say. Like that's when I really got into the movie. Like I in thought the, the way it was. I thought the way yeah. I thought the way that was shot. Like yeah, I, I actually wanted more. That was of that. pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it in Godzilla. Like <laughs> you know, I've I've, I've seen that kind of opening many a time of like we're parachuting in people were dying explosions no, but the way he did the way it was shot yeah i've never seen that done before i was hoping it would be more like that throughout the entire movie like like a, a a horror movie meets a war movie but i feel like it became very much like one group of people versus mad scientists toward the end in a haunted house kind of thing but that's what a lot a lot of movies like, cause the Nazis are like the the most baddest, biggest baddest of all villains in all of history. That's like the one group of people that pretty much everybody can agree that They're the villains just, of history yeah, yeah. are just evil. Yeah. So it is def- it's a definitely a trope to c- constantly go back to them. But I feel like if you like war movies, you would like this movie. And part of me was like. Mm. As I was watching, I was like, okay, I feel like Jordan. I, I I could probably see why Jordan didn't like this, but maybe I guess maybe it's a different reason. Because I was like, it's a lot of body horror in this movie, and no. you know, Jordan is a thing. <laughs> I was thinking about body horror. I mean, there's not really even more body invasion type stuff than. A but I was like, it's not movie. really body invasion. It was just yeah. body horror. I'm not. I'm not really like Gore doesn't really fuck me up that bad. Um, I mean, I don't know nothing in this movie really scared me. So like the the body horror aspect didn't really get to me. I was more rolling my eyes at all the tropes, so like the the horror tropes they had, like the generic villains, like they had like the German, like how many? Not, ma- not Mike, not Michael Shannon. <laughs> yeah, generic German Nazi guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've seen that character a million times, and then when he becomes like an evil zombie, whatever. I'm like, yep, I've seen this a million times too. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I still had, I still enjoyed it. Like there was nothing. And there's that no character there for for me. Like there wasn't enough character there for anybody like you said you like the characters or the you said the performances but i feel like the characters were paper thin like even the main character like the the connection he had with the the main female and the the first first, the fact that the main female even like she, she just coincidentally spoke english like oh i'm so glad we found the only woman in town that can speak perfect english <laughs> But like everybody, like I the, mean, but that's what most movies do. Like York the movies accent. take place in ancient, ancient Arabic times, and they all speak English. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just picking fun <laughs> at it. But like all the characters seem like they were just one note tropes, and I, you never spent enough time with them, any of the characters, to really get a bead on who they really were. And like for me, a horror movie lives and dies on the characters, and like uh, the premise is great, but the characters have to carry the movie for me to care when they die. And I didn't care about anybody really. Most people I care about was Fitz, only because I know him from Aces of Shield. <laughs> but even he, like, by and you see it in the trailer, he becomes a zombie. 
So like by the time he becomes a zombie, I'm like, I didn't even really other than him just being a nice medic or not a medic, he was a, a nice photographer, a war photographer. Like I just there's nothing to his character. He was just a guy. Well, he was talking about his uh his dreams of like Oh no, that was the other guy that wanted to make the right. That the, was a good scene. Write the book because I didn't expect it. No, I happened. didn't expect that at all. Yes, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but see, I like the be- I think I like the beginning of the movie more than I like where the movie went. So the very beginning, like you're saying, I liked. Where I started to not like the movies once they got into the the Nazi occult stuff, because I felt like they didn't do enough with what the material they had. Well, see, that's when I that's when I started to like it even more, because. Yeah. I, I I feel like this movie wasn't trying to be anything more than just a beat, like a, a regular B movie. And so... Well, mission accomplished then. <laughs> so, I mean, with that, like, it was just a... It was just like a popcorn, a popcorn Nazi zombie flick that if you like war movies, if you like horror movies, I feel like this is this movie was... Have you ever seen um, uh, Dog Soldiers? Never heard of it. So I think like, I've just watched a, like way more survival horror movies than you. Maybe that's why like this movie is just like I've seen other movies do this concept better. Dog Soldiers is a this is slightly older British horror movie, but like, I saw it in the Sci-Fi Channel first of all things. <laughs> um, but it's about a group of soldiers, trained professionals who um, are in the in a forest and they get attacked by a, a werewolf, and it becomes soldiers versus werewolves in the middle of a foreign country and same kind of thing they find a woman they randomly meet a woman go back to her cabin and they kind of like they they hold out for the night in the cabin with the, a bunch of werewolves um closing in their position so it's a basically a night a night of survival between soldiers versus a group of werewolves um and that movie is what i wanted this movie to be because very much after the halfway point it very much becomes like soldiers barricading themselves within a house and fighting to survive against a group of unknown supernatural monsters. And I thought this movie was going to do that, but it never really did. Like it, it killed off a lot of its characters really quickly. And then by the time you get down to the main few, the last mission I thought was just so generic. I'm like, I've seen this a thousand, a thousand times. Yeah. Like I said, you've seen it before, but I had fun with what they did. Cause like, again, I liked, I liked the, 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 uh, What's his name? Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, I'm sure. The the main the, the 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 corporal the corporal guy and then the lead the lead black guy. Uh, the the black guy dies. Is that spoiler? <laughs> it is. Uh, is it though? The black guy dies. How often does that happen in a fucking horror movie? <laughs> uh, you mean the, the the commanding officer that was in the plane? No, 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 no. I was talking about him. I was talking about the lead black guy and then Kurt Russell's son. The the Oh, the, the the bomb expert. The secondary main character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just trash. I'm sorry. Like, I've just seen, like, even what he does toward the end of the movie, I, I call that happening the second they introduce the concept of this is a vial of, of zombie juice. Like, I've seen it done so many times in, in horror movies like this. So I'm like, well, either the black guy or he is going to do something with that at the end. And... Exactly, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was fun. The way, okay. like the way it was the movie, the way the movie was shot, and then the score, I think, is what helped. Like, like I said, there was nothing groundbreaking or not predictable about the movie, mm. but you could still do a predictable movie and make it fun. 
And I think the the director took a very predictable script and shot it in a way that it was still fun. And that's why I enjoyed it. Uh, okay, so what'd you rate it? I give it more than passable. You give it more than passable? Mm-hmm. You basic bitch. <laughs> Am I though? Watch more horror movies. Like I, honestly, I would like to know what your opinion is on Doc Soldiers. Wait, let me double check that name. Make sure I actually got it right. Um, you assume I haven't watched any horror movies just because you named one movie. But I feel like you don't watch a lot of survival horror movies like this. Because like I, while I was eye rolling a lot of the tropes, I feel like you enjoy them despite them being tropes. But I feel like this movie. Like, I knew they were tropes, but I still enjoyed it. But I feel like this movie was executed, but not elevated. Like, you you seem like you're content with how they kind of executed this premise. But I, since I've seen this premise done so many times before and done better, I feel like this movie was just, like, it was passable. I give it a high passable if you're a fan of, like, blood and gore, because they have lots of that. But it's... I mean, I mean, what's the Rotten Tomato score in this movie? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know either, actually. That's a good question. Look it up. Oh, yeah, I was right. It was a 2002 movie called Dog Soldiers. So I would actually recommend that movie for those that have seen set at 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes actually gave Dog Soldiers a 79%. So right now, in terms of rating, it looks like Overlord's a little bit higher. But I would argue that Dog Soldiers is a much better version of this movie. Except without Nazi zombies, you have Eastern European werewolves. (laughs) And you like that since you like fucking supernatural shit. It's like the 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 practical effects in that are really good too, for the time. Again, it's two thousand two movie. Um, but yeah, I give it a high passable. Uh, you want to talk spoilers? Is there anything you want to talk about specifically? Uh yeah the the scene where the 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 writer he died in that mine explosion. Yes, I like that because it fucked with my expectations. Yeah, that caught me off guard. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and he was actually, like, the the one scene he had, he seemed very likable. So I was like, fuck, you killed him off too fast, I think. Like, this scene would have been better if it happened later. Like, the same setup, just do it later. (laughs) But I I don't know. I guess, like you mentioned, it's to set up an expectation. Kind of like, almost kind of, almost, not, but not really. Not, definitely not really. But I don't want to compare it. But still, it's the only comparison I can think of. Kind of like Goblin Slayer. Well, you set up an expectation in the first episode, and then once you get later in the movie, so you don't know what you don't know what to expect going, you know, going through the movie. I didn't feel that way, but you just said that. <laughs> you just said it, it but check. I didn't. That didn't affect how I like I, again. I, I told you I predicted how the movie was going to end. <laughs> like once they introduced that vial, I right away knew like, oh, either the black guy or the or the main white guy is going to sacrifice themselves by injecting themselves with that thing and holding off because it gave them superpowers. Like, they weren't just zombies. They were, like, superpower zombies. So, like, one of them is going to take it and probably hold the line it was, against it was, the It's definitely, like, more Resident Evil-type zombies. Yeah, and but there aren't many. There's only, like, two or three in the whole movie. Well, two or three main ones, but I remember at the end, he released all those... And they all, but they all blew up instantly. Yeah, for the most part. So no, it's only two or three that we actually see and are involved in the plot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that scene. Yeah, fuck my expectations. But I wasn't sitting there going like, oh, I have no idea now what to expect. I was like, oh, that was a cool scene. And now we're getting to very tropey shit. Okay. Yep. All right. Survival horror now. No. Okay. Well, guess we're just gonna sit here and wait for more shit to happen. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I wanted that survival horror aspect to the movie, but it never got there for me. So you didn't like the scene where the uh, girl was being chased by that little zombie creature? It was all right. It was just 
it was a good, it was a pretty good scene, I guess. <laughs> it wasn't like amazing. Like you're, you're asking me that. I as thought if that I was, was like, an intense. Holy shit! I thought it was an intense scene. Really? Yeah. To me, it felt like the monster was like underpowered. I'm like, is this you? This one thing, like the way it was running after, like it would stop. Like look around. <laughs> yeah, it was like jerking. Yeah, I mean, I like that. It made it look weird. But again, like again, I've seen it before, but I still liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess because I've seen it before, it just didn't resonate with me. Like I didn't do anything novel with that, and nothing happened. Like I don't know, I, I've seen that same scene happen in Split. Like you know what I'm saying? Like forget even like like monster movies. I've seen that happen in a million times in movies. So I was like, yes, okay. But it was shot differently than Split. How so? Just because he he moved weird. No, I'm just saying like the cinematography is different. What the the fuck? Split. That's what made that's what that's that that's what made that's what I said. You could take movies and make them tropes, but depend but depending on how you direct it, like I thought the directing for this movie I was pretty good. It was executed competently, but like we've said before, like there's a difference between executing something and elevating it. And there was never a point in this movie that it felt like it was elevated beyond the basic premise of what it was. Like you, you, call it, you kind of called it yourself. You said it was like a B-horror movie. And I feel like there was never a moment where it became like, either you're a B-horror movie that's just kind of like, eh, all right, it's pretty good, and you forget about it in a week, or it's a B-horror movie where it's like hilarious, where it's like they used to do something that's like, that is some schlocky shit, but it's memorable as fuck. Like a fucking, um, like a Sharknado kind of shit. You know what I mean? But oh. this movie just, I feel like I'm not going to remember it in a week I barely remember it now and I saw it Thursday like <laughs> I'm trying to remember like scenes that I really enjoy but like we, I think we just kind of talked about all the major scenes in it that were enjoyable I mean the last stand where he fights the Nazi guy and where he where he got impaled on that hook that was kind of intense but like I didn't really like I was like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> look like I said I feel like, like, cause, cause, no, this movie didn't elevate the trope, but at the same time, there are a lot of movies that are that that take the same premise or or a different type of, or a different type of premise and they're not good. Oh so, yeah, for sure. So my point is the fact and and you and you even gave it a pat high passable, so that yeah, means I, you I had you had some type of enjoyment. But oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like the way you're making it sound like because it didn't really elevate it. There's no point. The movie was just like, no, there's no point of seeing it. Like it was a good time. That's so that's ultimately what I go into the movie saying. If you want to have a good time, the movie's enjoyable. I'm not saying it's going to, you know, you're going to be like, Oh, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> it's not going to be infinity war. <laughs> I'm not going to say infinity the fact, war. But you go to the movies that have a good time. So I had a good time. So that's really, yeah, it was all right. Like I'm not, I'm not bashing it. I'm not being like, oh, this is fucking terrible. I hate the movie so much. It was trash. And if you liked it, you're trash for liking it. <laughs> it's like I'm just saying. Like for me, I've seen a lot of movies do the same kind of thing better. So like I wouldn't recommend. Like if you were to ask me, we recommend Overlord to somebody. I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, eh, if you want to see a survival horror movie with zombies in it, I can recommend a bunch of other movies. Uh, Train to Busan. See that. If you haven't seen a zombie movie yet, see that. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not like I, I hate this movie. It's just that I, I know. They're better. I just recommended a 2002 horror movie that I think is better. So you know what I'm saying? Like if if I can go back that far and be like, "Yo, Dog Soldiers did better, bruh." Like I can't be enthusiastic about my recommendation for this movie because I don't really recommend it. I just think you know if you if you if you like it, I'd recommend it. it. 
over over things or just if you are interested in it? Just in general. Yeah. yeah. If you're interested, check it out. But there are just better options out there if you want to see a, a supernatural zombie movie. I mean, of course. It's a weird balance because it's not even like there was... There's a scene where he walks through the the haunted horror house, basically, where he literally he does like a literally a walkthrough of all the scary places in the lab. So you see like all the the bodies cut up and like some are body parts still alive, and it's like a horror a horror mansion. You're just walking through a horror mansion, um, like that was a horror scene, that was kind of you know unsettling, I guess. But like, it was a weird balance between. A war movie and a horror movie, and there were times where I'm I like, feel like this movie was more war than it was. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to because it's just like when I think back to the horror scenes, there weren't that many. You know what I mean? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? That's what I just said. It was more of a war movie than it was a horror movie. Yeah, but I didn't necessarily have a problem with that because I also like war movies. So maybe I, I, I don't really. Like, I'm not a huge war movie guy, so maybe that's why I didn't dial into it as much I don't know but I have heard people that liked it it's not like I, you're like the only person I've heard that enjoyed it I've, people actually told me that they liked it so you know and again I don't hate it I feel like I'm coming off more uh, negative than I actually am <laughs> like I'm getting a high it's pass it's cause he's sleepy guys yeah <laughs> sleepy Jordan is negative Jordan <laughs> so you're so negative overlord is trash if you like it you're trash too <laughs> nah but yeah, like every review I've seen, like Jeremy John, Screen Junkie, Smoge, actually, Jeremy Collider. Actually, Jeremy does the same thing. Uh, there, he, he actually, in his review, he warned people that if you are expecting zombies, don't. <laughs> but, if you're pa- but if you get past that, you'd like the movie. Yeah. But see, I'm, I'm in it for the zombies. Like, that's what sold me. Like, that's what sold me in the trailers. And I thought we would get more of that, but it wasn't really about that. I don't know. Is there anything we'll talk about? In so the everybody, movie? Jordan's trash. Go see the movie. Nah. <laughs> I don't think it's worth a recommendation. See Dog Soldiers. Watch Train to Busan. Those are both way better movies. You can see those and see Overlord. <laughs> and not spend 50, but, but Overlord has spent $15. That's the difference. I mean, you might have to, well, some people don't, you might have to pay to see those other movies. Isn't Train to Busan on Netflix? No. I don't think so. I thought it was. Well, maybe it's not. I don't know. Internet. Uh, <laughs> the uh, power of the internet, people. <laughs> some people don't do that. Well, again, there there are better horror movies. I mean, I think it used to be on Netflix. I think they took. I don't know. I would have to. I, I don't want to say yes, and, and then it is or no. I want to say it used. It was. I don't know if it still is, but it was. And Dog Soldiers. Because I know, like, like Snowpiercer was was on Netflix, and then they took it off. So I don't know. I think they t- might have taken it off. Hmm. Mm. Okay, well, if you had nothing else to add, anything else in the movie that you want to talk about, there wasn't that much, like even the characters. Like, it was main black guy, almost main white guy, and then hey, bada bing, bada boom, I'm the New Yorker over here. <laughs> That's all I remember about the characters in that movie. <laughs> uh, nothing. 
Okay. I just want to see because you, you love the movie so much. So you recommend it to people. So I want to make sure that you get your say. First of all, I didn't even say you make it sound like I gave it a perfect vision. You said it was, it was a good I movie. That you yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm... <laughs> so I'm just making sure that all of your favorite parts. But no, you're, you're overinflating my love of the movie. <laughs> Wait, so I'm overinflating my negativity. Because I didn't give it a. I'm I, overinflating your Because you said, oh, you love the movie so much. I love Infinity War so much. But I uh, said I enjoyed this movie. So maybe you should recommend something. I didn't say did. I love this movie. I said I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but I think what we both really enjoyed. Actually, I don't even know if that's true. I really enjoyed this. But we're going to talk about Castlevania next. But first, we're going to get Juan on the line. Because Juan did see it, right? Uh, you asking me? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go again. Let me ask one. <laughs> I assume he has. Everybody's seen Castlevania 2 at this point. People were like fucking going crazy about it. Like, oh, Castlevania. Oh, I can't wait for the third season. <laughs> so right. I have to assume he watched the whole thing. Yeah, it was only eight episodes, 25 minutes each. It's it pretty fast mean, watch. I mean, he watched it. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Oh, he's only seen some. So, so that's no. Like- wow, Juan. <laughs> we did this podcast for you. <laughs> I'm mean, NPC. Should we? I don't know. Cause no, let's let's talk about without him then. Cause I I want to talk spoilers. Okay. And we can't talk spoilers if somebody hasn't seen it at all. <laughs> he said, "I'm sorry, lol. It's okay, Juan. We're gonna call you afterwards." <laughs> and then we're gonna move on to the next thing. And be like, "Have you? Has Juan seen that? No, I didn't watch it. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> we're news. It's like, all right, well, call Juan now. <laughs> Not all topics are over." But yeah, let's talk about uh, Castlevania Season 2. Let's give our full review on that. My generals, in killing my wife, Please. humanity has proven to me that they don't deserve the Earth. We will scour them off the land. My father, he's gone mad. And now he's going to destroy the world. Human scheme and betray. They all must die. Imagine it. A world without humans. Under endless night. My God. Dracula has to be destroyed. We can't fail. But yeah, we gave our first impressions. I had seen the first two or three episodes. You had seen the first four, I think you said? No, I saw the first three. Oh, the first three. Okay, so I, I saw, saw the first two, and you saw the first three. Mm-hmm. And our, I think our ratings were both passable, weren't they? I feel like it may be high passable at most, but I feel like we're both in the I think, passable no, I range. I think we're both passable. Yeah. Um, if you want to hear our non-spoiler review for Castlevania 2 for our first impressions, um, go back and listen to that podcast. I think it was like two episodes ago. Let's real quick just give a quick non-spoiler like update on how we feel about season two overall now that we finished the season. Um, and then we'll jump into spoilers about anything we talk about in the series. So I do want to talk about some stuff that happened toward the end that are very spoilery. Uh, so yeah, like, I just kind of, I'm not going to bury the lead. I kind of just already said that I felt like I went from going, meh, whatever to the season to by the end. I was like, oh, that's why people say they love this season so much. <laughs> There are a lot of things that happen toward the back half that make me appreciate the setup in the beginning 
of the first half. And I feel like the beginning of season two is slow. Literally not until the, after the halfway point, the main character is sitting in the library reading books. That is literally what the main characters are doing for majority of the season. Uh-huh. Um, but that's all just character development and a slow burn for understanding, I think, the villains of the series. And I, I use villains in quotes because now more than ever, they characterize Dracula as someone who is to be who you should be sympathetic towards. Um, yeah, just like just like Infinity War was Thanos' movie, this season was Dracula's season. Yeah, and about halfway to the series, I was like, Cause I feel like we're spending more time with the yeah, villains and with the main characters. We, we didn't see Trevor, uh, Alucard, and what's the other girl? Starts with an S. S. Oh, Cypher? Cypher. Cypher? Cypher. Is it Cypher? Yeah, I think it's Cypher. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we didn't see them really at all that much this this season. Um, not until the, toward the end. Yeah. Like, like, the first half was a lot of them doing research and talking to each other. And, but it was good because, like, you know, at the end of the last season, they introduced Alucard, but we didn't really see their dynamic as a group until this season. So having that time, I think, in the first four or five episodes, of just seeing them talk and interact um, made you care about them as characters so that when the finale happens, it has the most emotional um, impact. Mm-hmm. So by the time we get to the end... They do some stuff. I was like, yo, the core. Yo, Cypher? She's a fucking. She might as well be Korra. She's a fucking avatar, dude. Better. <laughs> Bro, the shit she was doing with Ice at the end, the the the, cor- the the action choreography in the second to last episode, uh-huh. where they have like the big battle scenes. Like, even the avatar didn't do that. That's Bro, why I said she's better. It was fucking badass. The stuff with Dracula and Alucard at the end. Bro, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry, but I I was uh, it wasn't perfect vision then. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> um, but I didn't, I didn't cry. But damn, I didn't think I was gonna get as emotional like as I did toward the end of the season. Um, and kudos to how they developed those those two human characters uh, that we talked about last time the the ex black slave and the necromancer guy. Uh-huh. Um, yo, you need a friend as loyal. As that black slave character. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot his name. I don't remember his name. Isaac. Remember that name. Because Isaac is... Isaac is friendship goals. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are still my friend. Like, their conversations were fucking beautiful. I, I love that. Like, I would die for you. Yes. I'm yeah. like, yo! This is... The true romance is Isaac <laughs> and Dracula. I shipped them. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I... The character that I toward the end of the the season, I I fucking loved. I dialed so deep into it, and for me to be so like whatever toward the season at the beginning, and be so like wow, this really turned around for me at the end. Kudos to the writing. That's really what I think what was the strength of the series, and and the action choreography at the end too. Um, so I, I forgive the stiffness and animation we kind of talked about before, because when they kick up to eleven for the action scenes. You can see us where the budget was going. Uh-huh. Um, and to me, I actually got used to the monotone, kind of dull acting, as I think I might have referred to it in the first. No, half. I said I said the same thing. It felt dull, right? Yeah. But I got I got I got into it. I started to actually feel for the character. I started to understand where they're coming from. So by the end, their dull conversations are actually were very meaningful, and I, and I, I loved it. Um, so I actually give it. Whew, I'm right on the edge. Of a perfect vision. I'm like high more than passable. <sighs> Fuck. I'm gonna give it the perfect vision. I'm gonna give it to it. It's it's really close. But it just scrapes by. That ending was fucking good. 
like I I don't know how the series can proceed without a certain character. Uh but I know it was renewed for season three already, right? Yes. So I am interested. I will be there to see it. And yeah, this broke the the, the curse of like bad video game adaptations for sure. Um, Funny enough, it had to take an animation <laughs> to yeah, do it. Like yeah. it can't be live action. No, that's still impossible. <laughs> but yeah, definitively better than season one as well. Like it, it took everything that was like the foundation of season one and built on it. And I think paid off a lot of its its storylines in really satisfying ways. So, how'd you feel about it? Funny enough, <laughs> I, funny enough, I agree with everything you said, but I wouldn't give it nothing more than a high passable, only because... Wow, high passable? Only because... Get the fuck out. No. You just, you just took the dick of Overlord, and you didn't, you didn't give this a high passable? Oh, let, me finish, let me finish what I was saying. All right, let's finish. Only, only because, or uh, maybe a low more than passable, only because... Damn. It, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't until the end that I really started to care. So like but all, all that, that stuff built up to that. I get it, but all that stuff in the beginning, I like I felt like it was a chore just watching each episode just to get to that. And I don't mean like the very last episode, but like the last like two episodes. That's when I was really like, okay, now I'm feeling this show. But because I had to get through seven hours or, or seven no, hours I mean, not seven hours not seven hours uh, it was only a, it was only a half an hour like half an hour hours. yeah so because i had to get through seven episodes just to get to that point where i was like okay now i'm feeling this show really i can't really give it i was feeling it by like episode three and i feel like mm. i almost want to go back and remember re- i saw episode three when i talked about it last week and i was like wait i mean yeah. four then i might mean four so yeah it wasn't until like episode like Maybe maybe six. Hold on, I don't even remember what happened in six. Seven was the big so I, episode. Eight was like the epilogue kind of thing. So episode six then. So it wasn't until episode six that I was just like, now I'm feeling the show. Then episode seven, where I was like, oh, oh, this is great. And then episode eight, the, the show was over. So it wasn't until I got to those last couple episodes that I started to get into it. So because I had to get to that, like it was like it, it was just a chore to get to those episodes. So because of that, I can't rate it. Wow. See, I think I actually at the end of watching it, I almost because I should yeah because I shouldn't feel like it was a ch- it was a chore to watch watch the show. I said I don't feel like it was a chore. To me, I, I like, felt like it was a chore. I feel like the first couple episodes were a little slow. They were a little dull, and like in a vacuum, like and isolated those. You know, that's why I gave it a passable. But then, especially with hindsight, like after I finished the series, I actually wanted to go back and watch the first couple episodes again to see if I appreciated them more, knowing where it was going, because like that was all character development it was all setting up for those payoffs so when you get to episode seven you you're dialed in emotionally to almost every character even the characters i thought were like just straight up villains or like problematic like like isaac like isaac kicked up i think it was episode four where he had like a, a conversation with Godbrand, one of the main vampires and then some shit happens and i was like bruh isaac loyalty 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 <laughs> like i don't know like i I appreciated the what they did with a lot of the characters, and, and the, you need those setup episodes to understand who they were and put all the pieces in place before you got to that ending. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a chore because I was, I was invested even from episode like three or four. I was interested. I wasn't invested. Hmm. Hmm. So you give it a what? I'll say because yeah, that last I would say a little more than passable. That last episode, like se- episode seven. I mean, eight was good. That was the last episode, but seven was. Yeah, seven, seven. Episode seven alone, I would give a, per- a perfect vision. Yeah, 
but it took to episode seven to get to that. You disgust me. You over here sucking the dick of Overlord. Are you going to think of Castlevania Perfect Vision? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understood why people were like hyping it. Cause I, I remember how we were like, people were like love this season that much? Like, I don't get it. By the time we get to the end, I was like, oh, now I get it. And, it, and again, it's a testament to you end strong. The last impression that you leave people with strong. So I forgave a lot of that, those, the slowness in the beginning for where it ended up. Um, but yeah, you want to talk about spoilers? Just jump right into it. Yeah. Um, bro, that fucking ending. Before, all right, before we get there though. Yeah, a lot of the season was dedicated to them being in that library and doing research and all that stuff because I was boring as fuck. Or Dracula just sitting and having conversations yeah, with about how he's bored and how he doesn't want to do anything. He has no motivation. He yeah. doesn't care about anything anymore. He just wants everybody dead. But that all that being set up for you understanding, and at the end they do explain, like, um, Alakar Strout says it, that he was looking for a way to die. Yeah. That's all this was. And you could say in his, like, his indifference and his, like, lackadaisical nature you, that's literally him begging for help like he's just like i don't care whatever it takes to kill all the humans and like they do such a good job of making you feel for him and he he is like Thanos, where he's literally trying to wipe out all of humanity he's trying to commit the most massive genocide possible but fuck if i wasn't team dracula <laughs> like yeah. i totally was it's up until the very end and i also kind of feel like this season not necessarily erased but it got rid of a lot of the stuff from the first season. Like, like what? For example, like we're, the church, that church didn't even really come into play except for that first episode. Um, Remember the asshole preacher or whatever? Well, then they the bring it up. Priest? Even at the end, they talk about like one of the things they still have to do after the end of the series is um, fix the corrupt, corrupt nature of the church. And even the priest, like they zombi- the necromancer brought him back to do that holy, holy water blessing thing to kill off all of Dracula's forces. That was the same. I thought that was a different. No, I think it was the same priest. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that that whole subplot of like the vampire civil war with what was her name Camilla, the the vampire chick. Yeah, Camille, Camilla. Can't Cam- trust these hoes. <laughs> Can't trust these evil vampires hoes. Um, I mean it was interesting because I was like at one point I'm like, yo, Jack has got like a giant army of vampires and like, yeah, Alucard is his son. But you've seen Belmont and the girl struggle with like normal monsters before. So I'm like, how the fuck are they going to fight all these vampires? But then basically the vampires fight themselves. Like this is like a civil war breaks out between Camilla's forces and Dracula's. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole turnaround, that was, was interesting. That It felt like Game of thrones in And how um, she, she basically played like a, a Cersei character and turned people close to Dracula against him. Namely, the Necromancer guy. Um, forge, yeah. forge master. Yeah, the forge master. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was interesting. And, and then, then by she the turned time, against him. <laughs> yeah, fucking fucking bitch. Can't trust these hoes. <laughs> um, but when you get into that last scene, like yeah, they're in the library the entire season. But then by the time you get to the scene where they're ready to take on Dracula and his forces, and they show up in his castle, like I was, it felt like it went from oh, this is like dark and dreary and like a, a character study almost kind of show. To they became the Avengers of supernatural shit. <laughs> this is awesome. When, I mean, he, when he walks in, he's like, "How can you defeat me? Like you, you could defeat me before, like before I was alone." And then Belmont and the girl like walk out from behind him, and there's like, three of them in a row. That reminded, like, me, oh! that reminded me of Sense Eight. Oh, that, oh, scene, that, scene. that scene in season two. Yeah, 
Actually, yeah. it was, I, I don't know, the, the theme song, I don't know if that was the Castlevania theme song or something, but the, the song they were playing when they were fighting all of the vampire forces together, I was hyped as a motherfucker. The shit that she was doing, to, like using icicles as projectiles, turning it into like this long ice sheet that the fucking vampire had to run across, and then flipping it yeah, to, make, like, a, it. to yeah. cut him in half. Like, I was like, bro, this bitch is badass. Was she that powerful season one? I don't think she was. I don't think she was. <laughs> that shit was all awesome. Those, all those books. I, uh, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I want to see her fight Willow. See who, <laughs> who would win in a fight. That shit was dope, man. Dark Willow or uh, Cypher. Fucking Belmont was like fucking whip blowing up vampires when it was like slashing them. Fucking uh, Alucard. Not even the most fucking gangster shit possible. Not even holding a sword. Just psychically having it hit people while he's like maneuvering yeah, around his them. sword is like Mjolnir. That shit was awesome. <laughs> and then when you get to the final fight between Alucard and Jack, that shit got emotional. Like that last scene where he ends up, like they end up fighting to the point where they're in Alucard's old room. Uh-huh. And that snaps Dracula out of it. Out of bloodlust because yeah. his eyes were like completely red and glazed over. But that fight was fucking amazing. The entire battle between the three of them and Dracula. That shit was awesome, man. Yeah, Dracula was fucking them up. He was, and at one point it was a legit Dragon Ball Z struggle where he shoots a giant like lava meteor thing and they all three of them push it back. I'm like, oh, it's Kamehameha Bless. <laughs> um, but yeah, that moment where like he breaks down in that room and he's like, I'm killing our boy. Like the the last thing I got from my wife. Like he's talking to her. He's like, the, the, your greatest gift to me. And I, I'm killing, I'm killing him. Like, I don't know. I, that broke me up. Like, I felt that. I was like, oh, oh Dracula. You felt it so much, you just spat on me. <laughs> I, was like, I felt that shit. I was like, oh, oh Dracula, no. Um, yeah, and the tragedy of Alucard. Like, you could tell he didn't want to do it. He's like, oh, you're not going to kill me. Like, you didn't do it before. Like, you're not going to kill me now. And he knows his father is basically just going to commit suicide. And he's like, yo, man. Like, you died when she died. And he has a realization in that moment, like, yeah, I did die, didn't I? And he allows himself to be killed by Alucard. That's that's when Kingston's that shit, when you don't even get beat. Because he was whooping that ass. He was whooping his ass. (laughs) (laughs) He allows himself to get beat. I was like, oh, no. And it was a great scene how they did it. He, like, pushes it in. And you can tell, like, almost on the brink of tears. And he pushes it in all the way. And then he dies. And at the end, the last scene is Alcar sitting in that chair, like seeing the ghost of his father in the in the in the in the uh, the castle. That's all I was like. And do the you ghost think of his, do- his ghost of his mother? I was like, do you think Dracula's like actually dead? Dead? I'm like, I don't think so. Just like Buffy staked Dracula two times and he was still alive. I would hope he's not, just because like, I mean, they did set up things where it's like, okay, Isaac is positioned to be. A villain now since I guess his sword can create monsters. I didn't even know that. I mean, he was always a villain. Well, like the main villain. Like he's like he's making his well, own I, army. I now. feel like Camille's gonna be the main. I think she's the main main, but there, he's also a main villain now. Like he was an underling, but now he's like making his own army. And then Camilla, that yeah, she's got her own. But no, we've seen, we've seen we've seen that with the other guy because they are both Forge Masters. When he created, when he was in his uh, office creating demons or whatever the fuck. I knew the ne- I knew the guy was a necromancer and can resurrect things, but was I, was that the first time Isaac actually used his power to make monsters? That was the first time. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't I didn't know what his his work was. He kept talking about his work, but never really saw what it was until the end. Um. And yeah. But again, these are like at least not Camilla, but for Isaac, I'm like, yeah, fuck humanity. I'm so if you're gonna have a character, a human character that wants humanity to die, yes, make it be an ex-slave. 
he has every reason to be like fuck people. Even how he was treated by that random group of thugs that approached yeah, him at the he, end. He's the Magneto of this world. Yeah. And he's really interesting. The way he killed Godbrand for not being loyal with his fucking crazy whip thing. That shit was like, damn, son. I'm like, you're, you're a human. You killed like, one of the main vampires. I didn't expect all, that. He took all that guy's face at the end oh, with dude, that whip thing. Fucking badass, though. But yeah, like, you know, you got, you got all these other villains kind of set up now. But I don't know, like... Dracula wasn't just a villain, he was just a compelling character. Like that, the way he went out at the end was like legit sad. And the last moments with Alucard where he just starts crying in that chair. Like, and that's how the show ends. <laughs> him just crying. Yeah, him crying. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then they so... fade, fade to credits. <laughs> yes, I'm like, this is so sad. Oh my God, this is how Infinity War is going to end. <laughs> Captain America. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know, I, I know, but I felt it. And like, I, for, for me feeling like they were, very shallow and very dull characters in the beginning for me to actually feel for them toward the end and just conversations really like the conversation that um Sypha had with Trevor about Alucard and how yeah they're man children yeah uh Trevor he's sad and he masks it with like his indifference but Alucard he can she can feel like the emptiness like he's, he's like a cold spot in the room that's how like empty he feels you know, I mean, and that's they, sad. And they, they also from... mentioned that fact that he's really a teenager because he, he grew up fast. Yeah, he grew up. He he literally aged faster. Yeah, which makes sense because I was like, I'm trying to do the math. I'm like, when did he have time to grow up? To, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> between the time that they got married and like, where was Alucard when his mother was killed? She was just out doing doctory stuff. I guess. Fucking bring bring some kind of vampire. He's, he's probably traveling with his father. Bring some vampire security, girl. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have some kind of fucking protection. I mean, I'm pretty sure she had weapons or whatever that she just probably didn't want to use. Clearly didn't work. <laughs> no, because she probably didn't want to use it. I'm sure she wanted to. She, I don't know. I mean, she was obviously like a, a very big-hearted woman. She, I mean, she was being dragged to her death. She was begging them not to, not for herself, no, but, but for, for them. them. I was like, don't do it. He's gonna kill all you bitches. Yeah, I can't promise your safety if you kill me. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. I think Dracula as a character is what made me love the show a lot. Because when you're rooting for the main villain not to be killed at the end, that takes some powerful writing. Because it was genuine. I, I genuinely was on Team Dracula. I did not want him to die. I knew there couldn't be redemption just because he had done so much fucked up shit already. But I don't know. I, I wanted at least a little bit of a happy ending for him and Alucard, but there, there really wasn't. It was just like, wow, I'm, I'm a horrible person, aren't I? All right, kill me. Like, oh, man, it's like putting down a dog. <laughs> like, it's sad. It's your father. Now he's one with the force, with the force ghosts. <laughs> um, was there anything else you want to talk about? Um, oh, I was, I was happy that they didn't fall back on the trope of like, oh, I thought Trevor and the girl were going to get together. They just end up being I friends. Mean, they, well, they, kinda, they, they hint towards yeah, it. Yeah, they hint towards it. But... You know how they do. You know, in horror, and just in anything in general. Like, oh, the main guy and the main girl, they have to get together. But I feel like how they're doing it, they're pacing it out in a way that feels believable and natural. And yeah, there, feels, was no, there was no kissing moment at the end. Yes, and they, they had every opportunity to. They had like a couple moments where it was like, if they kissed here, I kind of understand it. But they didn't do it. So I was like, I, I respect this more. A man and a woman being peers. It's because he wants, he wants to kiss Alucard. <laughs> <laughs> As, yeah, much, love, as much as they argue, <laughs> I love their like their little back and forth cat and dog relationship though. It's adorable. 
Cat dog, cat dog. Alone in the world, a little cat dog. Anything else that you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, that scene where she was struggling to try to use her magic to take Dracula's castle and move it. Yeah. I like that. That's, that was a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty nice. Oh, that's, that whole fucking battle at the end the, was so fucking Yeah, dope. the struggle. Yeah. And the fact, and seeing like in a Man of Steel type of way when it was teleporting, like moved to certain places within the same city, yeah. destroying places and like injuring people. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> it was like, uh, so you broke it. I didn't break it. So we agree that she broke it. <laughs> and Alucard's like, yes, completely. <laughs> I don't know, like the, the little bit of humor they did have in places, like that was it was cute character building stuff. I really liked it. But you're over here with your fucking low, like high passable, low more than passable. Okay. Meanwhile, Overlord, ooh, it's, a, it's more than passable. <laughs> it's enjoyable. Yeah. I didn't feel, it wasn't a chore to watch Overlord. <laughs> it wasn't a chore. <laughs> For the first like five episodes or so, it was it's called character development. You jerk! <laughs> it was boring character. It was like Walking Dead character development. No, it wasn't. They were just sitting. There. <laughs> no, were just don't, sit- don't say that. They were just sitting in one location, just not just staring at each other with longing looks. No, yeah, but that's actually a good comparison. No, Walking Dead is a chore. <laughs> this is not a chore. Giving each other googly eyes, <laughs> googly eyes. Like, oh, baby, I want your vamp ass. Okay, so we've got CW and DC and Titans. And did Jones he watch there. those shows? I assume he did. <laughs> we God. assumed he watched everything. Let me, ask, <laughs> let, me ask, let me ask right now before we move on. Uh, so you watch. <laughs> yeah, I want to be on the episode, guys. Did you watch anything? No. So what are you going to do? <laughs> are you just going to breathe the whole show? <laughs> you say you're going to breathe? <laughs> <sighs> like Michael Myers? Some. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, what does that what mean? Is that, what is, so what did you want? <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> it's too late for this. <laughs> he said he didn't finish them. Which ones? <laughs> At all. Finish none of them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. Just at, ask him if he cares about spoilers then at least. Because I'm like, I don't want to give him... Because now it's getting to the point where it's like, we're going to talk about everything, and you can only be on for news, and you don't get a full episode. Yeah. <laughs> Did he watch Titans? He said No, he said he watched the first 15 minutes of Titans. Wait, what did he watch? Um, he, he says he didn't watch all of anything. Did he watch Goblin Slayer? <laughs> he didn't specify, <laughs> so I'm going to assume no. <laughs> Ask him. Like, is there a difference? He basically just has like a live. He can listen to us live, basically. <laughs> yeah. that's, all, that's all that is. See, guys, watching watching all these shows every week is pretty hard. So imagine we we got to go through to, to record every single yeah. week. <laughs> like the podcast is three hours, but like if you total together all the time, we have to watch stuff. It's more than way more than three, especially yeah. like a show like Castlevania or having to watch Daredevil or. Granted, you didn't watch it, but Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, yeah. You went to watch Sabrina, didn't you? Well, no. I was saying, I don't know if he watched it. I'll uh, watch it right now. What's up? <laughs> what? You're not going to fit. We're not going to wait for you to watch. <laughs> but if he watches Goblin Slayer, he that's a half on, an, That's a half an hour from now. But if we talk about Arrow and Supergirl and Titans, well, that's a half hour. That's 10 minutes each. It depends on how much we have to say about. Usually it takes about 10 minutes average. So... 
Oh my god! So what do you want to do? Wait, 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 wait! Because he says he'll watch it right now. But did he see? Has he been watching Goblin? Because he can't. Don't just watch the recent episode. <laughs> said, "Give me fifteen minutes." <laughs> Have you? Yeah, don't just watch the most recent episode. Like, yeah, I watched Goblin say. What'd you think of the first three episodes? I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this is Juan's uh, episode. We're just talking to him through text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, that cut this out. I'm just leave it all in. No, no, <laughs> leave it all in. <laughs> this is the epic journey of <laughs> getting, getting this guy on. Yeah, he's been watching it. All right. So you want to do that? Have him watch Goblin Slayer so at least he's watched that? Has he seen Sabrina? He, you said that he did, I right? Assume, he, I mean, he told, me, uh, he told me he started watching it, but I don't know if he finished it. Okay. Watch Goblin Slayer. Oh, God. We're not going to be done podcasting until like <laughs> 2 in the morning. <laughs> How much news we got? Uh, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But some of them are like together, like so it's like one topic, but it's like three browsers open. I don't know what that means. (laughs) What does that mean to me? Uh, Well, I know what it means. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we're gonna talk about DC and then bring him in for Goblin Slayer. At least then he'll he'll. Watch I still it. feel kind of bad though because I'm like it's supposed to be his episode, but then at the same time it's like. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't watched anything. Yeah, he hasn't watched anything. <laughs> we can have him on, but then he's just kind of sitting there. I watched the five seasons of Buffy though. Okay, I'm like, we're, 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 yeah, we're not, we're not gonna talk about. It. I mean, I'm a, I bring up Buffy as references, but we're not doing like a full review of Buffy. <laughs> so yeah, Buffy episode, <laughs> season three, yeah. episode twenty. How did you feel about? <laughs> Um. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's let's, let's jump into DC topics. Uh, let's start off with this week's episode of Supergirl, titled Ahimsa. Supergirl is alive. I'm a hero, Alex. I take risks. We'll make her dead. Heroes go out there. Let's go make some heroes. Which I don't know if that's a different language, but I don't know. You're looking at me like I'm fucking. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, right. supergirl, the supergirl writer. <laughs> you know, is that a real word or whatever? But yeah, let's talk about supergirl. Yes, Jordan, because I speak all languages. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> but yeah, ahimsa. According to them, ahimsa means nonviolence, and it's one of the, it's a phrase that the the what, what, the British chick that's been kidnapped and is Marshmallow Hunter's friend. Turns out she's the wife of Manchester Black of Manchester all people. Manchester Black. Which... I'm like, and he's literally black yeah. now. <laughs> it's like, it's, I feel like now they're, they're doing some purpose. Where it's like, if black is the name, they have to be black. I had, like to, black fun, canary. Fun <laughs> enough, I had to look it up because they, they name dropped Manchester Black. I was like, okay, the way they did it, I'm supposed to know who this person is. Cause they was like, oh, you didn't know who that was? Because they were like, what is, who are you? And then they did like the a big turnaround. Yeah, did like a turnaround. I'm and then they, Black. then they zoomed in. I'm Manchester Black. And I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, look, I was like, oh, that's the guy from the soup, the Superman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The psychic guy. I was like, oh, so they made him black. <laughs> and he has no powers. Well, we, they haven't shown it yet. Well, I feel like if he had telekinesis, they would have at least teased it or something. It's like it's like his girl, his wife kind of had his powers, but not or really. Or maybe he or maybe he's gonna get it later maybe but so far he's just just like uh what's her face the uh uh her name starts with a n the the transgender actress 
Oh, she's actually gonna get powers. She yeah, she's gonna be, be like her name is. She's gonna be Dreamer or whatever. She's gonna have like dream powers, like Freddy huh. Krueger. Oh, so maybe they are gonna have a thing where they can somehow make metas. Oh, actually, they are kind of doing that because at the end of this episode, spoilers. Uh, Agent Liberty is like putting a slug thing in Dude Man's ear, which I guess gives him powers. Is that what I'm supposed to understand from he, that? He's an anamorph. That's like exactly, the, the I yurks. literally thought that. I literally thought about Yurks when I seen him. I was like, "Oh shit, anamorphs!" <laughs> Throwback. Um, but yeah, this week's episode is a uh, Supergirl being in her con- her new containment suit. I got a niece Cecile to take out Agent Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Supergirl's in a containment suit. Um, I don't know. It's a rescue operation trying to find. Manchester Black's wife and Marsha Manhunter is helping him and he's questioning whether or not he can continue being a pacifist in a world filled with all these anti-alien extremists and yeah blah 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 <laughs> um how'd you feel about this episode um I didn't like this episode as much as last week's agreed but I still like this episode more than anything we've seen this season with the exception of last week's episode. Also agreed. And I think it's a testament to when you set up a good villain. Now, like, just him being on screen is interesting to me. Because mm-hmm. I feel like before I was just like, eh, whatever. But now I'm like, ooh, what's he up to? It's It's been a while since I saw Supergirl. So I'm like, I'm trying to remember everything. Because I watched, I, did, I actually watched, I watched Supergirl Monday. A lot of the episode was um Supergirl being defiant bitch. And I was, I was really upset by that. I'm like... All right, this whole like oh Danvers don't follow the rules bullshit. I'm like you you work in the military. Yeah, basically. you work in the military. Like you, they're all about rules. Yeah, it's like what are you talking about? And it's like and in this case, it's like you're putting your life in danger. And the fact that in the first instance of her defying said orders, she did almost die. So it's like I'm not on board with this. Like like oh I just I'm just gonna save people because that's what heroes do. And it's like but but bitch, you're really like putting every, yourself and the world in danger when you don't have to. No, like just, just yes, the heroes for, put their lives on the line, but not recklessly. But they st- yeah, not recklessly. Yeah, that's what and she you're was being doing. reckless right now. Like, but the, it was like the show didn't side. They, they sided with Supergirl. So by the end, you're supposed to be like, no. At the end of the day, Supergirl was right. No, but you like, weren't. No, no she you wasn't. weren't. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I didn't like that because they did frame you. You were just, you you're on board with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they framed it in a way where it's like, no, yeah, no, this is what heroes do. Even Jimmy Olsen was talking about that. And it was like, I you shouldn't go out as guardian, but but that's what, that's heroes, what heroes do. That's what heroes do. It's like, nah, no, man. <laughs> especially when you can go out as Jimmy Olsen. That's what dumbasses do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you don't even have to be guardian. Like you can just help. Not to as, do not to do what he did. No, it's not like he actually like. Maybe jumped in front of a bullet or some shit. Like yeah, he has been Jimmy Olsen fighting. He was people. just crowd controlling, basically. Yeah, you could do that as anybody. That's nothing. Ultimately, that whole scene, there's no point in him being in it. No, I mean, I guess the, but they the, need they need something for him to do. But I guess maybe the point is the twist at the end, where you find out that uh, like the, the the news media is spinning it that it's like humans fighting back against the alien threats. And they're using Guardian. So now Guardian as a mascot for human for rights. racism. Yeah. <laughs> and the irony of like, him being a black man and he's being used as like a mascot for racism is like, wow, okay. That's that's an interesting way to take it. Depending on what they do with it. Yeah, they might not do anything with it. Yeah, they might not do anything with it. It might just be there for that one episode. <laughs> um, and here's my thing, because they do at one point in the episode show 
the Russian Supergirl and how like I guess when this kryptonite was stuff was in the atmosphere, she's like locked away, which goes against you because she was like maybe she's immune to kryptonite. Yeah, <laughs> I, nope, no. But then it just raises the question: Where the fuck is Superman? Is he dead? That's what I was. I was, <laughs> I was thinking that I was like, no one even like questions it. So I was like, is the whole. Because so, at first I was like, is the whole earth irradiated with kryptonite or is it just National City? But then when they go to Russia and she had to go on to hide it, and I was like, it's the worst. So, yeah, where is Superman? I guess he's still off earth. Did they even offer they mention it? They mentioned that. Uh, and uh, the president the president episode, he was like, since Superman's off earth, I'm glad you're here to help. Oh, so maybe they're supposed to, you're supposed to assume that it's still the case. But I'm like, Superman's off earth a lot for this show <laughs> like yeah. when is he ever on earth that's good that's a good point <laughs> so i'm like if they end up do uh doing the superman spinoff is gonna be off earth the whole show yeah I, they should have just thrown a line in there somewhere like how what about superman he's still off earth oh, okay good like you know what i mean it's just it's weird that no one even mentioned it and i don't know it was also to me a cop-out that supergirl was only in that containment suit for one episode like it seemed like such a big like stinger at the end of last episode and then for it to only be like like flash consequences where it only lasts for one episode mm-hmm. and then it's over. I'm like, what was the point? Yeah, I, I felt the same way. I hate when I hate when shows do that. Like yeah. they introduce not like a minor a minor thing to do for a one off is fine, but that was like a major like the whole atmosphere was irradiated with kryptonite. Like Yeah, and they fixed it literally one episode. And then at the end of the episode they kill off Mercy and, and, and Otis. I didn't see that coming at all. No. I'm like, to kill them off though? Mercy, again, what's with killing off these main fucking characters? Mercy Graves? What the hell? Apparently she's not main enough. What the hell? Otis, who cares? Yeah, Otis is whatever. But Mercy? Like, okay. I don't know. I felt like they needed to have her around a little bit longer than they have. But I don't know I don't know where the season's going at all. Like, I don't know if Agent Liberty is supposed to be the main villain. I don't know if that Supergirl in Russia is supposed to come in at some point and be and the main villain. And now I'm starting to get to a point where I'm just like, can Lena just figure out the fucking Kara is, is Supergirl? Like, cause now it's just getting ridiculous, cause she literally knows every single person in Kara's inner circle that also has a connection to Supergirl and works in DEO and Brainy and and Kara just happens to know all of them, and yet she's and she's supposed to be smarter than Lex Luthor, <laughs> and Lex Luthor is the smartest person in the DC universe, and yet she can't put together that Kara and Supergirl are the same person like oh, Kara's man. in a containment suit and I'm in Supergirl's in a containment suit and Kara just happens to be missing and nope <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's supposed to be her best friend it's like no like talk of where's Kara nope where does she stand on this alien it's the emotions bro She's she was very emotional this episode she had to put all her emotions in little itty bitty boxes <laughs> that whole dialogue to Brandy was funny to me all this, put your emotions in your itty bitty boxes and, and then, then put that in the box down, yeah push it way down deep it was like alright I mean but it worked for him <laughs> I guess um and then also uh, granted like I said I still like this episode but I'm just like you're a 12th level intellect bro what is Alina gonna offer like the fact that Alina came up with an idea you couldn't think of <laughs> it's all plot conveniences but yeah I mean whatever I would rate this what would you rate this episode I'd give it I don't know, high passable. I'll get a high pass. Yeah, high passable. <laughs> high passable is the new go-to rating here at Blur Vision. <laughs> when things are just okay enough. Because <laughs> it was better than just a straight passable. But it wasn't. See, that's why I like modifiers. Kristen, that's why Kristen liked the modifier. It, sh- it should just be passable more than passable. No low or high. It makes things easier when it's less <laughs> less modulation. But yeah, I agree, I guess. 
I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like happier right now. Uh, let's get into 1212. Yeah, man. Let's get into Arrow. This week's episode was titled Level 2. I don't belong here. Would you say you have violent tendencies? You have no idea what's coming. You don't have to fight anymore. Are you prepared to be ruthless? I don't have anything to lose. It's funny, the episode's title level two, but they didn't spend that much time. They didn't spend, they didn't really they, spend there any was time. Any level there was two. no level two. It was just yeah. one room. Yeah, it was like the. So this episode should have been called One Room. The, the waiting or room before. The yellow, level two. the yellow room. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was with that every time before the doctor came into the office, there was like a flashing light and then a, like a loud sound in the room that would turn off when the doctor came in. I don't know. I was like, is this supposed to be noise torture? I mean, they, they were trying to break him. And by the end of the episode, spoilers, like, I guess they do. But I'm, I'm assuming it's just going to be a thing where it's like, I faked it. <laughs> I faked being broken so I can just get to where I want to be. Because why not just fake it? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not just be like, if, if all you want to hear is me say but that I'm the same I'm time, like, you can't. F- well, yeah, he could have. But I was like, you can't fake being lecture shot. Like, he was lecture shot. No, but I mean, fake compli- uh, complacency. Yeah. That's I don't all. Know. He should. That's what he should have did. I don't know why. Yeah. Though, I I'm will say. I'm not going to answer your questions, bro. That because I'm hard and edgy. Yeah, <laughs> can't break me. Yeah. Um, I will say though that their, their conversations I, I thought were interesting, like the psychological, like breakdown of what makes Oliver Queen tick and wh- where his vigilantism really started with his father, his father being a killer. But at the and, same and, time, we kind of, well, granted we didn't go into the killer egg, but what I'm like, we already knew this that he became a vigilante because of his father. We did, but the the psychological twist on it, where it's like. Not only was he a murderer, but he placed a burden on you that you are now going to place a burden on your son. And then when you get the flash forwards, you kind of see that, that is kind of what happened. Like his leg, Oliver's legacy did trickle down into William's life, even though clearly in this episode that's not what Oliver wanted at all. He even says like William's nothing like me. I don't want him to like be like me. But unfortunately, his his demons. You know. I mean, and technically speaking, he's not like William's not a fighter. He's not a he's just, he's more Felicity. Uh, yes, in the as of right now in the flash forwards. Yeah, because he even said like I don't know how to fight. Yeah, but his legacy still caught up to him. Yeah, to the point where he, he has to be involved with these things that you know a normal person wouldn't have to deal with. But I think that's also because of the way the world like this is. Yeah, wor- let's talk about that, man. I, I the think state I of think, the world. I the think future. it's connected to legends in the sense that where uh, I saw that comparison the, the, online. The wind chick. Yeah, her future. That's her future. See, I don't like that that's canon for this world. And it's it's not like the Flash Legends where it's like, oh, maybe we can change it. Or like, no, but that's just the way it's going to be. so far sticking. Yeah. And Felicity apparently is dead in his future. Apparently. She might not, but you know how they say. She's dead, but then she shows up. I thought you were dead. What the fuck is Oliver? He's still alive. He's He's around in fucking Legends 2046 or whatever. So where is he at? He's in hiding. Remember in 2046, he was in hiding. I, I, but then also that timeline got erased, so maybe. Oh, yeah, it's true because it was um, Dickel's son. I don't know. I just, the Flash Forwards are interesting in concept, but what they're revealing kind of makes me sad as a fan. Because <laughs> it's not the world I thought we would get in the future of the Arrowverse. It's like everything just kind of f- fucking fell apart. But just, and, and that, but, but I remember line, you said before. I thought you said you liked that because if that if that's how the show, like if this is the last season and that's how it ends, you want to see how it gets to that point. No, I said before the I said the conceptually the flash forwards were interesting, and that was before they start revealing 
what that future was really like. That was back when it was just like Roy and him talking over a fire or whatever. Um, no, actually, before that, that was the second time that you see them. Um, yeah, I, if it was a positive future, I would be more interested to see it. But because it's such a dark future and still seemingly feels disconnected to the events of this season, I'm actually now more interested in what the fuck is happening in that future than this stupid ass Diaz plot that we have in the in the current timeline. Which they uh, they're still doing Diaz 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 yeah, Diaz, exactly. Diaz Diaz Diaz. It's like if you say his name enough, then he's a good villain. <laughs> Just keep saying his name so people don't forget that he's the villain this season. I'm down here level two to get Diaz. I have to stop Diaz. We we have to find Diaz. Diaz 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 is not gonna. If I talk Diaz, it's gonna kill me. <laughs> it's like uh, like usually stop like, saying his name. Having the presence of a villain, even they're not around, is like a good thing for a show. But in this case, nah. <laughs> no. Um, but. I don't like the dark future timeline that we're dealing with in the flash forwards, but because the, the, the villain and what seems to be the plot right now in the main timeline is, or the present timeline is just get Diaz and get Oliver out of jail. But that is way less interesting to me than a future timeline where vigilantism is illegal and Felicity may or may not be dead. And there's all these questions. There's, there's so many questions as to how they got there. I mean, I'm more interested in that. You say it doesn't connect, but I guess I guess technically it does because vigilantes have been outlawed this season on Arrow. So I guess it goes further. Oh, that's a good point. Good points. Which is why they're trying, to, which is why, A, Oliver got arrested. And also why they're trying to go after New Green Arrow. Okay. All right. So it is tangentially connected. But see, even more so, I'm more interested in that B-plot of the present timeline that becomes the A-plot in the future than I am the A-plot of the present timeline, which is Diaz. I don't give a fuck about Diaz. <laughs> no. Like, I actually wouldn't mind if they just completely just kill, if they have already killed off Diaz and just focus on the fact that Oliver is in jail and trying to figure out a way to like go on without a Green Arrow. I and then say, dealing with then the new Green Arrow. If he's in jail, then he has nothing to do because his whole motivation is Diaz. Diaz, 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 Diaz. It could have been about Diaz. survival. It could have been about him being broken down the way he's being broken down now in the, in the, in the, in the prison. Like, you could just focus on that. Like the de- the deconstruction of the Green Arrow to be inmate two one eight seven or whatever four four two one eight seven whatever something like that you know what I'm saying like yeah. I feel like that would be a more interesting angle than I'm doing all this just to get to Diaz, but that's just me. Um, and also the 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 the, the new Green Arrow stuff that they're kind of pushing to the side. Cause like that, I'm, that's, I'm that's like, way more is, important. Who is he? <laughs> that's what I want to know. It's William for the future. <laughs> is he some random guy? I hope it's just a random guy. I hope it's somebody. It's probably not Roy. No, it's not. I saw, I saw his face. Like, I almost wanted you see to his be. Eye, you see his eyes. That's definitely not Roy. I almost wanted to be William from the future somehow. <laughs> like he comes back to the past to try and correct the timeline by getting Oliver out of jail or some bullshit. You know what I mean? I don't know what's possible. He's not. It's, it's, he's not even trying to go for Oliver. Or he's like, like re, or he's he's being a vigilante. So maybe he's trying to. I don't know. Do something. Because if it's just some random dude, because yeah, that would be thought. that would be cool if it's William from the future. But I feel, part of me feels like I, I'm like it's probably not. Part of me is like that's too fantastic for Arrow. But at the same time, we're dealing with not Laurel, and she's like now living the life of Laurel. That's pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> so yeah. it's like if you could have still, that, still talking about her Earth and her Felicity, and yeah, apparently her, her Felicity is like a gang boss or whatever. Like a, she runs an empire. She runs an empire. Yeah. What the fuck. Everybody knows who you are. Yeah. Like, You're the kingpin. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> convenient. Okay. <laughs> um, 
and Felicity going dark. I think that's interesting. Her doing whatever it takes to get Diaz. Becoming ruthless. By any means necessary. She's become Malcolm X. Yeah. Um, like, I like this Felicity. <laughs> uh, oh, what I didn't like, though, was Dinah being such a hard ass this episode. That, to me, was annoying. Like, her arresting Renee at one point. Like, that's just too much. Funny enough, I was like, there, there was something that happened in this episode. I was just like, what the fuck? The, the moment where uh, she finally came around and she let Renee escape with the new Green Arrow. Yeah, at the end. And the cops came in. It was like, SCPD. And she was like, whoa, I'm a friendly. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, aren't you the fucking captain? Shouldn't they know who you are? That's a good fucking point, actually. <laughs> yes, they should know who she is. <laughs> Maybe she was far away. They couldn't see her face. Nah, uh, she was right up on them. Uh, <laughs> the fact that she had to go, hey, guys. Yeah. But they, they should have been like, oh, Captain, what are you conf- doing here? They confirmed that the arrow, the new green arrow is like a good dude. The way, and I, and I don't know what training he's got. Cause he, he like monkeyed up that pipe so fast, like super human style. Meta, he might be a metahuman. That actually would be cool if they revealed that. Because um, he did like a super, it's not even like monkey. He like did like a super jump. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? And I guess oh, uh, Zoe, t- Zoe's being trained to be a metahuman because she's Black Canary 3. I was no, going to say that. 4, 5, 6, 7. Is she 4? Because it was... Oh, yeah. There's Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Laurel. Laurel. Dinah. No. Uh, oh, right. There's that girl that just the, wore it for a little bit. For, yeah, for a little bit. That became... They, was she the traitor? Yeah, she was a traitor. Artemis. Artemis, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's like 5. So, she was Black Canary. Then she became Artemis. Yeah. Then Laurel again. Oh, you count that too? Black Siren? Black Siren. Okay, so she's like six. And Dinah. Five or six. Yeah, whatever. Like six. But I like the fact that Zoe, like that that I liked, that reveal that she's the future timeline Black Canary, even though Dinah's still the Black Canary. So there's two Black Canaries. The Black Canaries. She's the real Black Canary. But she's not black. She's like Spanish. I don't mean black. What do you mean? I'm just saying, because she has the canary cry. Oh, Dinah? Yeah, Dinah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoe yeah. does it. Yeah. Well, you don't know. She might have like, she might have the Laurel thing. Where what? she has like the voice modulator. Lame. Yeah, that was lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you rate the episode? I don't know. No! <laughs> I'll pa- I'll, this I'll, Probably a straight passable. I'll give it a high passable too. Same as Supergirl. You said two. I was like, I didn't give it a two. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm saying same as Supergirl. I don't think it was worse than Supergirl. They're probably they're both like all right. They are, <laughs> but I'm more invested in the 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 villain. I'm more invested in the son of what the, of Liberty. Yeah, whatever fuck his name is. Than I am with Diaz, and that's all we're getting in era. Like I'm over D- fucking Diaz. <laughs> That's true, but I, I guess I'm more invested in the characters in Arrow than I am in the characters in Supergirl. I think that's the difference for me. Like, I'm more interested in what's happening with Oliver, let's say, than even Kara, like what she's going through in Supergirl. Like, what, what was she doing this episode? I'm in a containment suit, and it's now funny. I'm not. <laughs> but it's funny, though, that the episode that we gave pretty much, well, you gave it a perfect vision. I gave it a high mother passable. Oh, Supergirl was an episode where there was no Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey man, just saying. <laughs> but I feel like I've always that's always been the weakness of Supergirl to me, the side characters. 
And even the characters themselves. Kara, Kara's had moments, but like overall, like she's not as strong as the main character of like Barry Allen or, or Oliver Queen to me. Is that sexist? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, that's a terrible segue. My brain is not functioning right now to, to even try and do a, a good on a, segue. On a sexist note. <laughs> yeah, on, the, on the topic of sexism. I saw, well, all right, how about this? Here's a better one. On the topic of female protagonists that I have issue with, let's talk about Titans. <laughs> this episode was Together. You're hiding something. I'm going to find out what it is. I'm interested in a subject with complete bio-refit and cognitive reprogramming. When we accelerate the process, the subjects show a higher mortality rate. How long till he's fully cooked? All your friends are going to die. <laughs> being hunted by sociopaths they make violence look like an art form we can't fight like that unless we train uh, so uh, jordan doesn't like women no i mean i actually i'm, I'm digging um starfire a little bit more and but she's not starfire no she's not Starfire. she's not starfire at all that's what i said she's not starfire but i like i like if they're gonna go this route i like at least like what they're doing i like Anna Diop fire. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, I like Diop fire. Diop fire. Or Anna fire. Anna fire. Um, but what I don't like is her, her getting the dick in this episode. Grayson, that yeah. is. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about this episode. How did you feel about it? Because this episode was really the beginning of the Titans, as like you know. It was, but then it wasn't. <laughs> I feel like every other episode before this was just set up to this first coming together episode um you get the big hero moment we're all staying together at the end and two of them did come together come together <laughs> right now yeah <laughs> all over me <laughs> that scene was so oh my god i just want to talk about that real quick that I was scene like, obviously they're about to have sex because but like it, <laughs> i don't like sex starfire like and i know in the comics i was they, gonna say that's all starfire is was she always like that in the comics? Yes. Even from her introduction? From the beginning. See, maybe I don't read enough fucking comics then. Cause like, I, you're thinking of, you're thinking thinking of Titan. Teen Titans. Yeah, like, I know about Teen Titans. That's made for kids. <laughs> I prefer that Starfire, though, because I'm sorry, like, the excuse of, like, yeah, Star, oh. Starfire's always been sexualized. I'm another alien. I'm an alien from another planet, so, like, sex to me isn't the same as it is for you humans. That just seems like, yeah, it, it's just sexualization for, sake of, for the sake of sexualization. It is the same thing as when Captain Kirk used to just fuck alien women in Star Trek just because, like, it's hot, whatever. <laughs> women are people. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, but Dick, Dick Grayson's fucking it, be fucking everybody left and right. Yeah. I understand, but he's like a playboy. I don't like Starfire. But, like so the, why? But why is that acceptable? But then Starfire is it? It's the same. I don't think it's, it's the same. It's the same thing. They both. Not, they both fuck everybody. I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm saying that's his character trait, and it's like, all right, that's that's who Dick Grayson is. He's that's a her character trait. I don't like that for her though. I like the Teen Titans. I, and this is maybe I'm just a, a, a nerdy cartoon kid, but like I like the Teen Titans Starfire, the innocent, the naive. But the loving and the heartfelt Starfire—that's my Starfire. And having her just be like in, D- in New Fifty Two when she was just fucking around with Jason Todd, and Dick Grayson's like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" <laughs> like I don't like that. Like I don't like her just being a floozy, just like just fucks people. Which is like, well, I don't care because on my planet, mm, the alien sex is not the same. You're just all uptight. You're like I don't like that Starfire. But you're making a double standard now because you're saying it's it's okay for Dick Grayson, but it's not okay for Starfire. 
I'm saying from you're saying oh for Dick Grayson that's his character so it's fine but Starfire I'm like that was her not, character from the beginning. I'm not talking about not the start version of Starfire I like. I'm talking about me, what I like. I don't like that as as her personality traits. And, and again, this is not she's not even that in this show. She's not like she didn't go out of her way to be like oh on my planet she's hooked up. It's like whatever. Um, in the show I don't like how they executed it. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. I don't like how they executed it because it was just a flimsy excuse of like, hey, you won't open up, dick. You have secrets. So I'm going to buy some tequila and like we're going to drink and we're going to have a conversation. Then no conversation happens. They take one shot. They fuck. Well, that's because that's dick, he didn't want to have a conversation. So he was just like, let's fuck. And she was just like, okay. Okay, but that wasn't the, the entire setup for that scene was Starfire was like, I want to get him to open up. And we're opening up, man. Uh, she wanted to open yeah. up her legs <laughs> and they just start fucking. And then at the end, I was like, okay, but now maybe his defenses are down. Maybe now they have a conversation. And they don't. They don't. He just, she just, he's just like, do you want to talk? She's like, do you want to talk now? He's like, not really. She's like, okay, see you later. So I was like, that was like a big waste. We did all that for no reason just to have a sex scene. I was going to say, we got we to gotta have a sex scene, Jordan. So yeah, so I don't like. Like, I don't like how they executed that scene in this show. I don't like in the comics, specifically New 52, where she was just fucking around like when like with Jason, specifically Jason Todd. I didn't like that because it was like, oh, but like Dick, like, come on, that's weird. I don't like that. So like, yeah, that's not Dick's my been, Dick's been with Barbara. He's been with Starfire. He's been with, uh, I think he's been with Wonder Girl. He's been with. A bunch of different Bro, people. this is not me making a double standard for man versus woman, okay? This is not real life. This is two characters. And for me, that's not the character version of the Starfire I like. Like, Dick, he can be a playboy, whatever. But, uh, I don't know. That's that's not Starfire to me. That's not my version of Starfire. So, I, I it's not that I have an issue with, all oh, women, they can't sleep around. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, for her character, I don't like it. But that's not even what's happening in the show. In the show, it's just a bad scene to me. But I'm just saying, in general, I don't like that that version of Starfire, because then it's just because then you, it's also the trope of you're sexualizing your female character for the sake of sexualizing her. It's not about female empowerment. That's not what they're doing it for. They just want to have a sexy girl have sex. <laughs> so it's like you're, you're you're defending it as if like it's like oh, but men versus women. Like it's like no, no. I'm just going by what you're saying. I'm just uh, going by listening to how what, what it sounds like to me that you're saying. Yeah, no. It's but you see what I'm saying though. Do you understand now what I'm saying? Mm, kind of, but not really. I don't know how else I can explain it. Like it's, I'm not going like oh yeah, I love when Batman's a playboy. That's fucking awesome to me. I love when Dick's a playboy. I don't. But at the same time, like. I have a certain... Because that's also not his character in the show either. Like, he doesn't do that in the show. Like, that's not Robin in the cartoon. Just like you're saying, that's not Starfire in the cartoon. That's Robin or Dick in the comic, not the cartoon. But you're saying you're... I, my favorite... That's all... Look. Because you're, you're saying you're, you're fine. Saying, I don't like that either. I I like... I like the... Again, I, again, I'm biased because I, I grew up on the T-Titans cartoon. So, like, I like that will they won't they relationship with Robin and Starfire and that was established in the cartoon not so much in the comics so that's what I prefer I don't like I like Dick Grayson being reserved um the the playboy dick that's in the comics and in some anime movies it's all right but I prefer the more reserved and to himself dick that 
has a genuine emotional like connection to Starfire, and that's why they gravitate toward each other. But like you know, Playboy, it's like whatever. You're a Playboy, all right, sure. You just want to have an excuse to have sex in the story. <laughs> that's all it is. So like that's not my favorite version of Dick either. Like I actually don't like when he's like a, just a smarmy like oh yeah I just fuck around like um okay here's a good example I like the Teen Titans versus uh, Justice League cartoon version of Dick and Starfire because it kind of had that bashful like Starfire was overtly sexual but they kind of married the concept of the comic version and the um. TV version where she was overtly sexual, but not in like a, like I just sleep around type of way. It was more like she doesn't have the social, uh, uh, the the social hangups of having a conversation about sex in public. So when she embarrasses Dick by being like, "You're very efficient at having sex," like you know what I mean? Like that's a that to me is a very Starfire way to have a conversation about sex. But it's not just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna throw myself at you with my big tits and it says fuck." Like you know what I mean? It's not the same thing. <laughs> So I, I like that. And Dick was like, you know, that you, know, you, you saw that movie, right? Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Dick is like, star. <laughs> like, I like that relationship more. That's me. That's yeah, a big I'm, rant. Yeah, this, about. this version of Starfire is very, she's an alien, but she's still human. But she's not even like, which is, yeah. She's like, not even like openly sexual. It was just, they just had a sex scene. It was just, it was just random. Well, no, I'm just saying in terms of her personality, like she's, granted, I know she's, she has amnesia, but she's still very human. Yes. Like, there's no awkwardness of she doesn't get social cues. Like, human cues. If anything, cues, she's, like, human more cues. insightful. Yeah, she's way more, yeah. Yeah, she's she's very intuitive in terms of, like, pegging someone's emotional state and stuff. So, like, it's, like, the opposite. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I don't know. That's just my, that's my preference. Like, I can't even, like, argue. black characters always got to be therapists. Is that true? The magic Negro. Oh, that is a trope, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's nothing... I want to talk about Seven Daily Sins this week, but I'm too tired to get into it. Well, I'll talk about it next week. But why Why is Starfire Escanor? Her powers are tied to the sun? Is that always been a thing? Yes. She gets her... The star bolts, she gets her... Yeah. She absorbs solar radiation. The only thing so I... So she's... She can't thing, use her powers at night? That's what I was going to say. That's the only thing I don't know about. Like, I don't know if it works. I've never seen that in the comics. Because we never, we've never seen... And even in the show, we've never seen her fight at night. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. But I know she gets her powers from the like at least her star bolts. She gets that from the sun. Okay, but the fact that she can't use her powers at night, I'm like, what? What a convenient fucking plot shit. <laughs> yeah, that I, don't, I even googled it because I was like, what the fuck? Because I was like, can Starfire use her powers at night? Nothing came up. That's some so I don't even. Shit. I don't even think in the comics they addressed it. Oh, okay. So I don't. I don't think so though. I've never seen that ever come an issue except for in the show. But I mean, like we got a lot of. I don't know. This episode was. But really- even then, I was like, okay, I get. Figure out a way to take away her OP fire blast. That's fine. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I was like, she's still an alien. So she still has super strength. Like, how so are these? Did those yeah, but people, she's like not Superman level, but she's damn close. Yeah, but they nerfed her. They nerfed her super strength clearly for the show. So I was like, the fact that these look, these kids are fucking her. I'm like, come on. This is Starfire. What the fuck are you doing? One slap and her, they fucking head should have came hey, off. These aren't the comic book characters, man. Raven's powers are like weird symbiote Wait, Raven, powers. I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, what? Are, why are you like a symbiote? Like you, you, you burp out. Yeah, shoot black shit goo out of, out of her mouth. Yeah, black demon goo. I don't. What is that? It's weird. And how do you feel about but Beast, Beast Boy? And he can only turn into a fucking yeah. I told tiger. you a tiger. Yeah. Did you watch the, don't Doom Patrol? Yeah, I watched Doom Patrol. Did you like it? I like that episode. Okay. Funny enough, I'm. 
now I'm like I'm way more interested in a Doom Patrol show. Yeah. Than I originally was when I first heard about it. Same. Um, it's just it's not coming to like way way, oh, but way how do next you, year. How do you feel about the the, the uh, tiger effects though? I don't. I don't exactly. Like <laughs> it doesn't look real. But then like in the action scene they they had him in. If you notice when he grabs the guy and throws him, it didn't show the whole tiger. Yeah, it, it, it showed, like, showed like in the little bottom corner you see the tiger's head really yeah. quick. I was like, oh, that's how we're gonna do this. You're gonna barely show it in action scenes. Got it. Hey, but I'd rather that than have a shitty recreation of that um that jumping that, out, yeah, jumping out the swing. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that hero moment when they all stood together at the end, fighting the weird family, who I still have no idea who that family is. No idea. I don't know if it's a comic book reference or not, but it's just. So I'm like, I guess towards the end, Starfire is gonna get her costume, Raven's gonna get her costume, and Beast Boy's gonna learn a new form. Maybe, <laughs> but how do you feel about the weird? That is very much a clearly flirtatious relationship now. Oh yeah, they even said like they're cute together. They're cute together. I was like, oh. no, they. I literally, <laughs> I literally yelled at the TV. I said, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going for it. Is that okay? No, it's not okay. <laughs> it was, I was talking to somebody who actually was like, uh, who liked Titans, and I was just like, you know, picking their brain about what they liked about it. And I was like, how do you feel about Beast Boy and Raven? And it was like, I, you know, they're, you know, it's not the comics or it's not the old show, but, you know, I think they're cute. I'm like, did you know Ryan Potter's 28? I was going to say, I think, like, I think, no, most, I didn't know that. I think most people, they probably don't because they're playing him as a younger. Like he's like 16, 17. Yeah. Or so they probably don't know. Yeah. He didn't know. They, they legit were like, wait, he's 28? I'm like, yes. They're like, that just fucked up all the scenes of them together for me right now. <laughs> like, or even yeah. the scene where he transforms and he's like completely naked. He's naked and she's like smiling. And she's like, like smiling. Oh, I'm like, pedophilia. <laughs> what are you doing? Chris Hansen's going to break in and be like, have, have a seat right there. <laughs> Granted, it's her looking, not him. So it's, it's different, but it's still like, what but it's you, clear the yeah, show was like setting you, it up. What are you doing? <laughs> but I'm talking about just from a logistics standpoint. Can they, yeah, that's why I'm like, kiss, what are you doing? Right? They can't kiss. We, we had talked about this last yeah, week. Yeah, you can't kiss a 14 year old, right? But, the mouth? No? Uh, I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> Pedophilia. <laughs> but did you see how like it looks like they're, they're purposely... Because when they do close-ups of Beast Boy, you can see the makeup. Like I feel like they're they're purposefully trying to make him look younger, too. Because Ryan K. Potter, he looks young already. But like the, the makeup they put on him makes his skin look super smooth. So he looks even younger. So they're going for that. They're going for like that. Like, he's like a young, like a late teenager kind of vibe. And I mean, and they keep, they say it in the dialogue, like to let you know he's playing a young, cause he's like, cause she was like, uh, Starfire was like, she's really young. To, no, Raven said, somebody, they said they're really, Raven's really oh, young. No, they Robin. said, oh, they both are. Yeah. Cause Robin and Starfire are talking. Yeah. And I, but I did like that, I, that. We kept asking why would they make Raven or like the, the, the people in the group, some are like young teens and some are adults like Robin and Starfire. Like, why would they do that? I think the reason they kind of explain this episode where they, it's just to give Robin an emotional connection uh, to them because he sees himself as a young Robin in them. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't, but even still it's like, yeah, (laughs) I I would prefer like make them older and they started out as teens, like the teen, they were the teen Titans, but then for whatever reason they broke up, but then something happens that they got to come back together as adults and reform the Titans. You just wrote a better show. <laughs> like, the version you just pitched, I would have much rather that show. As opposed to... That's not to say the show was bad, but that would have been a better premise. 
No, it's not then that. This is this is their forming. I was like really thinking to myself, I'm like, do I not like this show? It's not that I don't like it. It's actually probably better than the CW shows right now. And then it could then you could make it better by saying now Starfire has amnesia, so now she's not the Starfire that even Dick knows when he when they were younger. Mm. So then there's a maybe a, like a, a a distance or a clash with, with in their relationship because now he remembers a certain Starfire, we remember a certain Starfire, but this isn't the Starfire we're getting because she doesn't remember who that is. Again, use Robert's show. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I want to see your show more than I want to see Titans. Um, what would you rate the episode though? Uh, it's hard. I don't. I don't know either. I said. I asked. I'm just like. I don't even know. Because I don't know that whole battle with the family. For them to be like the first villain, like you know the main villain. Yeah, and, they, the fight. and they're like really, and they like giving the Titans some work. It's weird. It's very I'm like, weird. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I thought and maybe then the, random, gonna... then the random father, the new father, that pops up out of nowhere. Like they said, they were brainwashed, but like, well, we saw the guy. That's the guy that brainwashes yeah, them? Yeah, the guy that was in the chair screaming. That was him. That was getting brainwashed. Oh, okay. See, I was just confused. I'm like, I don't understand. I thought maybe they were going to do a thing because Robin mentions that he's seen something like that before in Gotham. I thought maybe he was going to get revealed that that guy that he goes to at the end is a Gotham villain, like a, a Batman villain. But no, didn't even get that. So I'm like, Mad Hatter? No, I don't know. <laughs> high, high, high pass. This is a high pass show. <laughs> Yeah, high passable. Yeah, I'm with that. High passable. <laughs> this is the high passable show. <laughs> we give everything high passable. Um, oh, at the end, Jason Todd, Jason shows, Todd up. shows up. Yeah, new Robin. New Robin. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I don't know why he's there, but convenience, I guess. Which I'm just like, he's way more upbeat and. Then, then Dick, like, well, granted, he's not, well, never mind. He's, he's not, young Jason he's, yeah, he's not Red Hood yet. Yeah. But even then, Jason Todd was still, like, Batman saw it, like, he still had a lot of aggression in him. Angsty. Yeah, and that's, that's why he, that's, like, in terms of the comics, that's the reason he decided to take Jason Todd under his wing because he saw this kid that had a lot of aggression and he felt like if he doesn't get this kid now while he's young, he's probably going to grow up to be a criminal. Yeah. Because he was like stealing wheels off the Batmobile. Yeah, he stole wheels off the Batmobile. That's when that's how he, Jason Todd got noticed to Batman. Yeah, because he was able to. He was a, first of all, he was able to do that. Yeah, because Batmobile has a lot of precautions and stuff, so people can't do that. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, this I guy mean, he seems like hey guy. I mean, but like, this is Titans. Who knows how they're gonna change? Like that's Jason Todd. We know, but in this, it might just be Tim Drake, but with Jason Todd's name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it gave a lot of like that angstiness to Dick. It seems like. Because Dick wasn't that angsty. No. So they kind of shifted that over. You can't have everybody be angsty. <laughs> That's the thing about these. Like, they give Tim Drake no love. Like, Tim Drake, everything that they give Robin was Tim Drake. Mm. Like, the the bow staff. Yeah. That was that started with Tim. Like, Tim Drake is my favorite Robin. He's not. Like, I like Dick Grace. Like, he's I like him as Nightwing. But in terms of the Robins, Tim Drake is my favorite. Yeah. But yeah, like, the bow staff, that started with Tim Drake. The, the costume that you usually that's see Tim with Drake Robin, inspired, that's yeah. Tim Drake. Like, Rob, like the Dick <laughs> Robins Drake. Robins with the short, yeah, he, he <laughs> the short had, shorts. He had the briefs. <laughs> <laughs> Pedophilia. Okay, well, Juan says he's ready. We were ready for you. We were ready for you, bro, like, yeah. an so hour ago. <laughs> so let's get him, on the, get him on the line. Let's talk some Goblin Slayer and then get in the news. I fucking pass out. (laughs) 
with Juan. Juan Rojas, come on down. <laughs> you are the next right contestant back. on the Blurred Vision. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, it's a pleasure to be on the Joe Rogan show. The Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. show. I've yeah, been waiting for a while. Yeah, you took a wrong turn in Albuquerque, Brent. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm not on the Joe Rogan show? Nah, this, nah, is, this, is, this is Blurred Vision. This is the other side of iTunes. <laughs> Party nerds? Nah, not nah. even close. <laughs> Actually, a little the closer. Back now? No. <laughs> He's being disrespectful. <laughs> That's when I'll show up in a week, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, but yeah, no, Juan. I'm just kidding, guys. You're, you're actually the guy behind Blur Vision underscore effects on Instagram. So I want you to say hello to the audience and kind of give them a rundown of you know who you are and what you're all about. Uh, hello, guys. My name is Juan. And also, um, also in your your spiel, just tell us how much you love us, because wow, <laughs> that'll hopefully I was about to it'll get hopefully to that. Wake, it'll hopefully wake Jordan up. You vain motherfucker. <laughs> um, I actually have, haven't been following you guys for that long, maybe four months, I think so. And I'm actually on the other side of how people found you. I actually found you on the actual iTunes app. Wow, and then wow. followed you. That never happens. Yeah, that <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just really bored of like, cause um, I go through a lot of music, so I was like, I have nothing else to listen to. So, and then I really love Batman, so I, I just put comic books in the podcast app, and I find you guys. Oh, good to know. So, guys, continue yeah. to rate us. Hashtags working. Yeah, it's working apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys were, you guys were on the top, and then I think it's, I think it's party nerds after you guys, and like everything else, like back now and all other stuff. Oh, okay. So we're all like sister podcasts. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. We are family. <laughs> what about you? Like, uh, you're into comic books. I know you didn't watch any of the DC stuff this week, so. Fuck DC. No, no. We're not Marvel no. fanboys here, Moan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more like Michael. I just watch the YouTube videos. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. First of all, that's only for comic books. What? Oh, oh, do you, fuck DC? No, he said I only watch the YouTube videos. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, but you did see Goblin Slayer, right? Yeah, I saw Goblin Slayer. All right, cool. So we're gonna talk about Goblin Slayer next, and then we're gonna get to news of the week. Um, but this week's episode of Goblin Slayer was titled "Goblin Slayer in the Water Town." Shadows. 
So what did you guys think of this episode of Goblin Slayer? Michael, I'm going to start with you. No, this let Juan is... go first. We've been talking like the whole... That's true. We will <laughs> wait for you, Juan. <laughs> we, uh, sorry that we uh, started really late. Me and Michael both fell asleep. But now we're here. So. Uh. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So this week's episode was mostly about uh, the, the new adventure that the Goblin Slayer party has started uh, by the Sword Maiden herself. And we are now exploring the sewers of an, a water city. That's pretty interesting. We get some glimpses into some new types of goblins. Yeah. Um, that it? You say, yeah? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I mean, it's not my turn yet. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so what did you think of this week's episode, Juan? And what are your thoughts overall? Can you, about- can you hear me? Yeah. Because I can barely hear me in this thing. Well, you told me to turn down the volume. Yeah, but everybody else is still pretty loud. But for me, like when I'm talking right now, like I hear me because I'm talking, but I don't hear me through the headphones. I can't really hear me either. A little bit, but not much. Oh, so I guess it doesn't matter. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got some background yeah, noise? Yeah, what is that noise? <laughs> Hello? Oh, um, I'm in a car. Oh, oh. you're in a car, okay. Uh, what's I'll, I'll be home real quick. Oh, you're like, you're trying to get I'm home? like, you shouldn't be driving. What are you doing? <laughs> your podcast yeah, while your driving? Yeah, your while driving. Like. Safety. Oh, my God. Multitasking. Okay. Is that a cop? Oh, my God. <laughs> if Juan, you get arrested live on the podcast. Yeah, don't say my name. <laughs> Officer, no, I'm, I'm on a podcast Michael right Lamar Simeon. <laughs> it's out of his jurisdiction. Um, But, yeah, so how do you... I, I will get your opinions on this week's episode, but also how you feel about Goblin Slayer in general, since we don't really have your thoughts on that. Um, I mean, I, I really like Goblin Slayer. I, I mean, I'm kind of like Michael. The raping didn't really phase me, but it's not because I don't think it's like nothing, but I think I've just seen worse things before in anime. <laughs> seen and heard worse. <laughs> <laughs> Was yeah, it, and was, um, was it on Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like Jake, Jake, uh, Jake the Snake. <laughs> yeah, Jake the Snake. <laughs> What'd you say? No, yeah, but uh, I've liked Goblin Slayer so far. It's pretty good. Um, I just think it's kind of funny how we never see Goblin Slayer's actual face. And he's always just like serious. And he's like, is there goblins? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. So, what did you think about this episode? Uh, it was pretty good. And I mean, wait, did we watch the same episode? This is the one where um, they go in the sewers. Yes, yes. That's this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it. I mean, it, it, I think the first episode for me is still better so far, at least from the ones I've seen. Okay, that's fair. Um, this episode was interesting because just how it started. Like, I legit was like, is this a, the right anime? Did I click the right anime button right now? Because like, it starts a very, like, typical, like, like almost. Um, Magical girl, Sailor Scout intro. Yeah, mm-hmm. did you feel that way too, Michael? Well, I knew it was the right thing. I did. I was like, "Yo, is this the right anime?" <laughs> didn't the theme song start? F- no, it came afterwards. Well, no, there was like a previously on. I don't remember. Is it previously on? I don't remember. Nah, but it, it opens with like the the sword made or like the guy retelling the story of the sword maiden fighting the demon lord. But yeah. it seemed it seems so typical anime. And not like you know the dark fantasy we've been kind of getting with Goblin Slayer. That I was like, is this the right anime? <laughs> what is this? It was it was yeah. it was definitely different. But yeah. but then the re- the revelation that it was a story. Introductions are sense. important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what'd you think? Uh I enjoyed this episode. Like so far, Goblin Slayer has not had any type of lull to me. 
even though like for example last week's episode is just a day in the life of goblin slayer all yeah. of that is interesting so mm-hmm. this episode we actually go back on a mission and we're, we're fighting goblins and it's, time to kill some and goblins so, and it's always it's always different things that they do like even though the goblins are still the same they still do things in different ways and still have different missions and so, it's the strategy they yeah. use and, so, and this he had and, handicaps. And, and yeah, I was like, so I was like, I was just about to say, and I enjoyed the fact that they they kind of handicapped him. He was like, you can't use poison, no fire, and no. Uh, what was the third one? Poison, fire. Uh, was it water? I think it was water. Yeah. So he, convenient. He was like, not even poison though. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you get a little bit of character development because then you saw how quickly he was just like, all right, fine. <laughs> if that's what you guys want, fine. Yeah. So it also shows him. Oh damn! You're, you're yeah, all right? Are you all right? <laughs> It's a lot of noise. <laughs> you're right, Juan. You're making a lot. It's a lot of background noise. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just, just, just to see that he he is starting to become ingratiated with with the team. Yeah. Because I feel like before he wouldn't have a because even in the beginning, like he came to them and was like, "Hey, I'm going on a mission. You want to go?" And they pointed out like, "Hey, you actually came to us. Like that's kind of cool." Yeah. So it's it's good to see like cool to see him growing. The slow little yeah. baby steps of progression he's making. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that. I, agree. And I like the fact that you don't see him. Like that, that to me, I like because it reminds me of Eva from Detta. Like it's not about the man behind the mask. It's more you have to like what he represents. What he represents. What his act. You get to know him through his actions and how he talks to people, more so than just what he looks like. You know, what I mean, that's not what's his point. You're right, Juan. Are you blowing your nose? What's yeah. going on? I'm wearing like a big jacket, so like, oh, you can't like it. I'm gonna do a lot of kind of cold up here. <laughs> post production to get rid of some of that. Yeah, I'm like, noise. put it on mute if you're making all that noise. Oh, um, can you do that? Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, you can. There's mute, bud. Um, uh, did you guys think it's weird how he sleeps for three days? No, well, oh, when no, he got he, back from exhaustion he, or he was, Yeah, he was injured. Oh, yeah, but he says that he usually takes three days to rest, like, all the time before he goes out Goblin's, on adventures. Goblin Slayer's I, exhausting. I was, I was like, did they say I don't remember. <laughs> when that. he got back from the last adventure, he uh, apparently was asleep for, like, three days. They didn't yeah, that. but he says, yeah, he says he, he usually, that's how long he rests before he goes on an adventure. Hmm. He needs to be well rested. I don't know. He's not rested. Kills goblins, bro. <laughs> I feel like when you oversleep, when you when I oversleep, I'm more tired. Well, have you ever killed a bunch of goblins before? I have. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact you just give a beat, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you don't know what I do when I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> but I also enjoyed this episode and the fact that spoilers, it becomes a thing about uh, they're fighting pirate goblins basically because there's goblins on ships. Yeah, they're also they 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 again expanding the mythology. They say like goblins aren't smart, but they're not fools, so they they can learn. So like they learned how to ride the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, they learned the uh, slight mystery of like who taught them, and uh-huh. apparently there's some kind of like not just a goblin shaman, but some kind of maybe a goblin king, a goblin organizer, something to that effect. Uh-huh. Um, just and it, I don't need like a a main villain as of yet in Goblin Slayer, but to at least tease you with something like, you know, that we're, we're going, we're yeah, going cause you know, direction. that's where they're going to go. Cause they keep yeah. mentioning like this bigger war that's going on fighting the demon Lord or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Cause that, part of me was also like, I, like I said, enjoy this episode. Part of me was also like, how many different ways can they kill goblins? Like, you know what I mean? Like how, how long can they keep the show interesting? Like it is right now. Um, just with this premise. And that's what I was mentioning from the first episode. Where I was like, it can't be, 
just goblins because I'm like, how long can this show go on? Like, uh, that's why I mentioned it has to be like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing where he's called the Goblin Slayer, she's called the Vampire Slayer, but they f- she fought other things and he has to fight other things at some point. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, how interesting can it be if it's just goblins all the time? Yeah. But that being said, as of right now, it's goblins are still interesting just because there's still so many, like, they keep introducing these unique ways of killing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I will say for like jrpg tropes i was like it's kind of weird that they're making basically everybody is a mage except for the goblin slayer and the uh elf elven girl what you mean in the party yeah in the party because like the the lizard guy can use magic the dwarf can use magic but it's different types of magic it's different types like they're, of magic. they're all like their own classes yeah it's different types of magic like the dragon guy's kind of like a battle mage Usually based on mm-hmm. ba- based on like JRPG rules, dwarves are like usually creatures that they can't use magic. Yeah, they don't can, don't they, don't they stereotype can, dwarves. They can work. They <laughs> you can racist. Work, they can, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can work with magic, but they can't use magic. Okay, that's usually how it is. No, I, I agree with you. That's usually the stereotype, but they're kind of working against Stere- that a little bit. Stereotype. That's really yep, that's it's really a stereotype. Good. You racist. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm prejudiced against dwarves, apparently, guys. They call little people you jerk. <laughs> not in real life. <laughs> um, or, I mean, not. I'm not using real life. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting episode. That's basically the gist of it. What would you guys rate it? Even though I'm like, mm. I want, I want some cheese. <laughs> Now I'm thinking about now I'm thinking about the dragons, the sweet sweet nectar. <laughs> I, I I dig the action scenes for like the the heavy metal like rock music they play because it makes you feel badass. Yeah, even the like uh, when the, when the even the intro, introduction. Palm upon my flesh. What the, the intro song? <laughs> yeah, the intro song. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> and, and and I've noticed I was like it's all English. Yeah, yeah, it's an English song. Um, but the moment where like um. They put the protection spell up for a second, and they take it down, and then Goblin Slayer and the Dragon Guy jump down to the ship. Although that was fucking badass. Although I gotta say, I gotta call foul on that one because <laughs> I was like, because they shot the arrows yeah. at the team, and the fu- I don't know her name, but the holy the holy mage, she had to summon the protection spell. Oh, I was like, the, how long? I, I was like, how long does mid- it take those fucking arrows to get there? <laughs> That she has to say this long ass yeah, dialogue. I, I with you. <laughs> I because they like, fire the arrows. Yeah, they fired the arrows. And, and then she said this spell. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on. And it's like a 10 second little speech she has to give before any magic happens. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, I call foul. I call foul. I There's agree no with you. way. It's a weird, it's so weird too, because it's like. Because then when they showed them, I was like, they're not that far. Yeah, no. It was uh, like, they're like 10 feet away. Yeah, so they, I'm like, they should be, they should, they should be dead. <laughs> It wasn't like she was talking. Oh, holy mother, protection! She was like, "Oh, holy mother, grant me life." Yeah. <laughs> to be fair though, they they they've been pushing that line since the first episode. Like, it's, it's always kind of been like, "Wow, this doesn't seem very effective for a battle." We have to like stop for ten seconds, say a whole speech, and then use the spell. But in this, it was like just completely like, "Okay." <laughs> like the, if it, if it happened before they fired the arrows, maybe. Yeah. But the fact that they were already midair. Like, bitch, you be dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Holy mother! All of them. Every, they will all be dead because they were all standing there waiting for her to put up the barrier. Yeah. Um. But again, I, that first episode was very important. I think it's setting the tone for the show because again, even in this, like, if I, if you, if you just dropped me into an episode of Goblin Slayer and said, "Do you think the main characters are in danger here?" I would be like, "No." But because of that first episode, now every time an action scene happens, I'm always like, "Is something bad gonna happen? Like, what the fuck is gonna have to happen right now?" <laughs> 
part of me, but part of me though, I'm starting to get to the point, and maybe and it, the show might surprise me, but part of me is getting to the point where I'm feeling like. I think the main characters are safe. I think it's everybody around them. I don't want to. I don't want to say that because I know the second I say it, next episode, oh my god, everyone's dead. That's why I said they might prove me wrong, but that's how that's how I'm feeling so far. Because that because yeah. because as, I can, of, I can see as of right now, everybody only the non main characters have been in in deep peril. In peril, yeah. But nobody from the main but they also haven't really. Other than when they fought that ogre last ep- last episode or episode before last episode, there hasn't really been a situation where like they've been in super dire straits, like you know, like pushed to the edge. They haven't no. really gotten there yet. No, but say, like, I mean, if I'm with you, I think the same thing. I'm like, they're in the fucking intro, but then I think like, of course they would be there. Like, if they're if they're gonna do that switch, like the switch rule like that, of course they put them in the intro to make you feel the way you feel right now. Like, oh, they're safe. <laughs> oh, don't worry, they're gonna be fine. And the next episode. Oh my god! They get Thanos. Exactly, everybody gets fucking snapped away. <laughs> Thank you. you get snapped away. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, what would you rate it? I would still give a perfect vision. Really? You gotta give us a perfect vision? Yeah. Your ratings have been weird this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I give it perfect. I don't know if I give it. So you said that my ratings are weird, but the fact that you're vacillating between... Well, because like not, you said it, and I'm like, would I give this perfect vision? I was thinking more than passable. Because like it was good, but it wasn't like, holy shit! You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like the first episode. Or like, just rape a clock all the time. Yeah. No, but I'm thinking, I mean... Because just like you said, there are still scales of perfect vision. Like, so... Every, like the first episode was so far really the only episode we really said well, think, holy shit but well, even, though, even like last week's episode we gave that a perfect vision yeah we yeah. gave that a perfect vision I gave that perfect vision because they took a, a just basically a world building episode and made it genuinely interesting you know what I'm saying I, that's why I thought that was a perfect mm-hmm. vision episode this and this you know, episode I thought was still genuinely interesting yeah, 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 yeah. And they expanded, and they expanded upon like more goblins, more goblins. Not even just the, that, but like that the goblins are uh, are le- somewhat learned. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and ex- you know and expanded on the world of like introducing the Iron Maiden. I'll throw one with you. Like I didn't feel like it's Perfect Vision, <laughs> but just like with uh, what you call it? What did I rate Perfect Vision this episode? Castlevania. Castlevania. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like right there in the cusp. So yeah, I, I give it a Perfect Vision. I'll throw one with you. What about you, Juan? No, I'll give it the more impassable. Oh, more impassable? Okay. See? Yeah. So I feel like I'm high more impassable, really, but... Yeah. For Goblin Slayer, I'll say perfect. Fine. <laughs> I'm like, don't be a follower, Jordan. Be a leader. <laughs> <laughs> but you make good points. I do I do agree with you. And that that uh, that uh, that cold open diversion, I thought was, was pretty good. Cause I, I was legit like, is this the right fucking show? <laughs> like, oh, it's a story. And then that I'm makes glad, sense. And then I'm glad they were they were self-referential enough to be like, why would you? Uh, we had the advantage. Like we could have snuck up on them. Why would you? <laughs> why would you just des- destroy your advantage? Because in- introductions are important. <laughs> the hero is here. <laughs> Superhero landing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, looking forward to next week's episode. And with that, let's get into news of the week. Michael news. Wait, are we reviewing Seven Deadly Sins? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I look chunky in this Skype thing, bro. I hate, no, you you, I hate to tell you this, but that's you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Ice cream gives you abs, bitch. Mm. 
<laughs> it does. It does. It does. It's a proven scientific fact. Oh, I was going to save Seven Deadly Sins to the next week because I was like so tired. Um, But if you want to talk about it, Juan, since we didn't have you on for most of the episode, we can. Do you want to talk about Seven Deadly Sins? Whose fault is that? Yeah. Whose fault is that, though? <laughs> Juan didn't watch anything. <laughs> you didn't watch anything last week either. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a main host. I could get away with that. Wow. <laughs> can you, though? It's supposed uh, to be your guest appearance. <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, fuck. How much news we got? Cause we got an hour on this recorder. I, t- I told you it's a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> ah. All right, let's 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 just give a a quick, um, non-spoilery review of Seven Daily Sins. And next week I'll go balls deep in uh, Escanor spoilers. <laughs> balls deep. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's talk about Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, season two. Three? Three. Three. It's, it's confusing because season uh, the, the middle season is like four episodes. But yeah, let's discuss Seven Deadly Sins. you've seen the whole show right yeah i just binged it in the past two days again <laughs> again wow yeah <laughs> uh and for those who don't know anything about seven daily like, sins is it that good <laughs> i mean again it's hard for me to recommend to people because like that first season so groping the groping but more so like i just feel like it's a basic shonen show until yeah. until the second season so basically you're saying y'all are basic bitches <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like one notch above Dragon Ball, like it's it's almost the modern day Dragon Ball Z to me, like it just After in terms the of third season, yeah, yeah, just in, just but just in terms of like, uh, how by the numbers, literally by the numbers in terms of power levels, they they actually bring in power levels into the show season two, and that tells tells me how basic shonen in this is because even what the fuck what do you what do you i don't know like an ad just popped up on my phone what are you doing <laughs> i'm watching port i'm on grinder <laughs> yeah clearly <laughs> wow <laughs> um but you know like shonens have evolved like my academia is what it is because we've gone through things like yu show dragon ball like these these older shonen that kind of set the the the, the basis for modern day shonen that have more layer more complexity but Seven Daily Sins for most of the series 
is a very like battle heavy. We're just uh, like the, it's not. I don't know. I, I like the characters later on, but initially it's very much just a basic shonen show to me. I mean, some of the fights that I did see because, like I said, I saw two episodes. So like the moment where whoever that guy is and Lodius. No, I'm not Melodious, but the guy... Meliodas. I guess he's the, the villain guy. He throws, like, that magical spear. Oh, Melody, the lightning spear? And he, and he senses it, mm-hmm. and he throws it back, and... Oh, that shit was so badass. This, like, that's badass. This stuff, is, like, stuff like that will get me into, but then the, it's the, the groping. I can't. I can't. That's really what the yeah, only thing holds you back? I can't. That's the only thing. That's the biggest thing. It's, an, it's stupid, but, like, I wouldn't say don't watch the show just because of that. I can't. It's not... It, it gets worse, honestly. It does get worse. That's why I was like, I can't. It gets way worse. I, I can't. Yeah, like I was telling you. Talking about panties. Yeah, it's at this point like he's like literally like his his face in a crotch and shit, and no one stops him. Yeah, it's like it's just fine now. But like yeah, season three, at one point she like literally just like hugs him and puts it like right in her breast. It's yep. just kind of weird. And she's cool with it. <laughs> yeah, like, she totally, is totally cool with it. Yeah, I I can't. And pedophilia's in the show too. But here's here's what separates this show from like a Dragon Ball. I think Seven Daily Sins what just makes it distinguished from other shonen anime is I think he does hype the best. Like in that moment you described with the lightning spear, where the dude chucks it like miles away, and then the main character catches it and then throws it back. Like that was a hype moment, and I think this show does those hype moments very very well. And that's what yeah. leads me into who my favorite character in the entire show is, Escanor. Praise the sun. That motherfucker is the definition of hype. He is literally hype incarnate for the show. Yep. Every time he shows up, and Juan, I think you'll agree with me on this, every single time that character shows up, it is a hype moment. Like, it is mm-hmm. a, whoa, this is fucking epic. It's memorable. He shows up, I think, three times. Why is he three? more powerful than Melodia? Because I... Didn't, in the first, he's in not a, in the first episode. No, didn't they say don't say that one. And I know in the manga he's not. I was really, say, didn't but... they say in the first episode that Melody he's like the leader and the most powerful one of the. He said in the first well, episode. Oh, you say one? You go, you go for it. Uh, you oh, take this. Well, I, I don't know if I want. I don't. I don't know if I want to go balls deep in it yet because you guys mm-hmm. are going next week. But it's because really, uh, Jordan, they're Jordan, Jordan's going to do it because I'm not watching it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's because um, the other seven deadly sins are they're human and Meliodas isn't. He's, he's a demon. Um, are they all human? Well, Merlin's not a human. Oh, uh, I actually have speculations, but we can't go deep in. Yeah. Um, yeah I wish I could. But. That. <laughs> but yeah, but okay, here's the thing. All the other Seven Daily Sins all have some kind of like special attribute, like Bond's immortal. Merlin's like a super sorceress. Um, what's his name? Uh, King is like an elf. Elf. Yeah. Uh, elf, a elf fairy. King. Yeah, the elf king or fairy king. The fairy king. king. The fairy king. Um... But what makes Escanor unique is that he's human, but he just has like this crazy magical curse. ability. I guess it's a curse. Yeah, it is a curse, but it's a curse that's good because the curse makes yeah. him like the sh- like ridiculously powerful when the sun's out. So he literally he's like Superman. He literally gets his powers from the sun, and the 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 later in the day it becomes, like at high noon, he's at his strongest. So literally, like, as the sun rises, he becomes more powerful. So he's more like Apollo. Yeah. Because Apollo, because Superman, he gets his power from the sun, but when the sun goes down, he's still Superman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just on the surface level, he's like, you know, he's the Superman of that world. Kind of. Yeah. Um, But you, in the first episode, Melody, uh, Meliodas says If you don't know that, who Apollo is, Google it. Wildstorm, DC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his husband is Midnighter. 
gay. See, I thought you were talking about Apollo the God, but no, okay. I'm talking about <laughs> Mid- Midnighter and Apollo. Oh, okay. Hashtag gay superheroes matter. But before they introduce Escanor, Mel- Melodius does say that Escanor is more powerful than even him. And he's yeah. not lying, but yeah, in the manga, no spoilers, but as as Melodius becomes more demon-like, as he activates more of his demon powers, he becomes stronger. But as of right now in the show, Escanor is hands down more powerful. And it's oh, yeah. fucking epic. Oh, he's the when best character. <laughs> he's got like Thor and Superman combined. Okay. The, but except he's like the best shit talker ever. Yo, that is what makes him my favorite character. His savagery is beyond anything. He real his and that's another thing. Like all the seven daily sins, they, they each of them are based on a sin. But only Escanor really exemplifies his sin in his like his characteristic his his personality. Like, you know what I mean? He's he's completely pride. Like everything he yeah. says is prideful. Um like you know, like Esca, uh, Melodius is wrath, but he's really only wrathful when he's in the full demon form. Other than that, he's like the most happy. Super nice. Yeah, I was like, he's wrath. Yeah, he's the happy-go-lucky Goku of the of the bunch. Um, bon is greed, but he's like one of the most selfless characters in the damn story. Said, bon, I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a pedophile. <laughs> Legit. He, is he? I mean, he loves a little girl. But she's like a thousand years old. I understand that, but she's still lowly. Like she looks yeah, like a little kid. <laughs> He's like, I love this bitch. This is my my number one girl. Um, but yeah. So the basic story of Seven Daily Sins it follows these seven. It's like uh, interview with the vampire where uh, Louis and had a relationship with the uh, Kristen Kristen Dunst's character, mm-hmm. even though she was an old woman technically because she was a vampire, but she was still in a little girl body. Yeah, that's an anime trope, though. They always make uh, the thousand-year-old people like little lowly girls. It's like, no, no, it's, it's okay because she's super old. It was like, mm, is she though? <laughs> but it, it based, the basic premise of Seven Daily Sins is, is about these seven characters uh, in this fantasy world that are super powerful. Um, they used to be like ex knights. Uh, they worked with like the holy knights back in the day, but they've been framed, so they're, they're outlaws now. And uh, eventually, the story becomes more about the demon world and the demons coming back, and there being another holy war. The between Ten them. Commandments. Yeah, the Ten Commandments, which is also badass because their yeah. things are each of their abilities are based on a commandment, and it's like a law that they have to follow as well as everyone around them. So for example, this is a guy called Gallon the Truth and his power is like it's like a passive ability where if you lie to him, you become stone. And the same way if he lies, he becomes stone. So it's like these these crazy rules that are like, like stone forever or stone for a certain amount of time. Stone until he dies. Um right? That is what happens, right? Yeah, until he dies. Yeah, until he dies. Except Merlin found a way around it. Yeah. Um but yeah, so it's the Seven Daily Sins basically ver- ultimately becomes a thing where the Seven Daily Sins are versus these ten demon generals of the Demon Lord's army. Um, and it ends up just being Meliodas. <laughs> it really does. It, 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 it's beca- Power levels in this mean nothing, but yet they... they 70,000. Yeah, they instituted power levels. But the power levels are really just for hype purposes. Like, oh shit, the number's so big, it's getting bigger! <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now, Michael. I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, I know you're thinking it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's very much like classic shonen, where it's like if you're not a Goku or a Vegeta, you basically become useless by the time they get to the main fights in season three slash two, whatever the season is. 
Um, but yeah, what, what do you think about Seven Deadly Sins, Juan? Um, I honestly, I enjoyed it, at least for now that we don't have Attack on Titans or My Hero. It's pretty good. Yeah. But if it, if it, I mean, if Attack on Titan was on and My Hero was on, I wouldn't even pay attention to it. Who's your favorite character? Um, I think Bond, but only because of those two episodes that he had in season three. Wait, which ones? The one where he meets his dad. Oh yeah, that was. That I was, cried. That was sad. Oh wow, you cried? Wow. I cried three times. Oh wow. I cried when he found out when he died, and when he came back, I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Me and my cousin, and my died. cousin, were watching it, and he was like, "Fuck!" When he died, yeah. he started crying. <laughs> that was good. That whole Bond backstory um, stuff was good. His relationship. Yeah, other than that, no, uh, go, go for it. What were you saying? Oh, I mean, other than that, I mean, I also like uh, the Fairy King. Really, you like cool. King? Yeah, uh, I mean, not when he goes like fat. <laughs> when he's uh, in his, glut- weird. his gluttony form. <laughs> yeah, but like when he uses his staff and he's just like just straight up just moving like two fingers and just making a staff go around. That's that's like super cool. It's so funny. Like again, Parlors make no fucking sense in this show. Like the power scaling is so broken that when he was introduced, I thought he was like one of the strongest characters in the show. By the time he gets yeah. to season three, he's like one of the weakest. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Um, not Escanor, really? I was expecting you to say Escanor. Well, I mean, if we're talking about like super overpowered characters, it's like Escanor than Meliodas. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody else. But story wise, I like the other ones. I All mean, right. Escanor doesn't. We don't really know too much about. Let me ask you this: I've been talking to Bradley. Uh, Life is nerdy on Instagram, um, and he agrees with this with this statement. But I want you to weigh in since you've also seen My Academia in this show. Would you say that Escanor is a more hype character? than All Might. No. You wouldn't. Okay. Mm. That's interesting. Well, uh, I feel no, only because we know a lot more about All Might than we know a lot more about Escanor. Okay, see, I'm with you on that. Um, he's, uh, Bradley's thoughts were, he felt like Escanor is more hype overall. He even went as far as to say that the Escanor, his last fight in season three was better than the All for One fight. Uh, versus All Might. I disagree with that. And you can look at my reaction video on YouTube to see why I disagree because that fucking made me so emotional that All for One Fight. You cried. Yeah, like a baby. Like a bitch, really. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, based on, based on everything that you're saying and even based on the two episodes that I've seen, it's the the in terms of the fight choreography itself, it's, it seems like it's, it's better. better than, Seven Daily Sins Because like I said, the All Might fight was just him blocking fucking wind blasts with his arm see that's what there was more emotion behind it yes that's that's where mm-hmm. I in terms of the fight like. itself mm-hmm. it was really like I said it was just him blocking wind blasts mostly mostly it's, but My Academia does a great thing where like they only use bursts of like amazing fight choreography and animation and then the rest of it is like driven by emotion yeah like the fight in the movie was way more choreographed yeah than the um, all for one fight but I'll say this I feel like Escanor the way I described him earlier is accurate in the in the sense that he is hype, like he's the epitome of hype. So when he shows up, there's always an epic moment. But All Might overall is a more uh, fleshed out and I think a better character because he yeah. has, he has hype moments, but they're also motivated by emotions and and and, and character development. Escanor is pure. Yeah, Escanor is pure. Like this is fucking badass, and he's gonna talk it's savagery, shit. and he's gonna talk shit to you as he's whooping your ass, and it makes it even yeah. more badass. So 
I will agree that overall, Escanor is more hype than All Might, but All Might, the the hype moments for All Might are more meaningful. So like his mm-hmm. fight against Nomu, more meaningful. The fight against All for yeah. One, more meaningful. His little exhibition with Deku and Bakugo, more meaningful. But yeah. but pure badassery, I would say Escanor has the edge. But I'll say this, even the fact that there's a debate about it shows you, I think, how great Seven Deadly Sins is at manipulating like your, your levels of hype for the show. It's it's that's I think I think that's the major strength of the show. To make you go, yeah. oh shit <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I I guess it rivals my hero only because we haven't seen any other show that has so many characters and works so well with them at the same time besides my hero. Yeah, I feel like Seven Deadly Sins, especially by the time you get to the third season, you you have an appreciation for a lot of the main characters. And there, there are a lot, not just the seven daily sins, but even like the the other characters that are like their friends, and they, you know, the holy knights, you know, the yeah, king, the knights, yeah. And the holy knights becoming so useless by the time we get to the third season. Like they were, they were basically, like, they were so powerful season one, and then by the get to season three, when, it's like, oh, you're still here. <laughs> when little girl throws that staff at the beginning, and then you know, the artist just catches and throws it back, you're like, oh my god, he's super strong. And then season two, oh, you guys are weak. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, why are you even a challenge season one? Like, I don't understand. Why are you still here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest scenes I would compare to my hero was when Escanor was fighting Meliodas' brother, and he hits mm. him, and he, he hits the floor, and then he's like, are you looking for something on the floor? I was like, Whoa! Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't want to get and into hardcore I- spoilers, but fuck. Yeah, that, that, was, that was great. Shut up. You don't know. <laughs> but yeah, the Estherosa fight. Yeah, I guess I would compare that one to the scene where he does the United States of Smash because I guess I was I wasn't equally as excited, but it it did kind of make me go like, oh my god, that's like, it's crazy. Yeah, the United States of Smash I think is like the equivalent to that to Escanor is that fight when he does the um that that whole fucking badass line where he's like, uh, who says my physical attack can harm you? Who decided that? Who says your darkness swallowed up my son? Who decided that? I'm the like, one I who decides. Decide. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yo, you're fucking Walter White right now. I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> oh, That's big dick energy. It is big dick energy. <laughs> Cruel son. Like, oh, that shit was so fun. Every time Escanor becomes giant, and Juan, you know what I mean by that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when he becomes a giant, big dick. oh, that fucking big dick That's energy is so <laughs> real. You know who else has big dick energy? Henry Cavill. Me. Oh, okay, oh. <laughs> the other Superman. <laughs> All right, but what would you rate the uh, the show overall? One, uh, I give it a perfect vision. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. If if you had asked me that what my rating was after season one, I might have set like a a low more than passable. Yeah, I give it a low more yeah. than passable. But by the time you introduce Escanor, and like I said, I, I watched that show. No, I give it a high more than passable. Shut up, you don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch and praise the goddamn sons, which you need to do. <laughs> uh... And you have to watch the whole thing. Why would you agree with that? Like, you, you can't even appreciate Escanor unless you watch the entire show to understand the power scaling because he breaks the yeah. power scaling. Yeah, because he's fighting, and then Marlon's like, oh my god, I just went 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, and... Yeah, like, if you don't watch the show, it means nothing. But, um... Alright, okay, slight spoilers for anybody who doesn't want to hear this. Just skip forward to news in, like, two minutes. But um, Guys, we gotta be quick, because we only got an hour left. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm talking about something that makes sense, and now I'm kind of hyped. That 
how broken Escanor is, bro. I'm talking to you, Juan. That scene with yeah. Estherosa, where his power. Remember, I talked before Michael about passive abilities with Ten Commandments and how like the truth mm-hmm. guy. If you tell if you tell a lie, you turn to stone. His passive ability was love, and if you have hate in your heart, you can't fight him. Do you understand how fucking broken that is? I was like, wouldn't so that everybody be- around him. Yeah, I was like, him. wouldn't that be everybody? Yes, and what's well, it for Escanor? Because he says that he doesn't feel anything for somebody weaker than him. That's what I was gonna get to. That fucking moment where everyone's paralyzed and is like, we can't fight him because like we have hate in our hearts. To uh, uh, the fact that we hate him means we can't fight him. I'm like, okay, so who who can possibly fight this guy? And then the way Escanor parts the crowd and walks like a fucking G up to the Escanor, gets right in his face, and is like, why would I hate someone weaker than myself? I was like, oh! <laughs> There's so but then many- while he does that, he like leaned in and then stood up straight and told him that. Oh, dude. And just said it with his chest. Yo, Escanor has so many gangster lean moments in the fucking show. It's so fucking good. That moment fucking blew my goddamn mind. We asked yeah, when he asked um uh Bon Bon, can you just tell me how far away is, is the lake outside of the, the the city boundaries? He's like, yeah, he's like, but why why are you asking? Does it matter? That? Yeah, it doesn't matter right now. He's like, thank you. And then he turns around, boom! S. Rosa goes flying like uh, across the entire city to that lake he just talked about, and he's just like, bitch, wait, shit! <laughs> Throws his ass in the lake, <laughs> burns the lake. Fucking so fucking good. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> I love I love that good That shit is so right. it's crazy. It's crazy because he didn't just take out um the uh, what is it? the malevolent sin uh, commandment. I mean, he didn't just take him out. He took him out and um the other brother. He took them both out. But if you, did you notice that every time Escanor showed up, he took out two commandments by himself. That shit was yeah. amazing. Like it's so fucking hype. Oh, so good. Like. That same fight, not only does that guy have one broken power, which is that love thing, but his other power is he can deflect all physical attacks 200% back at you. Like, it doesn't matter how strong your attack is, he can deflect it, and it's double damage back to you. Yeah, full counter. It's just like Meliodas' uh, ability. Because they're magic. all brothers. Yeah, yeah, they're brothers. But his is like a full counter of magic. His is a full yeah. counter of physical attacks. And Esker's whole thing attack, yeah. is like super powerful physical attacks. So it's like, all right, how the fuck are you going to beat that? This motherfucker is so strong, he can he can power through a full counter. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, it, it breaks logic, but it's so hype how it he does, does it. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't awesome. care for the explanation. Make it work. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That sounds but, like Dragon I mean, Ball. That sounds like Dragon Ball Super no, all over. Okay, it yeah, kind of is. <laughs> I was about to say that. No, before like you start comparing to Dragon Ball Z, the only difference is that these characters... Or like the Ten Commandments are like the most overpowered characters. Like their power level is like seventy thousand, eighty thousand. Like Merlin compared them all together, and together they made a combined total of like half a million points, I think. And the only one that's even remotely close is Meliodas with seventy thousand. And I mean Escanor when he gets like super much stronger, like yeah. midday. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. nobody else compares to these characters besides those two characters. That's why it's like so badass that he defeated those characters. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I was talking about before, Michael, with the power scaling being broken. Like once they introduce the Ten Commandments, literally, it's like the Krillin effect for like ninety nine percent of the cast. Like yeah. everybody <laughs> becomes useless except for the mate, except for Meliodas. And then when they introduce Escanor, Escanor, even Merlin does some cool stuff later on. But the fact that it was like yeah. how you're sitting there going, if they couldn't, it's like literally all the characters together couldn't be. The weakest demon 
at the end of the season one. So you're sitting there going, how the fuck is anyone going to beat these like 10 demons who are way stronger than that guy? And then we have a character like Escanor show up and he breaks all like your preconceived notions of how powerful the characters could be in the show. It just adds to the hype. So, yes, so I would recommend watching He's the one it. punch man of the universe. Yes! <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yes, he is. And would you recommend uh, Michael to watch the show, Juan? I would. I just hoped you'd get past the groping. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's kind of hard. It's kind of like the drooling for like uh, Rick and Morty. He's like, it's kind of bad. It's so weird to you me. Kind of get over it. That you're the same person that's like, oh, rape she's not that bad. But then you're talking about, oh, but the groping, I can't stand it. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, because gotcha, bitch. No. <laughs> he said, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> no, because because uh, the rape. Like, <laughs> I can't justify this. No, it's already in. No, no, because no, like that. Like, I could stop groping. Yeah, I was like, you could already, you could st- like somebody could say something. Like nobody's saying anything. No, they do. They do. They, they, they make it seem like it's not okay. Like it's okay. Well, at first they do. No, but they, later they, they actually they, yeah, they start beating him. Because at least like Master yeah, Roshi does. Like when Master Roshi does stuff, he gets slapped. Yeah. Yes. Hey, man. He's a creepy old well, like, guy. like in the rape scene, like they got it were con- there were consequences for that. They mm. got killed. But for him, it was just like he gets slapped on the wrist every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, slap. He on does the basically <laughs> very lightly. Sl- it's a one very thing, light slap. Say, like, oh, stop one being thing so I- cute. Yeah, Thank basically, yeah. <laughs> that's really what it is. One thing I really found disturbing. I don't know if this gets into spoilers, but not too much, like story wise. But well, actually, it does. Um, but when we find out, when we go into like the flashback where Meliodas, like takes care of elizabeth and she was a baby and she calls him that was she weird. Calls her my woman i was like what the fuck i forgot about that thank you for reminding she's literally me like, creepy that was. like three months old and then he's like um i think it's the first grandmaster and he's like i'll take care of the girl for you he's like let go of my woman and i was like what the fuck yeah, then you find out later that she's the reincarnation of that girl he likes so i kind of get that yeah. now but it's still creepy as fuck when you've been like you've been perving on this girl since she was like a, a toddler you know what I mean? Yeah. Or not perving on her, but he was scheming on her. So then, as soon, like, he knew her when she was a kid. So then, as soon as she grows up, you're, you're like you're feeling her up and shit. So I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's At the how, beginning, I thought how, it was gonna be like the other girl's daughter, but I was like, no, that seems weird. That's how I felt about uh, in the comics, Xander and Dawn are a couple. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm like, you knew her since she was a kid, and like. <laughs> now y'all are having sex like what ew weird <laughs> what does Buffy say like, about that <laughs> like I get Dawn is an adult now but Xander's a much older adult <laughs> like he was old in the show yeah he was oh, he in Alabama yeah he was in his 20s when she was, was still he? like when she was still like he looked like he was in his 30s in that well the actor the, the actor was oh, okay. but the character kind of like Ryan Potter is 28 but he's playing like 14 yeah okay or whatever uh. <laughs> <laughs> pedophilia <laughs> Creeptastic. All right. Yeah, well, that being said, they're in a nice long relationship. Now let's get into James Gunn is moving far in DC. <laughs> let's get into Newsweek with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga. You better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want kitty gay things. Hand me down. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. And we've got 45 minutes, Michael, so no uh, pressure. I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. So, uh, Venom. Venom. 
gonna get in them, whatever. So, and, and today's sad news, Six said, I'm like, they need to just call the shop at this point. So, Venom is doing very strong. They just opened in China, and they opened with their uh, the second highest grossing uh, Chinese box office for a superhero movie at like... Uh, I don't remember the exact number because it's not in front of me, but a hundred and like thirty-one million dollars. No, hundred and eleven million dollars, which was only surpassed by by Infinity War. So Infinity War is number one, and Venom is now number two for a solo superhero film. So because of that, now sequel. What's with your face? Oh, I'm like something in my eyes. Oh, I thought I, just, I thought you were reading something. I'm like winking at you. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, save that for after the podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so now because of because of the success of Venom in China, Venom has now surpassed Justice League at the worldwide <laughs> box office. <laughs> Wait, is this sad news? This is hilarious. That's why I said it's, that's why I said it's so sad. So sad. But no, sad for Warner Brothers. <laughs> that's fucking disgraceful. Sad. We're living in a world where Venom did better than Justice League. Wow. Yep. So it wasn't even like it was a great Venom movie. <laughs> like, it wasn't. That's the that's the thing. Wow. But th- this this is more like sad news for us. So well, here's here's one note about that though. There was just as much CGI used on Venom's mouth as it was in Henry Cavill's mouth. Uh. <laughs> yeah, probably even a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> at least at least the detail of Venom looks look look good. But. Now they're saying that reports are saying that because of the success of Venom, it's more likely that Sony may not re-up their Spider-Man deal with Marvel. Wanting to get Spider-Man in the Venom sequel. Because now they're like, we don't need we don't need Marvel. Because the reason they made the deal was because Sony was going bankrupt. Because a lot of their movie properties, like pretty much every division of Sony except so for the video game. So they have one moderately successful movie and they're like, oh, we don't need you anymore, MCU. Yeah, based, the, only, the only division of Sony that was really uh, profitable was their video game division. So because they were in financial trouble, they, that's why they made the deal. Because they were like, we need, we need help, we need help. But now that Venom is doing so great, they're like, the reports are saying, like, there's no reason for them to do it. I'll read the exact quote. It says, the fuck out of here. If it had failed, there is a chance Sony would have definitely returned to the bargaining table with Disney. Now that's up in the air. Sony took a calculated risk with Venom, and it's now going to be a series. It seems Disney needs Sony Spider-Man more than Sony needs Disney. If they constantly make films audiences want to see, Disney will have to buy Sony to get Spider-Man back. This is just the beginning of Sony's reemergence as a studio of box office distinction. Bro, it's one They're movie. not going to give it up without a fight. It's one fucking movie. Hey, bet money, if they make a Morbius movie, it ain't doing that well. You know what I'm saying? They 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 rode the back of No, but the I just, but also at the same time people said that about Venom. So I don't know. But Venom has a thousand percent more recognizability than than Morbius. You know what I mean? Like Venom at least the fans know who that is, and he's a fan favorite character. So it, maybe if like the you know the you know the mainstream audiences might not know who Venom is, the hype behind the fans knowing who he is is enough to drive like audiences to see it. And word of mouth, oh, I love Spider Man. Venom's part of Spider Man. What is Spider Man gonna be in it? But Morbius? But who knows the fuck that but, is? But even go going back to your point, like because of that though, now that kind of gives Sony more of power or cards on the table to go. 
okay, now that our Venom property was so popular and he's so connected to Spider-Man, we want our character back and put him in a Spider-Man movie. Like, fuck this deal. It expires. The contract is up. We fulfilled our, we fulfilled our obligation already. You did, you did your, um, what, what was it? Like six appearances or whatever. Now we want him back. Like, we don't have to re, re-, re- up this deal. Okay, we- well, I want the House of Mouse to come destroy Sony. <laughs> I want Mickey Mouse to fucking run the fucking shade on all of them. So, I don't I don't know. But that's that's what the reports are saying. That makes so. me so mad. How dare you? So, we'll see. This is, this is our fear. We literally <laughs> talked about this. That if Venom was successful, it's going to embolden Sony to do some bullshit like this. Agreed. God damn it. But all I'm right. like, we'll see. I don't know. But speaking of something else being emboldened... <laughs> Hey, Juan, meet your mic. What? Oh, yeah, you got like, like <laughs> oh, background noise going on. But yeah, so speaking of emboldening, so I was, funny enough, I was going to save this for the end, but okay. because Venom is already in the news, I was like, eh, it's not going to make sense for me to save this in the end. Okay. But shout out to Rashan, because he's the one that put me on this. He said, bring this up, because I want Jordan's reaction. Oh, no, what does so, that mean? Somebody asked uh, the director of Venom a question, and he responded. So, uh, Benjamin Bailey asked, I have an important question, Ryan, who's the director. If Eddie gets an erection while wrapped in the symbiote, does... <laughs> what? I was going to say this was this an important question. This is an important question. Got it. If Venom, if Venom gets an erection while wrapped in the symbiote, does Venom get an erection or does the symbiote hide it? <laughs> and the, he responded... He said the symbiote takes care of it. What the fuck what? does that mean? So that's exactly. I was like, so wait, does that mean he takes like he takes yeah, care, like he takes yeah, yeah, he gives him yeah, he gives him a handy, or does he like is he takes care of it like he hides it like? Because my mind is like I'm I want to like, believe that he gives him a handy. Yeah, I'm like he gives him he giving him a handy. He's, he's pretty <laughs> in love with Eddie in the movie. Yeah, Eddie, we're like one. inches. Like he wanted to make out with him when he was in his girlfriend for we're, no reason. So. We're, we're one, Eddie. I need you, Eddie. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a symbiote pussy for you, Eddie. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking weird, man. Who is this person asked this question? <laughs> Why? His name is Benjamin. Ben- I mean, he's verified on Twitter, so he's somebody. But I don't know. I don't know who he's he somebody. is. I don't know who he is. He's a dick enthusiast. <laughs> but he's asking those really tough questions. Yeah, he's asking those hard hitting questions. Because it's not something I thought about, but I'm like, that's that's actually a good question. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I need, I need to know that you need to know these things. <laughs> Did I? Because you, you do get weird boners at certain at r- random places sometimes. So if you're fighting crime and you get a boner, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> what? The world, the now the world knows the symbiote takes care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's what I was thinking about, all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you were. Yeah, I couldn't sleep at night without knowing what. <laughs> but what about Venom's boners? <laughs> yeah. Thinking about Elastigirl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last thick girl. But anyway, speaking of something else being thick, mm-hmm. uh, the creator of My Hero Academia has lots of thick wads of cash because... What a, what a segue that was. <laughs> Thick wads of cash. Thick wads of cash. (laughs) Because My Hero Academia is dominating book sales in the U.S., taking 15 out of the top 20 spots for uh, their volume. So volume 15 is number two. Yeah, man. Volume five. I mean, yeah, volume two is number five. Volume one is number seven. Volume 14 is number eight. And I can go on and go on. The only thing that's number, that's that's beating it 
it, even though technically it's not beating it because it's only one, yeah. Saga is number one. Okay, wow. What is that? You it's don't a, know Saga? Yeah, it's a comic. Yeah, it's a comic. Um, I read that one. It's, I mean, it's good. Um, but for Mark Demon, it makes the most sense. I mean, this is like, like I said, this is like a modern day Dragon Ball Z Sailor Moon, where it's like the it's the it anime of the modern times right now, and it's, it's honestly the perfect the perfect jumping on point for like comic book fans into anime because it's superheroes for anime. Oh no, I said fifteen. It's taking six other spots. I said fifteen. This the list is twenty, and it's six other spots that it's on oh, okay. for the top twenty. Oh, uh, okay. But it's still it's still dominating. Yeah. So I'm ready. I'm ready. I just got a bunch of Nova. I'm reading. ready. I'm ready for season four. Probably. I'm. I think I might read tomorrow. <laughs> Don't you dare! Don't you fucking dare! But speaking of something else that's dominating, this is a shocker though. So according to Screen Rant, okay, they're saying that Agents of Shield is actually the true flagship of Marvel television because. It is the strongest brand of all of Marvel television, which includes Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has really? higher ratings than all of the Netflix shows. Wow. Okay. Didn't know that. Interesting. That's which, Yeah, that surprised me. Very much so, because I don't, I don't even hear people talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. I mean, I do, but not, really. not, not as much. Yeah. I never watched it. What? I never watched it. I'm not that... I mean... That's not that surprising to me. It was I mean, it was I, a hard people to jump into the first season, especially. Yeah, the first yeah. season. But then as it got later on, even you said, I said, say it. You're talking about a guy that is like, I'm a host on a podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to watch it. Yeah. No, I don't you don't know. have to. We, 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 we don't watch Legends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't Legends know. Legends is trash. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Somebody so, said it. <laughs> go, Agents of Shield is it? Like you when uh, when I tried to get you and Jamie to watch season four, you're like, oh, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Then you what? Then when you guys watch it, you were gushing about it. Then yeah. you said the same thing about season five. You're like, oh, I watched the first episode. It was so boring. And then you finally watched it. You were gushing about it. But think about it, if I didn't have a podcast, I probably wouldn't have watched it. You know what I'm saying? So that I think that's a good example of like. I had to force myself to watch it. And yeah, I enjoyed it. But like, you know, if you fell off first season, I don't expect anybody who doesn't do a podcast to jump back in. Well, apparently people mm-hmm. are because it's the, it's the flagship. Hmm. <laughs> Highest rated show. So, I mean, kudos, that, too, kudos to Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I'd say I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised. It's a network show as opposed to Netflix. But a, lot, a lot of people have Netflix, though. Yeah, that's true. But it's still, a, like, it's more of a gateway of entry you get to pay for the service if you have cable you can watch things as a shield yeah I don't have cable oh well never mind <laughs> <laughs> whatever anyway so uh, I don't have a segue for this but <laughs> it's too late for segue. <laughs> so the runtime for Aquaman has officially been revealed and it's going to be five hours one hour and forty three minutes. One hour and forty three minutes. I mean, no, one hundred and forty three minutes. One hundred. I said one hour. One hundred and forty three minutes long, which translates to two hours and thirty eight minutes, which now makes wow. it which will, longer. Just like, okay. which will make it the longest of the solo movies, but not longer than BVS. Oh, what was Man of Steel? Oh no, it's actually wait. Hold up. Is it longer than Man of Steel? I don't remember. I don't remember how long Man of Steel was. No, no, no. It says it's the same length as Man of Steel. Oh, okay. 
And uh, Wonder Woman was... Uh, That's a fucking damn shame. Wonder Woman was 141 minutes, so two minutes less. Okay. Suicide Squad was 123 minutes. Justice League was 119 minutes, which is, I'm like, that's sad. It's so like, sad. Aquaman is longer that. than... <laughs> but these solo movies are longer than your team-up film. And BVS was 151. Ah, uh, so, such garbage. <laughs> I like but yeah, but would I'm, you say BVS is a better movie than Justice League? Because I would. I would. Yeah, okay. What about you, Juan? In hindsight. I haven't watched any of them. In you hindsight. BVS or Justice League? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, wow. I, watched, I was like, what? <laughs> I watched BVS, but I fell asleep during the movie. So, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and then Justice League, I went really excited. And the first time I saw it, I was like super gushing all over the theater at it. Because I went when it premiered on a Thursday. Yeah. I was like super hyped and I didn't see any of its flaws until the next day. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I was going to say, funny enough, in hindsight, I would say it's better because remember, like, I, I, hate, I hated BVS when it first came out. But then after, remember on the podcast, Jamie, mm. when Jamie was still here, we talked about, we were like, it wasn't that bad. Like, we had some enjoyment. And Jamie really was like, no, you. what are you watching? <laughs> I mean, she's right. She was right. You guys yeah, gave she, it a more than passable. She was, she was right. No, we gave it a. We gave it a more than passable. Wait, we gave it a more than passable? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, disgusting. I mean, yeah, this is Blur Vision facts. He no. he, he has to know. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe we re- I think we re-reviewed it afterwards though. I think we gave it passables. Like, yeah, because you guys were like super excited because like everybody was together. You guys were like, we want to give it a perfect vision, but I mean, it, it was pretty short. So you guys gave it a more pass. Psst, I don't remember saying. Yeah, that. I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> saying that. Part. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> Don't quote me. <laughs> Don't quote me. Um, but yeah, I think Justice League was better at tricking you to thinking you liked the movie because it, 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 the tone was more fun. So you left like going, okay. That was, and because of how dark and dreary BVS was and like how low expectations were coming out, you're just like, well, at least it wasn't terrible. So it made you feel like it was a better movie than it was. But because I remember saying that we was like it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. Yeah, like I hated. BBS. But when you look back on it, it's like what was really there. The best part was when Superman looked at the Flash. <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> Whoa, he looked right at him. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible fucking villains. Terrible fucking. So basically, guys. Don't listen to Jordan and I. You have to go back. Just listen to everything. Jamie was right. Yeah. So Hashtag Jamie was right. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to anything we say because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Jamie was ahead of her time. She was. <laughs> true, true, outrageous. I can still hear it on the wind sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish she would have left the, the review or thing, whatever, for the 100th episode. Yeah, word. <laughs> she never even got back to me. No, after all this time. And she's like, she's like, she's off Instagram again. Like, I haven't seen her post in like mad long. No, I haven't. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't know. She's better than us. <laughs> she's doing <laughs> us. But anyway, so speaking of something that's better, Avengers 4, <laughs> better than Justice League. Oh, man, so the Russo brothers came out and said the official runtime, and it's not long enough, the official mm-hmm. runtime of Avengers 4 is going to be, dun, 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 three hours. Should have been five. <laughs> it should have been eight. <laughs> Give me a 24 hours. <laughs> 24 I'm hour like, movie. I'll make sure I prep. I'll get all my food and stuff in before. I'll piss and shit before the movie. <laughs> and I'll sit for the whole eight hours, not moving, glued to the I'm screen. I'm going to try two how, how, long was, how long was Infinity War? Like two and a half. Two and a half? Okay. Well, at least longer so than So extra War. half. No, I think, no, it was 229, I think. Okay. As long as it's longer than Infinity War, we're cool. <laughs> I still need. If Titanic can be like three and a half hours, 
I, I need Infinity War to be if fucking Wolf of Wall Street to be like three oh one or whatever. I need Avengers four to be. They don't want to. They don't want to bore the kids, Michael. This is this is the last movie of this half of like of what we know yeah. that started with Iron Man one. Yeah, I need a twenty seven hour movie. <laughs> it's for the kids. They don't want the, Fuck the kids to get the bored. kids. Short attention spans. This isn't for the kids. They weren't born. <laughs> Fuck you, Jimmy. Yeah, this, is me. This, is for, this is for me. I'm so, I love you, Jacob, but you aren't alive. Wow. You weren't I alive. Jacob. Jacob's like fucking 16 or he, whatever. He's four months old. Wow. He's, he's, oh a, he, he's not even, he's a zygote. I was talking kids like 10. <laughs> even them, they weren't alive when I'm, this isn't for them. Oh, okay. This is for me. <laughs> who was sitting in the theater in college <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> For real, damn. Yeah, it really makes you feel old. We're old. Yeah, <laughs> you're old. I'm forever young. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Speaking of something that is also forever young, my PlayStation is forever young because I still have it. What does that mean? I don't Your know. <laughs> it was terrible, but that's <laughs> 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 a terrible segue. But I'll go with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, it's a young PlayStation. Got it's it. a young PlayStation because PlayStation Four is still in effect. Okay. So that means people are still playing it. So. It's, <laughs> It's still hip with the kids, but it's not hip with Jordan because he doesn't have one. I was waiting for that. I was like, all right, we're getting back to how I don't have one. <laughs> so they just came out with the next DLC of uh, the Spider-Man PS4 game. That's still yeah. That joint. <laughs> so yeah, I played that Black Cat one last month. And Yo, now, she's thick, son. Now the new one is coming out uh, called Turf Wars. Okay. And it's going to focus, Spider-Man is going to be fighting uh, Tombstone. Mm, and it comes, big man. and it comes out on November twentieth. Maybe I'll have a PS4 by then. <laughs> but you'll still be playing the main story. You'll tell me what I'll be doing. <laughs> I, I oh, they have doing. a talking about getting a PS4. They have a bundle at, um, at Black Friday, two hundred dollars for the PS4 and yeah. yeah I, me- I mentioned that. Mm. Yeah, we have a couple people mentioning it to us too. I'm totally gonna get it. But now that I know what I now that I know what I know about the Spider Man DLC stuff, I think I'm gonna wait till they all come out. Why? Because I thought they were they're all I thought they were all standalone stories, but they're not apparently. Because the way the the Black Cat one ended, it ended on a cliffhanger. So like to be continued. I was like, oh, I thought it was a stand. Like had I known they were all gonna be like one May story, so it's a continuous story. Yeah, one continuous story oh. split up into three DLCs. I would have just waited to the end. Oh. That's what I did with like the the Telltale Walking Game, Walking yeah. Dead games. Like I don't, I don't, because they all come out like episode one to come out in like April, and episode two won't come out until like fucking September. What's I the, wait till they all come out and then I play it because I don't feel like waiting. What's the last, uh, the last one, one is December, so I'm assuming it's probably gonna be December twentieth. But they said what's gonna be about. No, it's not. They didn't say what it's gonna be about. Oh, okay, cool. All right, that's interesting. They just said that the title was going to be Silver Lining, so I'm assuming Silver Sa- it's going to be Silver Sable related. <laughs> oh, you got to segue into that movie that's going to come out. <laughs> but it's not e- not even because Silver Sable, like Silver Lining, Silver Sable. No, no, I mean like oh, that. I thought you meant Miles Morales because that comes out in December. No, no, no. If no, they Silver- were smart, they would have did that. No, they're doing. Yeah, what the fuck was the Miles Morales stuff at? He he's he 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 has a cameo in the the Black Cat game. He calls Spider Man like, hey. There's no Miles Morales getting what's powers. With, what's stuff? up with that? Tra- well, he get he gets his powers. Maybe if you play the game, uh, you would know. Uh, <laughs> you know. You would know the answer. <laughs> but yes, he gets. You're not a real Spider-Man fan. He gets his powers at the end of the game. Never. <laughs> yeah, he gets his powers at the end of the game. Uh, okay. A suit or no? No. 
you're, you're asking for too much, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to spoil it. Like, the game. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So anyway, speaking of speaking of uh of a suit reveal or reveal, so they revealed a uh, first look of Clark Kent and Lois Lane in the Elseworld story. In her weird bathrobe. Yeah, her bathrobe. <laughs> looking. Did you see? Well, you can't probably can't see. I'm this. like, you're gonna hold it up to the Skype. I can't. I can't even. I'll get closer. Ah, my headphones are snagging. You've seen it online, Juan. It's the picture of um, the lowest lane from CW. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a different Superman. I was like, did you just Photoshop this one and just put the lowest lane in it? <laughs> no, it's regular Tyler Hecklin smiling in this in this picture, unlike mm-hmm. the Henry Cavill pictures. <laughs> But I'm like, yeah, she looks she she looks Lois Laney. She looks more she looks like Margot Robbie more than Amy Adams. Yeah, I would like to see her in, you know, actual Lois Lane outfit, not that weird robe thing she's got going on, but yeah. I mean, maybe that's her outfit. She's just chilling in the Fortress <laughs> of Solitude. I, mean, yeah, all day. I was like, she looks like she's in the Fortress of Solitude. But then I'm like, you're in the Fortress of Solitude, bro. And like it's the Antarctic. Yeah, right? the Antarctic. <laughs> like you're not, you're not cold. <laughs> Maybe he's got a good heating system in that fucking Center Fortress of Solitude. He's got a good heating system in his dick. Oh, wait, no, but it is mad icy. <laughs> I'm remembering it now. They, they, they went there the first season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Kara goes there. She hasn't gone there recently, but she goes there all the time, and there's no Superman. Yeah. Like, he's it's always off world. It's his Fortress of Solitude. It's not hers, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's never there. Off world. <laughs> Doing off world things. Uh, I am so tired. <laughs> like I'm about to fall asleep right now. Well, since I mentioned it, I was like, should I mention this or should I not? What? Whatever. So anyway, Charmed and Legacies have been renewed. For, have been have gotten a full season order. Do you finish that show? What Legacies? You said you liked it. What? I didn't finish it. It just started. Like the season just started. Oh, that's right. CW. My bad. Yeah. I, I'm thinking it's Netflix or some shit. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I st- I'm still. I still like it. Okay. I like it better than Charmed. Like Charmed. Really. Charmed, I watched. I was like, uh, it's interesting, but I'm not intrigued. Mm. So, like I said, I was saying, I'll give it four episodes. I just the four episodes are done. I watched the first four episodes. You're out. I'm not out, but I'm not. But I'm like watching out of curiosity. Out of curiosity, more yeah. than I'm like, oh, what's the next? Like, what's next week? But legacies, I'm like, oh shit, what's gonna happen next week? Wow, unexpected. Very unexpected. What a twist. <laughs> so. You you said really? Have you watched the shows? Yeah, you made me watch Charm, uh, Sabrina, and Texas <laughs> and the Buffy. So yeah, I did. You made me. Apparently, I made I, I didn't make you do anything because you didn't watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I watched Charmed, and um, I've never watched the original series, so I don't know how it compares. But I really liked it. Besides oh, the social justice warrior stuff you, that the sister does, liked it. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the the cracked out Night King? <laughs> trash. <laughs> Using fucking, and again, like uh, using science to, to for magic. Like I hate it. Yeah, oh, the baking soda. <laughs> not I got a, baking soda. <laughs> not even just the baking soda, but there was another episode where she made the, the most recent episode. She made some type of science concoction to. She's like, yeah, it's like the plague, and you know, if you do this, the penicillin or whatever, it can do whatever. And I'm like, why do you hate science? What is that? Uh, what, what, <laughs> no science. Or the and, truth serum with like spices. Science and magic shouldn't work. It clashes. Shit, no. No, man. Science is just magic that 
I fucked that up. <laughs> I, hate, I, hate, I hate that explanation. No, or it's magic not. Magic that, that is, you don't understand or No, whatever. it's not magic then. Yeah. Fuck that. The, the thing that was kind of stupid was, uh, I think it was the second episode where they do that little Venom goo. I was like, why are they stealing Venom stuff? I didn't even see the second episode. There was, there was some Venom. After that social justice warrior shit, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> anyway, so moving on. So, uh, Disney is officially uh, named their streaming service. It's going to be Disney Plus. Not Disney Play? No, not Disney Play anymore. So, it's Disney Plus coming from okay. Bob. Because I was like, wait, wasn't it Disney Play? I was like, why is this news? I guess not anymore. Bob Iger himself, Disney Plus with the Plus logo. Hmm. And they also confirmed, because it was, wasn't confirmed, it was just speculation or it was in talks. But the contracts are signed, the T's are crossed, and the I's are... D- and the eyes are dotted. The Tom Hiddleston Loki series is officially a go. Oh, yeah. I saw a post about that. Yep. And uh, also with that, uh, Diego Luna's character from uh, Rogue One. I'm like, I barely even remember him. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, I was I like, saw that I barely remember him. He's getting his own prequel series. Cassian was his name? Cassian yeah. Andor. Yeah. He's getting his he own. He was the, the Spanish Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's getting his own prequel series. <laughs> For the Disney it's streaming a, it's service. It's a sequel. It's a series just about him? I thought it's he was making an appearance no, or something. it's a series about him. Focused on his character. Wow. That, I was like, I don't remember. Fuck that. Jack shit about his character. Give me, I want Donnie Yen. I know they're never going to do that, but if you're going to give me a solo series about someone from Rogue One, it's Donnie yeah, Yen's character. give me character. Donnie Yen. What the fuck? Cassie Andor. I don't give a fuck about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the name. Cool name, though. <laughs> uh, no, the name of the actor... Diego Luna is like super popular. So is Donnie Yen. <laughs> Probably harder. I, to I think. Get I Donnie think for a show, Diego Luna is a little bit more popular, honestly. Hmm. Pro- but I, I mean, Probably. I guess his reputation is so. more like more like um in like Mexico and like the European countries. Uh, That's probably why. <sighs> I'm just saying that's just more the same. But it's yeah, just, but based, Rogue One based, I was gonna say based on. The things that they've announced for the Star Wars, like Loki, I'm cur- I'm, ex- I'm I'm curiously, ex- I'm curiously optimistic to see the Loki series. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm curiously optimistic about the Vision and Scarlet Witch series. For sure. But the fucking Mandalorian, I'm like, I don't care. I don't, not really. I'm, I'll watch it. But I mean, I'm at like, least it's like the Boba Fett kind of angle. What I mean, a, it's not Boba Fett, but it's the same, same shit. Whatever. Diego Luna's cat, whatever. But this is, just, but that I don't like that announcement just because that's Rogue One again. Like, we're, is it all is going to be is an extended version of Rogue One? You're setting the same... It's the same thing as Solo and all this shit. We're still in the but same the, time even period. Even The Mandalorian, I'm like, is that going to be that far from the time? But at least it's like he's a... Th- like He's he the Resistance. Like At least Mandalorian's like, I, I I guess, a bounty hunter. So it's a little different. So it's not the same kind of like plot. Because Donnie Yen, if they did a story about him, it'd be like a cool like Jedi monastery type of thing. And like it, it would explore things in the Star Wars universe we haven't really explored in detail. But Cassian Andor and the Resistance is just more Resistance fighting. We've seen that in fucking everything else. <laughs> I'm t- I'm sick of that. Star Wars fatigue. I got it. I like lightsabers. Yeah, exactly. And we're gonna get none of that in this. So no, that might be one episode where there's. It's not enough. Where we get Darth Maul just like we did in Han Solo. Or even a live action show about um, Anakin's apprentice. What's her name? Yes, Ahsoka. Ahsoka? Yeah. Yeah, Rosalia Dawson says she wants to play Ahsoka. That'd be awesome. Even though I'm like, she's probably too old to play Ahsoka. <laughs> I mean, Ahsoka was older. 
by the time you get to yeah, she was older, but not 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 when she was an apprentice. I mean, like Rosario after. Dawson's and granted, that's not to say she can't play an action star, but she's in her Ahsoka's. I don't think that old. Looks like Rosario Dawson's in her forties. I think Ahsoka's in her like thirties by the time you get to um whatever that new show is. Uh, fuck. Now nah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot the name. See, I th- I was I, I saw her like, like her twenty rebels, rebels. Yeah, rebels. I saw there her like go. maybe like twenty eight. What Ahsoka? Yeah. Well, how old is Anakin? Oh, maybe because if Anakin isn't like, she a great a great Jedi in Rebels? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So I guess if Anakin's like early thirties, I guess she would be like mid twenties. Yeah, so maybe not. But you could do that story anywhere. You don't know where she her story ends. They haven't really revealed revealed that. Yeah, that's true. So she could be just an older or something. Yeah, even older. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, oh, Darth Vader fight be awesome. But yeah, <laughs> something else that sounds like it might be cool. So. John Boyega and Letitia Wright are set to star in a sci-fi love story called <laughs> Hold Back the Stars. Finn and Shuri in. <laughs> and it's going to be uh, based on uh, a novel by Katie Kahn. And the synopsis is, Trapped in the vast void of space, Carries and Max, which I guess is char- going to be their characters, have only 90 minutes of oxygen left to live. None of this was supposed to happen. After a freak accident, Karis, is it Karis? C-A-R-Y-S? I guess. Karis and Max are left adrift in space with nothing to hold onto but each other. As they fall, they can't help but look back at the world they left behind, a world whose rules they couldn't submit to, a place where they never really belonged, a home they've determined... A home they're determined to get back to because they've come too far to lose each other now. While their air ticks dangerously low, one is offered the chance of salvation. But who will take it? Mm, black people in space. Yeah, so <laughs> never happens. Like two. I, I was gonna main say something you don't lead. really see. At yeah, all. two main black leads and something space-based. That doesn't really happen. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's why I said something that seems. And I like that that uh that plot, like that premise. Like, you know, you you have 90 minutes to live and it's kind of like a reflection kind of thing. So I guess we're going to get background, like backstory and flashbacks to bring us up to speed to how they got to that situation in the first place. Also, going back to that, <laughs> and maybe that's why I probably liked it as much. Because I'm like, Overlord, the fact that the black guy was the lead, that's something you don't see. I was surprised that he was the lead. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's That's true. So I was like, oh, he's actually the lead in this movie. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Especially for that time period. Yeah. Like it being set in like, you know, World War II. But somebody that won't be the lead in the next movie. So Taron Edgerton basically came out and said he won't be reprising his role as Eggsy in Kingsman 3. I don't want there to be a Kingsman 3, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want there to be a Kingsman I don't necessarily want there to be a Kingsman 3, but at the same time, if there was going to be... Now that Taron Edgerton is not in it, I'm like, okay, then... What's the I, point? Yeah, what's the point? Who's it? A, it's going to be about... Uh, what's his face? I'm I'm blanking on names. It's too late for me. Galahad. Yeah, yeah, Galahad. Well, I mean, they're both Galahad, so Galahad. Oh, me. yeah, original Galahad. What's his name? Uh, Colin Colin Firth. Yes. One-eyed Colin Firth. Is it about him now? Who cares? He <laughs> said, "Who cares?" You're right, because <laughs> I don't. He's too busy playing Robin Hood. And they ruined his character in the fucking second movie. To me, anyway. Yeah. Galahad? Yeah. I, I didn't like what he did with his character. 
Like, let's just make him not as cool as the first movie. <laughs> like, that's part of his arc. Now he's less cool. <laughs> he's bad at what he does now because he's got shot in the brain and we fixed it with goo. <laughs> well, uh, so something that might not be as cool because it's a track record, but maybe it is because it's animated. And we already talked about an animated adaptation being pretty good. So, <laughs> the creators of Despicable Me okay. are now making a... An animated version of Mario. Yep. What? Super Mario Brothers. So will this be another animated video game adaptation that's actually good? Because the live action ones are shit, and it's the same people from Despicable Me, and I like Despicable Me. Yeah, can't be worse than that live action movie we had. Oh, that live action movie was garbage. What? John Leguizamo as Luigi was a fucking perfect casting. What are you talking about? <laughs> Terrible. I'm Mario Mario, and he's and Luigi, Luigi Mario. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Yeah, so, I mean, Mario, like, animated adaptations. It might be It might be cute. Yeah. I have faith in that. Juan, you're not saying much. <laughs> um, whack. <laughs> nice. I, I mean, I don't. What can you even do for like a Mario story? Same thing you do with the video games. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jumping on mushrooms. Yeah, Princess Peach got kidnapped like, by it, Bowser. Oh, what Bowser? Like, you can literally Bowser, do that like this <laughs> No, that thick Bowser. She might be my new Elastic Girl if they do that. <laughs> so we know what Jordan looks yeah. up looks up on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Black sales. <laughs> oh, black sales. <laughs> She's not even that cute. Oh, Nora? Nora Allen? Yeah. Have you seen that Black Sail stuff? I saw it today that you, that you posted about it. For research purposes. <laughs> of course, of course. Research, science, of course. <laughs> so, speaking of something else being done for science. So, science. A, question, a question was asked. Another the, question? Of the lovely Zack Snyder. No more Venom questions, no, please. But this time of the lovely Zack Snyder who likes answering these questions oh, now. Oh, the, the ex-girlfriend. A, a question that up. we all had even during the BVS commentary episode, which Juan, did you watch? Did you listen to our BVS commentary episode? Yeah. What'd you think? Um, well, criticism, I mean, I, I feel like maybe we should hear the movie. So like we can also like feel like we're there. Because I mean, sometimes like I couldn't really tell what part of the movie you guys were on. But, I mean, overall, it's pretty good. I liked it. You're supposed to watch it at the same time. I'm just joking. <laughs> That's what Fat Man Batman always says. I don't got three hours just to sit and watch a movie. That's garbage. But you got three hours to listen to us. <laughs> so you do got it's, three it's, hours. It's easier to listen to it is to watch something, though. Because you can do you can multitask. You can be, like, listening while you're, like, you know, driving somewhere or something. But, yeah. I mean, but it's hard. Yeah, because I was going to say, if, if, if you hear the movie, it'll overtake us. You won't be able to necessarily hear it. It'll overtake the sound yeah. of us. You can hear it a little bit in the background when we stop talking for like moments. But yeah, I get that. I, I try to always anchor back like our conversation that was happening and like describing what was happening as it was happening so people would know where we're at in the show or in the movie. So I guess you got to do more of that. But yeah, did you enjoy the Are episode you- though? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was good. I loved right. it. Cool. You hear that, everybody? Join our Join Patreon. Our Patreon. <laughs> this is all Join a roundabout advertisement. Juan has the highest tier, so thank you, Juan. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what were you saying, Michael? So uh, what, is, what is this? Zack Snyder. So a question that we all had for this episode yeah. or for this movie. 
Why is it that Superman could find Lois anywhere in the world? Oh, really? But could not find his mother. His answer wasn't plot. (laughs) Plot. His answer was trash. So he said there was actually a shot that we put in the movie. And he said it's a green screen shot. He flies up above the city and hovers. The camera begins to rotate around him as he hears the cries of citywide crime going on. And as we get closer, he is in pain because he knows that if he tries to find her this way, he will have to ignore the countless crimes going on in the two cities and the world. Oh, trying to find his mother? Yeah. So that's why we didn't have that. So that's he's saying. basically he's saying. But where would that even fit in? I don't know, right? Before, like, no, I but guess, think about it. Cause like, I guess before he goes to Bruce, he will fly up to try to find her on his, find her on his own. I mean, I guess, but the 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 way he's talking to Lois is like he's gonna go do it. He's gonna go fight Batman. So, so like, I, yeah, I guess before that, he tries to find her on his own. He's like, no one stays good in this world forever, Lois. Uh, let me try real quick to be good though. Nope, not gonna work. All right, well, no, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> I guess before he talks to Lois, he tries to do it on his own. And then he, oh, and then whatever, he goes back. Then down he goes Lois? back down to Lois. Oh, weird. Okay, but it's still stupid. Like, like his explanation of oh, he goes up in the air to try to find her, but then he hears the cries of everybody else, and then he feels bad. You do know that those cries are still happening. Yeah, I'm like, you're, you're yeah, you're still, they're still happening regardless. <laughs> so I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. No, that's probably what was cut out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I get real bummed out when I listen to people being sad. It's like, um, you're Superman. That's kind of what you do. But Zack Snyder's like, yeah, I got, yeah, I got, I thought about all this, bro. Like, I got you. No, it's I didn't. Like, no, you, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be in the situation right now with the DCEU if you had thought things through. <laughs> Zack Snyder is like the typical guy or like typical person that after you like had an argument, after you think of all the good shit you could have done. <laughs> And that he also was. he also answered uh, another question. Somebody asked a uh, question like, where was Wonder Woman during the nightmare scene? And he just basically said, no, she's not around at that point, mm. which I guess assumes she was killed. I mean, it doesn't he doesn't it doesn't explicitly say, but I'm assuming I'm saying, oh, she's not around at that point. I'm thinking, oh, that means she died. Whatever, Zach. I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> Why are you still talking? That's the real question. Get, get off Vero. All right? I'm sick of you. I don't know. So anyway, this this is a real quick one. But only because it's a more of a reminder for me that I need to go back and watch it. But The Purge has been renewed for a second season. And I wanted to watch that. Oh, I forgot about that show. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that show, too. That's why I was like... I'm going to put this in as more of a reminder for me to go back and watch the first season. That's hilarious. I literally forget that show existed. <laughs> but apparently people like it because it was renewed for uh second season. Hmm. Something to watch. Okay. I'm going to check that out. So speaking of something else that's getting renewed. So Jordan. What's up? Juan. Mm-hmm. This is the age of nostalgia. Yeah. Everything is getting rebooted. Charmed. They brought back, granted, it's a spinoff, but Legacies. Talk about bringing back Buffy, Halloween, yeah, everything. Guess what? So, some guess what else is getting a reboot? Is it a movie? It's a movie, uh, animated movie. Is it a superhero thing? No. Oh, well, I have no idea. It's like guess movies in the entire universe. I said an animated movie. So it it was an animated movie and Re- rebooting it. Pretty recent. Wait, recent? Yes, and it's getting a reboot. You get. Yu-Gi-Oh! What? I said anime, not anime. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? Sonic the Hedgehog. Was that a movie? 
Well, no, they're already doing a Sonic movie. That that was announced a while ago. What is it? Oh yeah, that live action. Huh? Oh, my Shrek is getting. Oh, in. I did hear about this. Shrek and Puss in Boots are what? getting reboots. Why Puss in Boots? I mean, why Shrek too? Why, why Shrek? Shrek literally came out in like two thousand one, and then like Shrek, the, the last one was like two thousand eight. They just want to keep milking that Shrek train to get that Shrek money. But then do a sequel. Like, why a reboot? Because they've already had like fucking four or five sequels, haven't they? Then they're fuck- gonna make him look weak, like the like the Grinch. Oh yeah, all small and like cuddly. Oh, and then gonna, pu- and then gonna... Boots. Didn't that like just come out? Why why, why reboot that? That was only was it only one movie? That was only one movie. Why reboot that? Is it different voice actors? Like, is Mike Myers not gonna come back for that? Or I'm assuming not. If it's a reboot. Not a re. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna do what Juan said. Not a continuation. They're gonna cut the crust off and make it less edgy, even though Shrek isn't that edgy. But you know, they're gonna make it more for kids rather than adults. It's trash. It is trash. <laughs> I don't understand why it's it's way too soon to reboot Shrek. What do they call it? But they're saying the cha- the challenge for us is to find something that really does not that really does feel like it's not simply yet another film in a series of sequels. But it will. But it it is. But it is, exactly. (laughs) It literally is that. (laughs) I don't know. But anyway. Whack. Speaking of something else that's whack. Okay. So, The Walking Dead has had its Rick being gone episode. (laughs) But not dead. But not dead, apparently. (laughs) It's very stupid. Yeah, he didn't die. No, he didn't die. He just left the show. They wrote him out with some bullshit. So also with that, now Rick Grimes is getting three live action movies. (laughs) So stupid. What what stories are there to tell for three movies? Especially since he's been in the show for nine seasons. It's not like yeah, it's like you. It's more the same, really. But now you're not gonna do it with the main cast. You're doing it with him solo. I don't give a fuck about Rick Solo. No, with some random nobody solo. He's gonna, he's gonna meet some random nobodies. That's how it's gonna but work. I'm like, is this gonna be a mo- like movie movie like in the theaters or is it like an AMC movie? I think it's just an AMC movie, which which even is more so. Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Like you you. Andrew Lincoln decided he doesn't want to be on the show. Okay, he's off the show. Like, why Why am I getting three movies about him? I don't know. And he came out and said, like, Rick Grimes coming back to the television, Walking Dead. He's, like, he's not coming back to TV. So I guess he's just doing the three movies and then he's out. To me, that fucks up the story, too, though, because it's like, he's not dead. Why isn't he doing everything in his power to get back to his family? I don't know. Especially, you know he's especially, never coming back. Especially so since like, Judith is still there. Yeah. And his girlfriend, and Michonne. Michonne. Yeah. It's like, it makes no sense for him not to come back. But also with that, so because... I, I maybe, he'll di- maybe he'll die in the movies. Like, he'll die in the last movie or something. So, I, I mentioned that uh, Norman Reedus has got like a $20 million payday because he's going to take over as the lead now that Rick is going. Terrible. But movie. also, Melissa McBride, she has uh, signed a major uh, deal with The Walking Dead. So she's going to get paid about just the same amount. And Denai Guerrero, she's continuing with the show. So she's in negotiations as well. But with that, there's now also talk that both Daryl and Carol might be getting their own spinoff movie as well. What? Why Why Carol? Why, why anybody, really? But like, Carol? What the fuck? So, wait... So Norman Reedus would now make three hundred and fifty thousand dollars per episode. It's in the fucking show. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this bullshit. It doesn't say how much Melissa McBride is gonna make. I don't care how much they make. It's but I'm assuming Denai Guerrero has to probably get paid more because she's like a movie star and stuff like that now. Yeah, like she's a she's, she's way more in demand. Yeah. 
Oh, that's that's all stupid. I don't know. I... So yeah, now we might be getting a Rick, Daryl, and Carol movie. <laughs> and, and you get also... a spinoff <laughs> movie. And you get a spinoff and, movie. And and they're saying a Maggie movie is quote absolutely a possibility. No gives a fuck. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> Maggie, unless you're gonna resurrect Glenn, and it's about, I don't know. I don't care. So Rick. Daryl, Carol, Maggie, <laughs> all getting their own movies. Instead of being in the show, they're all getting their own movies. And Rick is getting three movies. <laughs> this makes sense. Like, literally, what, what can happen in these movies? It, it can only be Maggie, Carol, uh, Rick, and Daryl meet a bunch of random nobodies, and all the random nobodies die, well, supposedly, and they don't. Supposedly, they introduced the whispers in the show. Okay. Finally. But that's so not, maybe that's, they're fighting. That's the show. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they're fighting the whispers in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> what? In like six movies are fighting whispers? <laughs> it's like it's like Avengers. Like they all have their own individual movies and then they come together for the third movie. Nah, so <laughs> don't ever compare that shit to the Avengers again. <laughs> well, that's the Walking Dead guy. Whack. <laughs> but speaking of something else that's whack, so they finally came out and said why Star Wars, the Clone Wars was canceled. Okay. Even though it was still pretty popular. But they canceled it because uh, Disney bought Star Wars. And Disney canceled it because I think it was getting a little too graphic. Actually, it was getting really graphic. Boba was doing some really, really cool stuff. He started actually becoming a bounty hunter. And we actually recorded seven episodes that didn't air. And it was too graphic for what Disney was used to at the time. Okay. So that's why I got canceled. So I guess because the Disneyfication, which kind of makes me nervous about like when Disney gets like things like Deadpool and stuff like that. What are they gonna do to it? Yeah, what are they gonna do to it? Especially when they said they talked about on a streaming service they don't want to do mature content. Yeah. And then thinking about maybe like they pulled Luke Cage, they pulled Iron Fist. There's talks about them possibly pulling Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all those shows. Well, I can see Star Wars the argument being you know it. The demographic they're trying to aim for more kids, but Deadpool, I hope but they don't. The fuck Clone with things Wars that... was still pretty fucking popular. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It was a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think Disney should make like a like a like a version of YouTube where like has like a restriction like area like where only like mature content is that. I agree. I, I I just hope for Deadpool stuff like that. They they know what makes it work and they don't fuck with that. So that's just my two cents on it. Was that it? Well, no, I, one more, it's last, last, last news. So uh, remember it? I said I was going to save the Venom thing for the end? Yeah. But I, but I was like, whatever. So this, I'm, I, I purposely saved today. Even though we didn't talk about it. So We have a minute. <laughs> it's it's going to be quick. Sabrina is in the news because okay. uh, a big thing is Sabrina, they worship like, they're like, hey, praise Satan. And they, they have a... Yeah. a, a oh, the, a the ba- church a, of Satan yeah, sued a ba- them. Yeah, a Bahamut uh, temple in the show. So the church of Satan... <laughs> Is suing Sabrina for $150 million <laughs> yes. for using the Bahamas statue. It is ridiculous. In the show. And it's weird because, like. And so now, because of that, Sabrina may be taken off of Netflix. But it's so weird that the church. I'm like, first of all, the Church of Satan is a thing, like an official, like, organization that can sue somebody. But beyond that, the fact that. The Church of Satan is offended by something. That's hilarious to me. That's you weird. you it's, worship Satan and you're like, oh, that's that's too far, bro. <laughs> yeah, part, of, part of the lawsuit is say, among other morally repugnant actions, the Sabrina series evil antagonists engage in cannibalism and forced worship of a patriarchal deity. And he says it's uh deeply problematic for us. 
Wow. <laughs> We're the Church of Satan, and we get in- easily offended by things, okay? <laughs> and, and, it's dist- and it's distressing on the grounds that you have to worry about that association being made where people s- will see your monument and not know which preceded <laughs> the other. Oh, that's it for the podcast, actually. We've got 10 seconds left, so Uh-oh. this is the most rushed. Thanks, Michael. This is the most rushed like, closure well, I, told, ever. I told you in the beginning that we had a, a lot of whatever, All right, a lot well, of news, thank but you, you wanted to go thank, on. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast, Juan. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been for the week, and we will see you guys. <laughs>